Painkill Already, episode 361 with our guest, Quibblecop. Kyle? What's up? Yeah. Couple sponsors tonight. Uh, Whistle.com, Omaha Steaks, Casper Mattresses, uh, War Dragons, and Redbox. Speaking of war, uh, Redbox, video games are super fun and super expensive. And once you bust open that plastic, you're stuck with them. That's why Redbox lets you try out the hottest new games risk-free. Right now, you can rent Call of Duty World War II, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, WWE 2018, and more just by texting PKA to 727272 for a free one-night rental. Redbox, the smarter way to watch and play. Offer expires December 31st, 2017, subject to additional terms. Charges apply for additional nights. Payment card required. If you're not in the text club, Redbox will send you an additional text for an invite to join their online or their recurring alerts. Message and data rates apply. For terms, visit uh, redbox.com slash text club text club and for privacy policy visit redbox.com slash privacy links below also war dragons support for today's show comes from war dragons a mobile real-time strategy game where players directly control dragons to attack enemy bases with over 150 dragons to collect players can join guilds to launch co-op attacks and co-op defenses best of all there's a new in-game feature called atlas which is a 3d persistent world where players can forge alliances with other teams to build up dragon-led armies Fight for new land and secure lucrative rewards. Just go to wardragons.com slash painkiller via your phone or tablet device to download the game. It must be on your phone or tablet, not your desktop computer. Links are all below. All right. So what's yes. our lead-off topic? Is it the, the all the scandals? It was Mr. Franken. Mr. And, Franken. And, well, we should just say, and the rest of the scandals. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't want to change. So, look, Mr. Franken is the first topic. I get that. Roy Moore has had three more accusers in the last 24 hours. That and guy... he got proof the liar. And oh, did Sylvester he? Stallone. Okay, so let me, like, like, like I really like the Al Franken thing because it's hot off the presses. But what happened with Roy Moore, Roy Moore, for anyone who doesn't know, is he said that he didn't even know this high school girl. Uh, and then she's like, oh, really? Well, here's my high school yearbook that he wrote in. <laughs> and it's his signature, like, like writing He claims it's not. Her. He says it, it was... But, Go on. It is though. Well, I don't it know. You see, that's what that's what I, he's. That's what I thought was the case when you said he got proved a liar. So she she provide or produces this high school yearbook, yeah. and now they're going to have people. They can't like handwriting analysis. Whether it's his or not is you know kind of a pseudoscience. Yeah, a little. But iffy. what's not a science is whether the ink is old or new. And, or what is a science? I, mean, I said that backwards. Oh, I didn't so, think about that. Yeah, so they will be able to tell like if this is a thirty year old signature then he's busted yeah. if yeah, it's yeah. if it's new ink then they'll be you know he'll be vindicated that and creeper probably here's what i blood. think is going to happen with this guy i bet that amongst his I'm, i don't even know anymore i'm going to say nine accusers it's a good guess if it's not nine it will be soon um i'm going to guess that among those nine somebody's lying and that's going to like invalidate the eight truths that's what I think it will happen in the next month. The conservatives have already turned on this guy. All the mm -hmm. top Republicans, even yeah. Sean Hannity. Like not I Trump. Sean Hannity. And barely Hannity. Barely. Forget I, I listen Trump's to not a conservative. Look, look, we've lost Trump. Trump is out there. I see Trump drinking water like he's sucking a cock and like approving <laughs> ivory imports and and pushing coal for for like like we're, we're done with Trump. Trump has gone off the fucking. We're done with right Trump. Now. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying he's a comedy show at this point. He's he. I think even he has given up on being like a normal kind of president. You see, he's out. He's out of it. Uh -huh. Forget about him. But but like the actual conservative Republicans and their talking pieces like Hannity, 
they've all turned on Roy Moore, and they're all like with the accusers. Dude, I, like, even Hannity is like, and I see people out there saying the sevens are different. Forget about the sevens. It all it, it's his handwriting, folks. It's his handwriting. <laughs> it's funny because I watch a lot of Hannity, and it, he does not seem anti Roy Moore at all to me. Like he is not where he should be. Like He's anyone. Turned. I, I, Today, I guess, right? Because I was watching really? last night. Yeah, I and and this radio all, shows different. Okay, I'm watching on Fox News. I've been watching tons of Fox News lately. I could talk about that. That is a shit show. Those people are not. That's not even news. It's ridiculous. It's it, it's outright lies. It's constant like diversion tactics. What about himism? It should be the yeah. name of their show. What, what about, about himism? Us? Yeah, just the nonstop. Like, oh, there's this other guy did something similar. They have a show apparently called the Real Russian Scandal, where they just talk about Hillary all the time. Well, it says the Real Russian Scandal, implying the Trump one is the fake one. I, it outrageous like and i want yeah. like i've been inundated with fox news lately and and you know it gets to like every once in a while i'm like is that a good point like i need to i need to do my own research on this but by and large it's just it, like tucker carlson has no morals right he's just out there like no morals spray. i've never really watched his show what do you hate about him in particular Other than like his uh his, you know, smoke, his sour face. The, uh, every time someone's talk, he's like, Taylor, mm, I don't we, know about that. We, we call that tuck face. He's a tuck face. Oh, <laughs> tuck face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck face. Um, the thing is, it, it's... Kyle's got a good tuck face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's lips tight. He's just like, he's like, Kyle what, does what it better. are you trying yeah. to get out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the issue with him is it is constantly misleading. That's my issue. And I don't think Tucker Carlson is dumb, right? Which makes it worse, right? It, Nancy Grace, I occasionally wondered if she didn't even know what she oh, was doing. If she was just on the wrong the thing. When I she was like, wish she would get kidnapped she, by one of those rapers. She, I think she honestly believed in her heart that marijuana turned people into homicidal maniacs. Yeah. So she also said it that does, professional it does. wrestling <laughs> was like the most dangerous thing ever. She's like, did you know that professional wrestling is one of the most dangerous things you can do? Chris Benoit murdered his family because of, of, of choke slams right. and, and, so and bouncing his where, head off of that board. Where I was headed with that when I compared <laughs> I her to Tucker Carlson <laughs> is she's stupid, which makes her not evil to me. It's stupid. That's something different. Tucker Carlson, on the other hand, nice. is smart. And what he is doing is intentional. He's intentionally misleading and misinforming millions of people out there as a plot. And, and that's why he's so much different. And It's hard to say that, though, because I think Rachel Maddow is a pretty smart person too for sure but i don't think she's like intentionally misleading like remember that uh the trump tax thing where she just basically yeah bloviated for 25 minutes and made shit up and then was like huh, no, and look didn't at this. make anything nothing. up. nothing she and just overhyped like, a tax yeah, she, return but she does that all the time like that's kind of the paradigm of her show is that she like starts and will build up a case that's full of nonsense and allusions to things that may be real and then in the end she ties it all together but i'm not convinced that she's sitting there thinking like, oh, this is a lie and I'm duping people. Like, I think she probably believes what she's saying for the most part. Just but like I don't Tucker believe that about Tucker does. at all. Okay, that yeah, I believe that Tucker and I watch a lot of him is just flat out like, you know, oh, my God, somehow I need to take the heat off this Republican. I'm going to pretend this Democrat did the same thing. I'm going to mislead this. I'm going to, you know, the real Russian scandal is like the title of his last show. If it shows for like every day for the last week, he talks about the real Russian scandal. And that is just intentionally misleading, right? This Trump thing is, is not fake, 
right? I it, think what it is with Tucker and with I think they're just playing to their audience, you know, like that's what the Fox audience wants to hear. And if you start telling them like if you start going the other direction, they will they'll just tune out. And but but Rachel Maddow needs to show a little more cleavage. That that that's the only <laughs> that's the only complaint I got about her. She could fucking like up my taxes to a hundred percent and like uh no, like move. No. She could move refugees into she's, my house if she wanted. She looks to. like yeah. a boy. She's look, aged I, really well. I think she's hot tail. I'm I, just jumping I, in. I know. <laughs> like, like, like I knew. I, I know that Woody thinks she's hot. Like because she has the same haircut as him and, 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 and a big jawline. A big strong yeah. Cleb knows yeah. the jaw. I do think. She's pretty, but yeah. I, and I bet she could rock a strap on like no other. Forty-four. So, so that's what gets me. That. She's aged really well. Now I know you always see her in the perfect angle in studio lighting with studio makeup. Uh, I like. But it. for forty-four, like a lot. she's held up really well. Yeah, and yeah, she's it's hard smart. To tell how I, they I, look on TV. Because because you yeah. know that like if you could turn Rachel Maddow straight, then like I I just I just imagine her and I having these really heated like political arguments where like because she's so far off to the left and you know I'm, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle I really have opinions and, and that's what I think about me that come yeah. from both sides of the aisle I, well and I, I got guns on my side I was... <laughs> and uh I, I, I and uh and I just imagine just having like angry like like sex afterwards like 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 just 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 fucking the this is a really weird fantasy yeah, let's circle back to or, the topic or maybe she'd just maybe she'd suck the conservative conservatism out of me ah oh, this is much better though fucking rachel maddow all right back to the top is it al franken or yeah is it so al franken yeah i guess we'll with roy i forget what we're talking kyle your, your audio is ruined you're all, your little robot yeah al um franken was the star you was he <laughs> you say al franken is the <laughs> star <laughs> now he's just yeah, this now he's frozen man. like this <laughs> <laughs> See, like the Al Franken thing. I think you're okay now. You moved like, again. There, there are so like Al Franken isn't even the newest celebrity slash politician slash Hollywood really? person to be accused of stuff because Sylvester Stallone's came out today too. But uh, we got to go. To, we got to finish Al Franken. I get yeah. Sylvester so, Stallone. The Al so, Franken. Al yeah, oh, do you want to lay it? I'll lay it out. No, no, so, um, Al Franken did two things that I can that I understand. One, he went on this. Is it FSO? What, what is it? What are the uh, letters? USO. USO, thank you. And this USO thing, which I think is when they like bring celebrities out to the front lines and cheer up the troops, right? So he's going to go out there and maybe tell some jokes or whatever. And he's with this person who's now a radio host. I don't know what she was at the time. And uh, he takes a picture of her while she's sleeping. They say he's grabbing her boobs. I, I guess he is because he doesn't deny it or whatever. It almost looks in the picture like he's pretending to grab her boobs because she's wearing a bulletproof vest, right? And, and I'll grab the... Uh, the shot. Wait, but she's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. while she's, while sleeps, she's sleeping, that's he's, he's he's pawing at her breast while leering at the camera. Yeah, Small and it's so eyes. it's so clearly him. Like yeah, it's so yeah. Awkward. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. Un- did, there's did you, no denying you know the, this. There's a there's a previous part to the story too, where they were doing a skit. This, this guy, uh, uh, Franken, and this lady were doing a skit together, and they had to kiss in the skit. And she was saying that he was super aggressive and insistent about like we need to practice this kiss beforehand we got we got to practice this kiss beforehand and so he said that or she said that he like forced himself on her like with like they did their lines and then he like (laughs) mushed her face into his face and forced his tongue in her mouth and she was really uh, descriptive about the whole yeah and then said that like oh i just wanted to get out of there and wash the taste of him out of my mouth and the rest of the tour he was all mean to me and nasty and i just tried to avoid him and she said the rest of the tour she was mean to him she like gave him the cold shoulder all tour long 
Oh, and, I, and he I didn't pick like up on every, that signal. I, maybe. Uh, mm. I, I the way I heard it is that the rest of the tour he was not kind to her and he tried to avoid her or tried to avoid him rather. Um, okay. And then yeah. the breast thing happened after all that. Huh. I could be wrong. Yeah. I thought the breast thing was first, but no, that was the trip uh, back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I think it was the kiss, then the breast thing. And Franken issued a statement about it. Uh, he basically said, investigate it. Like, I'm down. You can investigate it if you like. He said, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that, you know, obviously, there's no denying this. He, he said that he was sorry for doing it. And the whole kiss thing, like, we should practice our skit, uh, he doesn't remember it the way she did. That, that's what he says. Like, um, the, the whole thing about him saying, oh, the ethics committee, investigate me. That, the fact that someone caught in something where they are clearly guilty, that a, a politician would say, investigate me, ethics committee, is a way for them to say, get this out of the news, let me claim false responsibility, and I know that the system will protect me. Because between 2007 and 2016, the Senate Ethics Committee has imposed how many sanctions do you think? I'm going to guess like, zero. Yes, exactly right. Zero. <laughs> I and had so no idea kind of, that was psychology, not history, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. saying, oh. uh, get me out of the news, let me claim false responsibility, and then the system will protect me. I haven't like, heard it, that, it's really shitty. that false responsibility expression before, but it's one of my pet peeves. When someone says, I take full responsibility for this, and then people start bra praising them for that bullshit, the reality is there is no getting out of full responsibility for it. Dick Cheney took full responsibility, I think, for shooting that guy in the face with a shotgun while they were out hunting. Yeah, asshole. You shot a guy in the face while hunting. and then That the guy, guy walked out of the line, though. He, he apologized for it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did, which is great. He should have. I ruined a perfectly good hunting trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like when people claim the other <laughs> common denominator the of I away. accept full responsibility is I expect no repercussions. That's always yeah. the other common denominator. of exactly. I. So uh, that might be where Franken's headed on this. But the, he, he handled it right, but there weren't a lot of choices. You know, there is no that's not me in the picture. Everyone's I mean, looking all at the it. sexually accused people handle it right. You don't no, they don't. Fucking choice, not Roy right? Moore. Roy Moore handled Roy Moore is a, Sean Hannity was a total fucking Moorhead, right? He was on his side to an extreme extent. And he says things like, so look, you know, when you were in your 30s, you didn't make a regular habit of grabbing 14-year-olds' hands and putting them on your penis. And he responds with something close to... Not a regular well, habit. Well, I wouldn't make a regular habit out of that. And I swear, I didn't Jesus. date any little girls without permission of their mom first. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's... That's not handling it right. Yeah, that, that's, that's also a bit of an indictment on these mothers. But that's just about them. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, well, the, you know, uh, other people are... Like, one wouldn't give out her phone number. And her parents wouldn't have anything to do with it. They like, oh. and so he calls them at school and has her pulled out of trigonometry trigonometry class so that he could ask her he out was, on a date. He was tutoring that young lady. He was not lady. tutoring she, that. She well, he was teaching her a thing or two. They should make him do trig. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. He was covering anatomy. He's, here's a basic trigonometry. Equation. Can you show that you're actually tutoring? This? Yeah. Like the, one of the creepiest things to me about the whole more thing, and then I guess we got to get back to Franken and then Stallone coming up next. Like, <laughs> but. It's the, the yearbook thing. Because it's like, when is the last time you guys wrote in someone's yearbook? Oh, I For remember. For me, it was senior year It was 1991. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly well, I mean, was. you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kyle. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, 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 yeah, it's been from, from, from high school. Like, like, I think, yeah, yeah, since high school. I haven't signed one since. How about you, Cole? When's the last time you signed Never. Yeah. Like, never. 
That's well, not they don't do but that. I sign stuff all the time. Like, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes over, goes, oh. yo. And then sometimes accidentally put my real signature, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> Dude, I, said, I just bought a house, I guess. I sometimes think about my fictional political career that follows PKA. And uh, like, I recently was looking, state senators are winning all over the place, right? All you have to do now is run as a Democrat, and you might get elected because it's really easy to win as a Democrat in this climate. And in Virginia, like, Random people with no funding, no backing, no nothing, stick their name on the ballot and win. It happened a bunch in Virginia last week. So I was like, well, how much does a state senator make? Like, you know, you know how much? I'm going to ask you, Kyle, get one guess. How much does a state senator in North Carolina make, do you think? A state senator. I would guess um, $48,000 a year. You're kind of close. It's $13,000. But Holy they shit. they get a no. per diem that adds up to like three thirty thousand or something. So okay, yes. Yeah, so, oh, nailed it. Yeah, you, you did pretty well. Pretty if you count the whole per diem, which I, I would, do. I wouldn't. You know why? <laughs> because basically, it's people who live like far away and have to live in Raleigh. It would be I very would. hard for me to claim thirty thousand dollars worth of per diem expenses when I live ten minutes from the capital. Uh, I mean, you'd yeah. fly right on in, right? You'd force them to install an <laughs> airfield so that you could <laughs> right onto the, the, the state uh, senate lawn. But yeah, there's there's really not a lot of money in being a state senator. I thought no. it would be better. Um, but anyway, I was thinking to myself about things that I've signed. And I've told this story before, but basically we were going to paintball in Chicago, maybe the first time or second. And, and some guy reaches out to me in stream and says, Woody, if I come, will you sign me tits? And uh, I'm like, yes, of course I will. And uh, he's a 14-year-old guy battling weight issues, and he wanted his tits signed. So it it was on top of a white T-shirt, but um, yeah, signed them. There goes my well, future. Well, I mean, I mean, look, like, there's that. There's a wonderful picture of me somewhere where it's me, Woody, and that fat guy from the last uh, pay, uh, paintball trip in Chicago, and he's wearing a bikini. All right, oh, okay. he's wearing a women's bikini, and in the picture, I've got his tit in my hand, and I'm squeezing it, going, "Ooh!" <laughs> like that. Like it, it's me, Woody, and that guy, and I've got a full hand of his B cups. It's uh, now so, you'll so, notice the young man is smiling as this. <laughs> we believe this is because of the power imbalance in the relationship. He's he's not able. Taylor, to when you're a star, you get away with it. They let you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do anything. <laughs> he, was, he was into it. When you shoot um, guns on the internet, when you almost get hit by bits of porcelain from toilets, they let you do anything. <laughs> you know? they, um, they, they lo- they'll let you sign their tits over a over a wife beater. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like the, the Franken thing, like that was. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any repercussions from that. I, and, and all, oh, I don't know. there will because, like, uh, and also here's the, here's the thing: Bill Clinton is going to start getting called out big time. They're going to totally because there's no more political value to Bill Clinton. They've already realized that everybody hates Hillary Clinton, and Bill is no longer valuable. And so they're going to throw him under the bus and pretend like it's been a huge mistake of like, you know, we really should have taken these the last couple decades a little more seriously. So the with thing this. about the Bill Clinton thing is Fox News is pushing that narrative hard. And like I said, I've been watching Fox News constantly lately, and it's just it, that Me Tooism, that like look at him over there thing that's like fox news runs that non-stop they're just like yeah he's getting a little trouble with russia but the real thing is hillary over here and her russia scandal they like swift boat non-stop so they're attacking clinton on this stuff and look 
I don't want any cover for Clayton. I would love for him to get locked up. Lock them all up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I would like the next person who's in a position of power to be thinking, you know what? If I try this shit, I probably won't get away with it. it. That would be you ideal. Know who, uh, but the you know number who, one story nobody's... trending on Reddit right now is a People Magazine article about Donald Trump's sexual assault accusers demand justice in the hashtag MeToo era. Right? That's, that's... On Reddit, eh? Oh, the Reddit? Dude, what is Reddit? Like the fourth most popular website in the world? It's it's just the most one-sided website out there. It's very far left. um, Probably is. I I, I don't think we should be looking at it down party lines, though. I think Mm. that the real issue is that like people in positions of power, not just straight white men, it's it's gay men, it's, it's women in positions of power, have been abusing that power to their for sexual gain among all all kinds of gain, but namely sexual gain. That's the that's the real issue that's coming to the forefront forever. Like like since the dawn of time, when that first chieftain had like you know was over there grabbing Uglug's wife's booty while she was in the bushes or whatever. The real problem and, uh, here is the women. They're at fault. Right? They're the people prostituting themselves for career advancement. Woody, that's I, very un-PC. In some situations, <laughs> that's that's absolutely true. If There's women definitely... didn't constantly fucking whore themselves out to get that promotion at work, then, well, there goes my political career. And some men. And some men. And some men. How do you think I got here? Yeah, sucking dick all You think I had to suck to get this many subscribers? It takes a lot to break into the multi-million dollar real estate game, right, Queb? You can't just waltz in. I had to get some discounts and stuff like that. You line two guys up head to head. I'm like, let me jam it down. You ever get fucked in the ear by a Norwegian real estate tycoon? Hi. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Now, I was just going to say, like, sometimes I have these these uh, these fan meetups and then um, these parents come over. Right. And, and they're like ladies of age, I should say. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, I take a picture with their uh, with their son or whatever. He's a little kid, like 12 years old. And then, and then all the mo- all of a sudden the mom goes, oh, now it's my turn. And she yeah. like swoops in. Grabs me like halfway on my abs. Oh yeah. Squeezes me in, and and uh, it's just great. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> is that's, how, that's how I got my subscribers. I have, so, you know. Yeah. I, I, I have um, dated, if you will, about three, three, yeah, three or four um, viewers, mothers or uh, oh, sisters. Wow. Like, like, like that's that's how I've met uh, several um, young ladies. Was that their their kid? watched uh my stuff or their uh, or their brother did and and they introduced him to it and uh and so yeah that's good because you know them right on tinder it said like likes this channel <laughs> and you're like oh no, there you go. No, no from facebook or you uh, know twitter or uh or something like that yeah 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 yeah. I got quiet after that when I said I fuck fans' moms. Huh? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, motherfuck. Moms, uh, Everyone I've played age. against on Xbox, yeah. I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know where this whole up. sex thing is I mean, going to go. I mean, they were asking for it. Yeah, I, I think that, that like, fine. They're, they're all going to have their careers okay. at least semi-ruined. Uh, this, like... Part of like one of the things that's a little difficult to follow with all these stories is first of all, there's so many of them that unless you have all day to be reading the news, like mm-hmm. they blend together and there's very little uh, differentiation on the different levels of creepiness or no, assault or rape. I disagree. And so I, I, I'll like, 
I just feel the like, punishment like the same. They'll, they'll list it in. So they'll be like, oh, fucking Weinstein and Louis C.K. and now Sylvester Stallone and they're all doing this shit. And it's like, well, hold on, because what Weinstein did isn't at all like what Louis C.K. did. Like, I didn't know as much about the Louis C.K. thing until I read his statement. And he said, like, I never did this in front of anyone that I didn't ask before. A couple of the women who were asked said, like, yeah, he asked if he could take his dick out and start masturbating, and he did, and we started laughing. We were sitting there, and then he came on his belly, and then we got up and left while we were <laughs> laughing. And it was like, wait, so this was just him indulging in some creepy fetish that he likes? Like, and, 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 he, and they gave permission, people, right? And, and it sounds okay, okay with it. right? It was like, wait, this is this has just gone from an abuse of power to... He just has a really pathetic thing that he likes to do that he did. He has no game permission for, but it's <laughs> no, like that's well, the permission I think is a little game. exaggerated like, because I like what I've been hearing is he kind of like asked and did it in, in a like without getting like a yeah a let's without you know? written permission as in a joke yeah. But like, hey, what, you were, what would you say if I grab my dick right now, guys, right? That would be yeah. great, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes like back to the thing we always talk about, like yeah. like how like if you're dating a girl, like you're not going to – I see in the movies sometimes they're like, would it be okay if I kissed you now? And, and it's like I have never at, said that in my life. No. I, mm -hmm. And do you know what happens if you do ask that? You hear the sound of crumpling dry fall leaves as that vagina dries right up. <laughs> Because or like, that's, or that's the girl the says like, mood ruiner. Well, I I would have if you hadn't asked, right? Like, like right. you could totally get that response. You know, it's, that's it's bizarre to ask. Like, you just look yeah. for body language. Like, like what, I, I what does every the, woman in the world say they're attracted to? Um, Dick. Confidence. Confidence. No. And what right. does it show a profound <laughs> lack of when you're on a date with someone pictures. and you and yeah, you right? ask, "Hey, hey can I, I grab kiss your you? hand?" I, may I hold your hand? I ever... May I kiss you? It's like, no, of course you don't do that. You have to read the situation and then make the right decision. And, and the and here's... first girl I ever kissed, I, I remember like the situation really well. We were sitting on the couch watching uh, Lord of the Rings, I think, and uh, and she was not interested at all, and it was really pissing me off because I was honestly really wanted to <laughs> pay attention to the fellowship. They were on the way, and, and uh, we kept locking eyes, and it was... I was like, I'm pretty sure she wants me to kiss her, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. And I didn't have enough confidence to like kiss her the first night, I think. And then I came over the next night to like finish up the film. And the two towers and came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, like like it was just that it was the body language and the way she kept like staring into my eyes. I was like, she wants the kiss. She wants this kiss. She definitely wants this kiss. And and like, you just do it. You don't. And you, you know what she was probably out. thinking there? She was probably like, "What am I ugly? Why is he not kissing me? Why it does? Can he not see the signals I'm given?" Right. Yeah, I had a high school special. experience like this. I've told the story before, so quickly. I used to jump off this forty-foot bridge all the time to the point where I got to be like an expert at jumping off this bridge. <laughs> and then, like one day after school, That's like going me on the CV, yeah. <laughs> was me, there water or concrete? Water. There's water, okay. but it took a little. So it was in a bay, and depending on which way the tide was going, it was either impossibly fast toward the dock where you aspire to be or away from the dock where you're really fucked. So we would like read the tides and stuff and tell people when it was a good time to jump off and when it wasn't. And, and uh, anyway, so after high school, for whatever reason, it got popular one day. One day, like 
I don't want to exaggerate, like 22 kids were all like jumping off, like they wanted to jump off the bridge. So I'm like doing laps, you know, I jump, like we'd, we'd hold, I'd, well, like we'd either hold hands if it was a girl or just sort of jump in sync as a guy, go to the dock and we, we'd take the next guy. And uh, there was this one girl, Kelly, she was very pretty and, uh, and, and frankly out of my league, I think, in high school. We jump and at least at that moment, I think she loves me right? She's holding my arm like with two hands around my bicep and tricep, put her head on my shoulder, said that was amazing. And that this experience was all because of you. I should have done something. I, I like that was the, that was my moment to strike. And I didn't there. You my. know what you should have done is like, like let her out a little bit and let her start drowning. And then you save her. She, right? Like, she was on this one. Like, team. Or, 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 no, no. You let her drown, not gonna, and then and then you do some CPR on her, and then you get the kiss, no matter what, uh, right? That's right. Nice uh, it's next right? line, like, next level thinking. Now, and you get some groping in, like like now I'm starting to realize why you're a lifeguard. You got to do the groping mm -hmm. and the kissing, whether they liked it or not, and then they thank you for it. <laughs> they yeah, they're like, oh, you saved my life, you saved my life. Yes. He just just a hard on. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm very passionate. What? In case we need the Heimlich body. maneuver, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, I should have. I don't know what the move I should have made was. I could have asked her out on the spot. I, I don't know if I going for a kiss seems a little strong. But oh no, you should have just said like, hey, did you maybe want to hang out afterwards? Yeah, there see, you go. That that would be the move. That would be yeah. Let's would be the let's move. go back. You want to go try each other off? <laughs> go try each other off. Well, uh, I got other people to save, but you know, they, <laughs> most of the rest of them are pretty good swimmers. I'm getting audio through someone's uh, yeah, I think it's not me. Oh, is it a fucking? I'm sorry. It it was an autoplay. Yeah, I I was bamboozled. Sometimes I play and then I mouth like I'm sorry to the audience so I don't interrupt the conversation. And I wonder if you guys think I'm talking to you, but everyone watching knows. You know, sorry. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, making that move uh, is tricky. I don't think, though, that's the Al Franken situation. I think Al Franken had no reason to believe that this was his moment to strike. Uh, oh, no. yeah. while she slept. But also, <laughs> do oh, we have oh, a picture? Taylor was do we saying, have a picture? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I want to see. I need, picture? like, I, I'm imagining something, like, really strange right now. It is. You, it, so, I promise you, you won't be. Um, Taylor was saying but, they're all the same level of badness. No, no, no. I was no, saying no, no. they're not, yeah. and oh, that's the problem. Oh, but they're painted as. All right. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, they like more and more. Like, yeah. 14-year-old girl taking her hand, putting it on his dick over his underwear. But still, like, yeah. that's that's child molester shit, right? It's this is a child hands. molester. Totally different. Al Franken, this is a grown woman that he was hitting on and you know, poorly received comedy. Molesting. Yeah, his, well, his, yeah, his, his, his excuse sort of resonated with me. He's like, I was a comedian. I was a comedian at the time. And like, I made a lot of jokes that I thought were funny, but looking back are just offensive. And the grabbing the boobs thing was literally over a bulletproof vest. Like and not like a thin one. Like it's like a flak jacket or something. People I mean, saw the picture. This is the same woman that he forced himself making out with just yeah. before. That like does given make it the hard context to defend. of that, yeah. It, it's it's it, like he knows that she's not cool with this kind of stuff and that he's 
ruined her trip and these like he knows that and he does it anyway and i don't like the excuse of i'm a comedian like of course i pretend to to I, I semi pretend to grab her tits you know and look into the camera like look at me getting away with something oh i'm gonna be a fucking senator like yeah like, i have to in my head it's not remember that i had the order of events wrong because if, if the order yeah, of events the flipped the other way if that was his opening move then he doesn't know all that then he's just being a dumbass comedian but yeah, being a creep. yeah, well, creep. That's that's fair, creep. But given that he's already been rejected and now he's doing it when she's unconscious, it, it, it makes it way creepier. Yeah. But when you equate that to like Weinstein, for example, and like when you see an article that's like, oh, Franken and Weinstein and Moore and 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 Stallone or whoever it is and CK, like. My point was that they do group them all together and pretend that they're all the same thing when they don't differentiate why the was, way they should. Why was Weinstein's particularly egregious? Uh, because it's, it's been going on for because decades he raped, and decades. Because he raped some women. He oh, forcibly did he? penetrated yeah. women oh. and he like like he'd like hold them down with his body weight and like go down on them or he would uh, you know, he's abusing his power. He would have these things set up. Where like he'd have a third party lie and be like, yeah, yeah, come to the room, I'll be there too, it's all fine. And then the women would show up, and that third party has been, is not there. And yeah. then he's there in his bathrobe, like it's a whole premeditated setup. And it seems like he's like a spider it's weaving like a the same web over and over again. You see it repeated, just like Thanks. Cosby. Yeah, because like, in my head, like I know the one that he got recorded on, it was a lot like the Louis C.K. thing. Like he was almost begging her to just be in the room while he jerked off like the, the, to me they were pretty parallel oh like i mean there was a, a huge gamut of things that, yeah. that ran the weinstein thing like of all of the accusations that have come out the only one that when i've read more i've kind of been like i don't know about this one this doesn't seem as big a deal as people are making it is the louis ck one like hmm. after you read that i didn't do this in front of anyone who i didn't ask it's like well then are we just mad at you for being a creep now? Like be like having a creepy fetish? Because like, if you me did the... ask all these ladies, then I don't see a problem with it. Like the if Al Franken asked, one read they like were that okay to me. It. it was like, first of all, like there's a picture oh, of no, him groping her she's boobs. Asleep. There's a picture of her groping the boobs. And then well, she's wearing a bulletproof vest. It's not the quite kind of groping that I pictured uh, before I looked into it. And then the other one was apparently he kissed her during the uh, rehearsal. And Franken is like, I don't remember it like she did. You know, like like, like she's not telling the truth there. And th here's a tough thing, right? Now they're did coming. Did he say that? I thought he admitted to all of it. No, and said, did. I apologize. He said that he doesn't. I mean, I can get the exact. I think I have it on my screen. Um, I mean, if, if you were asleep, Woody, in jeans, and some guy took a picture of himself giving a creepy ass smile into the camera with his hand lightly grabbing your junk enough to not wake you up, and then you saw that picture later, would you be like, ha, ha, what a gaff? Like Jackie wouldn't. Jackie would not be happy about no, that. That gentleman be like, groping, groping uh, that Johnson. I just. Uh, I had. Go uh, on. No, you go for it. No, go ahead, okay. Bubblegum. So I, I once was at this party. It was pretty recent. Um, this was uh, Gamescom 2017. I'd say three months ago, and um, I, 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 I'm like you know just drinking, partying with a bunch of people, having a lot of fun. And this one guy comes over, right? Uh, who I haven't seen in two years. And um, we start talking and stuff. And he just full-on grabs my dick. 
Uh, and I'm obviously, you know, like not having it. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I have a girlfriend with me. So I just straight up told this guy, listen, uh, you know, it's totally fine if, if, if you do this with your boyfriend or your partner or shit, but I'm not your partner. So either we're going to have a conversation right now or you're going to get the fuck out of here, right? But by right? the time this sentence is over, your hand better be off of this car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then he kept continuing and he was like, he's like, oh, this, oh, that, and uh, touched my butt and shit. And then I, I just told him straight up, listen, do it again and, and you know, we're, we're, we're going at we're, it. We're um, throwing down. But, but, that, but that stopped him. But that's like, that's like me. I'm like six foot one, right? Uh, but I can definitely imagine if a guy does that to a girl, it's it definitely a lot worse, especially if, you know, yeah, it's much that scarier. person's in power. Exactly. So yeah. Taylor, I looked it up. He says, well, I don't remember the rehearsal for this skit as she does. I understand why we need to listen to and believe women's experiences, which was tying into what I was thinking. Like, normally, I, I want some kind of proof, right? Like, I, I, It's funny he said, I don't remember it the way she did instead of that didn't happen. Well, if you read the th full context, the whole thing is like supporting her. Like he's being as gentle as he possibly can with her. Like coming from the world of comedy, I've written a lot of jokes that now we that thought were caught. funner, but later were offensive. The intentions behind my actions aren't the point. It's the impact these jokes have on others that matter. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to come to terms with that. I don't remember the rehearsal like she does, but I understand why we need to believe their experiences. The truth is what we might think of as light, when, while people might think of me in the light is far less important than what people think of the women who continue to come forward and tell these stories. It goes on, but the whole thing just like nonstop supports women. Um, well, I mean, but they all Kyle, do did that. you want to talk about They're, something else? I'm caught. No, thing. I was just having a, a finger fight. Okay. A finger fight? Yeah, yeah. I just imagine each one is like some sort of scorpion thing and they're, they're fighting each other. I, uh, I wanted to hear about Stallone, you, though. I wanted oh, to Stallone. <laughs> uh, yes. So Stallone is uh, so much worse than any of the other ones that have come out. Apparently he, I read very briefly this afternoon when it came out, apparently he and his bodyguard, uh, like 30 years ago when he was 40, uh, they basically like forced themselves, or he was having sex with, with a young girl, not underage, I don't believe, and then his bodyguard came in and he made her blow his bodyguard and then made her be okay kind of with uh, fucking both of them at the same time and then she just left and and it, nothing ever well, came how out how did he make but her do all this i was just gonna say here's the thing at the time was she okay with it and then did she afterwards regretted it like those are I, yeah there's I a lot know, of right? jedi because, mind control in this right? story and, and that that's oh, where no, I was... no, no, no. sorry i apologize a six mm. uh, apparently a 16 year old girl oh that changes uh, a lot the daily mail <laughs> accuses uh, a police report obtained by the daily mail accuses Syl sylvester stallone of forcing a 16 year old girl into a sex act with him and his bodyguard at a las vegas hotel in 1986 uh stallone has denied the allegations i had to wait for the page so, so first of all they're <laughs> allegations right and then second of all uh, you know what? 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 What was his age back then? Forty or something? That's yeah, thirty-one 40. years ago. Right. So that's uh, that. That. That's that's. I, but then, I, how did you, they get a sixteen-year-old in there? First I of all, know. yeah. What does a sixteen-year-old do? It's an allegation he denies. Trump's been accused, and he was sued, but and they dropped the suit four days before the election of raping a thirteen-year-old girl. Because mm -hmm. no one ever came forward because it was made up. That. And that's not yeah. how I saw it. No, it was Gloria Allred who was doing it, right? Yeah. 
But then her daughter, I was just reading right? it out today, and that's not what yeah, it, it says. Is that's the yeah, deal? That, that wasn't true. The the no. thirteen year old thing didn't happen. Like right they now, said, this this person's going to come forward, and then they dropped it, and no one ever came forward because it was, it was a, it got, that one was a hit job. I my believe. point on that was, you know, we have to kind of be careful about these allegations. You know, if the other guy says it's not true, then like. Look, we don't know if it's true or not. It's only now if the other guy says, "Hey, that wasn't my customary behavior," and I typically ask their mom if I could date these children, then that's different. <laughs> yeah, this Roy Moore guy, I I can't help but feel that he's definitely, definitely guilty. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm even getting caught up in it too. Like what what Queb was saying about like we got to remember it's just an allegation, and what you were saying, Woody, we got to remember it's just an allegation. Like this culture of it now. Now every time I even see a name getting dropped, like I find myself almost skipping. The allegation phase sometimes exactly, where I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, fucking Stallone, right. no, another offender. Yeah, and, and such um, an avalanche. You can on top of that, that, like, I'm, I'm, it's, it feels like the, the boundaries between real sexual assault and just a date gone wrong is like it's getting closer and closer because closer. I, now I'm thinking back when I was, you know, a little kid going on my first date and I would try to make a move on a girl and I would go in for it and she would say no. Right. I'm like, is am I doing it too now? Right. Um, and then yeah, it, only it feels like you. I have it's, verbally it's going from- given my wife standing orders that it's OK to fuck me, even if I'm unconscious. Just hop on. Same here. <laughs> so I've removed all ambiguity. <laughs> but she is female, and so she doesn't have to worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but, but I heard another thing about Stallone, like a thing that he was into. I remember I think I heard it on Opie and Anthony. Uh, they said that he liked to. Uh, uh, get under a glass table, like a glass coffee table, and then have the woman shit on top of the glass table and, and like watch the watch her poop oh, on know, top man. of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's his thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, what he the does old the glass bottom boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect name for it. <laughs> the glass bottom loaf. That yeah. sounds <laughs> awful. That sounds oh, awful. Cool. <laughs> like, like, like and it's somehow, I guess it's not as bad as her shitting on his face, but it's somehow a little weirder, right? That he in, that he includes the like like oh, we got a was that room got a glass table in it? Oh, well, that is. <laughs> Adrian, where's my other coffee table? <laughs> he's just got. He's always buying new coffee tables because he's ruining them. There's just there's just shit stained I mean, glass in the dumpster. Right yeah, no, you can reuse the coffee tables. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, Woody knows. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, spray it with Pam first. Uh, <laughs> it helps because I can tell if they're traps. The kind of women I'm attracted to, you never know. You know, I was about <laughs> to very say, passionate about gastrointestinal health. <laughs> <laughs> How often about, do you poop every day? <laughs> I was about to say, like, fiber. <laughs> like why, are, why aren't these men just getting prostitutes? That's where I always go. It's like, why aren't they just getting prostitutes? But then I just remembered Charlie Sheen getting called out when he was involved with Heidi Fleiss and her whole prostitution thing. He had paid $50,000 over the course of two years for, like, many prostitutes that he was fucking and like all that comes out and you know like standards would that be praised like it would almost be like what all charlie sheen sex is consensual and paid for if the checks didn't bounce i'm okay with this no no they would say 
Those girls, they didn't choose to be prostitutes. He's taking advantage of people who were forced into a situation. And that's like, I don't agree with that, obviously. I think that Man, if you want to be a prostitute, you should be free to be a prostitute. But yeah, I, that's no one chose to be a McDonald's be, employee either. That was not their hope and dream. <laughs> but you but still I take advantage of them every Big, Big Mac. Mac right? <laughs> I don't actually go there. But. And they have <laughs> more money than a McDonald's employee. Way more, those mm. prostitutes. They Especially should make prostitution legal. Sandwich, man. Kyle is breaking Taylor out. and I have been doing a bit of research lately into the into the costs of prostitution in, uh, in Vegas, or maybe I've been doing more than he has, and uh, it, it's rather affordable. I read this whole like eight page article on like the ins and outs of how to like, like make the thing happen, and like there's different kinds of prostitutes, right? There are girls who are like out on their own. Um, there's like a uh, there's a there's like an operator type fee where like just to get the girl to show up if you're calling an escort service and just to be clear an escort serve in within the city limits of Vegas prostitution is illegal but escort services are legal everywhere like, like there's one in all of our cities and states and basically you pay for a date with the woman mm. and you tip her for that and the sex is consensual but sex is rather implied in all these situations you just have to be careful how you and this article like lays it out like keywords that you don't want to say keywords that you do want to say. What are say some good sort of, keywords, Kyle? This is interesting. I don't I don't have it off the top of my head, but, but do you, uh, just, just one or two. Do you have a glass table in the hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> you want a glass bottom boat? Um, but basically, like, you know, you end up paying like a $200 fee just instantly just for her to show up. And mm -hmm. like they were talking about the percentage of that that goes back to the operator who hooked the whole thing up, basically a pimp. And, yeah. uh, and and it was really interesting to read through the thing. It's not that expensive. But to how get much these, and I, more is it? You said there was a tip involved, right? Yeah, the tip is what you're paying for the sex. And like for a blowjob, it depends on the girl. It so depends on the girl mm -hmm. because like you can literally get a porn star that whose name everyone here would know, and it's going to cost you like a thousand dollars an hour. Fuck that. Or you can get like some random chick who's maybe like a six and a half out of ten. For like two hundred dollars an hour or something like that, right? <laughs> you know, and, and it also depends Bang on it like on a the, budget. Yeah. It, it depends on like what sex acts you want to get. There's so, half and there, there's something they could refer to as half and half, which is like she goes down on you for a while and then you fuck her. You know, that's the most popular. Uh, uh, what about menu what item. about shitting on a glass table? Now that is extra. That's called, called the glass half full. Yeah, <laughs> pass. Gonna have to pass, guys. And, and you know, there's all those abbreviations on the girls' profiles where, where they, you know, they, you, you find out if they're into role play or fetish or, or S and M or bondage or like like all the different things that they are into. Um, there were some remarkably attractive prostitutes. Is uh, Backpages.net still the place to go to? Uh, it was Backpage.com, and they oh. really cracked down on that. I want to say about two years ago, like they took the adult services thing right out. So now you have to go to the dating part, where it's you know women for men. But but of course it's inundated with police. Um, I remember one time we were in Kentucky, and we had I've told most of the story before but it's been years and we, we're it was staying in a motel you know where it's ground floor and there's just rooms connected and the neighbors down the way were being really fucking loud and just obnoxious and like ruining our our, our good time and on a lark my friend ordered them a prostitute he he calls one of these back page girls and is like yeah yeah i want this and that and i'll pay and i'm in room 125 just come on down a prostitute didn't show up the police showed up. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> you know, so, so speaking of that, 
I actually had that happen to me where a fan uh, obviously found my address and uh, ordered one, which then came to my house and I was freaking out. Uh, so the, the prank <laughs> call is on YouTube and you can find it. Um, and obviously my reaction, because I was daily vlogging that day, is also on YouTube. Legit happened. No joke. Was it just a la the lady who showed up? Uh, I'm pretty sure there was it like a car around around the corner, like the. Oh, did you see any pickup? Uh, yes, the but pimp it was, was pretty around dark. The like a, yeah, yeah. the you know the 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 driver or whatever. Daddy. So uh, yep, that that happened. Uh, <laughs> did you bang her? Yeah, one to ten. <laughs> what she look like? How much no, I was. Well, I was, I was saying I don't enjoy things I like drug like, and free sex, and so we fuck and do drug. <laughs> 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 What'd she look like? I didn't even open the door. I put oh. it on the on the on the little thing, but it was dark, rainy, and I just said, "I'm I'm so sorry, but this wasn't me. Gonna have to send you away." Hmm. Yep. That sucks. I mean, but yep. it's also Down pretty funny because you didn't get beat boat. up. I got like a viral video out of it, so I'm all good. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so that's fine. But oh, I was ready. I, um, that, Ice now? Poseidon has a video, uh, like like live on. T I want to say it was Twitch, um, but but I'm not. You can't tell. It's just a streaming chat of you know ten thousand people, and the and the comments are going so fast you can't read them. He orders a prostitute to his hotel room. Camera's sitting in the corner, and an enormous black woman shows up, about two hundred twenty-five pounds, like five foot six, and he has her do all these weird things to him that are like not really sexual. He's like, I, I want a massage. I want you to rub lotion in, but I'm gonna leave my shirt on. <laughs> and so she's just rubbing the lotion into his shirt on his back and then like he she duct tapes him up like his mouth and maybe his hands too and starts spanking him while like cursing at him through a loudspeaker like stuff <laughs> like that and all the while there's thousands of people watching this go down it's a hilarious clip and and you know he's he's got her face blurred out and everything but she's a big lady and I want to get know. him on painkiller already I wonder <laughs> if he'd be interested I, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of his shit lately because I wanted to figure out what, what the hate is about. You know, mm -hmm. I've talked to Chiz about yeah. this a lot privately. It's just, a, it's just a fan base. It's I'm just sure. he, it's that he has purely... sort of a... Yeah, it, it, it's that he's kind of... I saw him do a thing the other day where he's got three fans out on the sidewalk in L.A. and they're competing for $1,000 and doing these competitions. And the first competition, there's a bucket um, sort of a rectangular bucket about yay deep, you know, 16 inches deep. And he fills it up with water, green food coloring, a bag of something called like sh liquid shit or something. It's like uh, the stuff that, that, that smells putrid and, and oh, you can't stand it. Oh, I smelled it. that. It's awful. Then he, then he throws a gigantic blue crab in there, like as big as my face this crab is, you know, with the pincers and everything. And he dumps maybe 20 golf balls in there too. And he's like, all right. You've got a minute to go bobbing for golf balls. Whoever gets the most wins this competition. And these guys are in their underwear. And I noticed right away, these guys are covered in welts from a paintball gun because they must have done some kind of competition <laughs> earlier where yeah, the they just... The previous challenge didn't make the cut. <laughs> they just shot the shit out of... Like, on the guy's okay, back. I wasn't recording. <laughs> it, 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 they're the worst welts I've ever seen, and I've seen awful welts on this guy's back. So they're bobbing for these things, and their faces are soaked green, and it's thick. Like, it's sort of viscous. It's not just, like, water. And and the first guy gets, like, 14 golf balls, and the next guy's, like, 16. And then the next guy, like, he can't even fucking do it. He gets, like, one. Hmm. Then the next competition, he's got Carolina Reaper Peppers. And oh, no. they've gathered a crowd of people now because you can see, like, what where the street are is and everything. 
there's maybe 15, 20 people like <clears throat> cheering them on. These guys are in their underwear, like nothing else. And they're wearing weird underwear. Like it's like an American flag bikini and shit like that. One guy's traveled up from San Francisco to L.A. to do this called Hobo or Bobo or something. Like he, he didn't have any front teeth, so I, Hobo might have worked. Hobo might, hmm. yeah. The competition is they all eat a Carolina Reaper pepper, and the first one to drink the, the milk loses. But every, like, three or four minutes, they eat another one. And so they, they each eat, like, four peppers, and it's, the timer's still going. They're at, like, 12 minutes. So he pepper sprays them all. He pepper sprays <laughs> all of them what? in the face. Right there on the sidewalk. He's like, all right, everybody, look out. We don't want, you don't want to get any of this pepper spray. Gives them all pepper sprays. Like, all right, some more time goes by. They're at like 15, 16 minutes. All right, now you eat a pepper and you get pepper sprayed. Like, like at the same time. And it ends up like, like it goes for so With long. Three they, dead gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> they've eaten right. so many. The, the last two guys eat so many peppers and get pepper sprayed like three times each. He's like, all right, all right, all right, fuck. Each of you get a thousand dollars, all right? And you know the, the chat goes wild. They love this shit. It's it's an entertaining fucking show. M meanwhile, my let's play videos on child friendly <laughs> games get censored by YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should know not be so naughty, Queb. I know, right? I I once was at as uh, at his house, uh, Ice Beside, and I got some great stories, but I cannot tell them on stream. Yeah, um, but I the, look forward but the to only. After. Oh, I can, I can tell them after. But the only thing I can say is that um, I walked into his toilet and it was disgusting. Oh. There was uh, <laughs> The funny thing was, okay, really quickly, paint the picture. And with my girlfriend and a lot of her friends, we're talking four girls. And uh, we all go to Ice Poseidon's place. And I'm like looking around, you know, cool place. And then I walk to the toilet. And I'm like, this guy has no game. He invites five, five, uh, five girls over, and he doesn't even clean his toilet. Um, Those are just shit in there, not like floating, but just yeah. Know, I, I have the, I have, I took one picture on my phone, and I was like, <laughs> oh, it was so no. bad it was worthy of a picture. <laughs> yeah, but it was like the poop stains on the toilet. Like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, let me see if I can find a picture. But that's oh all God. I can that's all I can say on on on, on stream, of course. That's well, funny. I think he'd be fun to have on. I wonder like I I too am curious I about it. I try to find his stream. I've literally never found it. Like I go I only see the highlights. Well, he's banned from Twitch. So where is he now? Um it, I I want to say YouTube, show, YouTube like gaming. It. I think he does YouTube or YouTube yeah, and, and there's another stream, and I've seen him on Chatterbait, of course, with that porn star. But but the best thing to do, like what what I usually do, is just find the YouTube videos of the things he's done. Because if you just watch his live stream, I've done that before. You know, he goes out to dinner with his girlfriend. They sit there and chat. It's it's entertaining, I guess. But it's just a vlog. He You're puts a GoPro on his head. He puts I, a I've GoPro seen on him his walk head. with it on. Yeah. Yeah, and and just finds people. You know, all right. I, I was just gonna quickly say I kind of admire that. Right? There was a period I did vlogs for like I did 140 vlogs or something last year and as a viewer I really like the interactions with other people I really like you know seeing I, heck even if they just walk by and look at the vlogger like they're weirdos I think that's interesting right yeah um, I watch Tucker God a lot he has paramotor videos but I really really like it when he lands and people ask him questions or they're amazed and, and like it, it adds a lot the human interaction as opposed to just a guy talking to you as a vlogger though I hate doing that. I feel weird. I feel awkward. And I, it, it, as a viewer, it's like, dude, just get over that. This is what you do. I want to see you do it. But uh, sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm bad. Gwen, uh, do you yeah. get that? I found the picture. I found the picture. 
Sorry. Sorry uh, to interrupt. All right, go ahead, but... no, no. Okay, I can show it right over here, but damn it, I need to send it. How do, how do you send it on Skype? Just drag it to the Skype. Yeah, it's drag it. Horrible. It's the a new, the new Skype app. Uh, one Just second. drag it to where you would type. One thing that I, I found that like doing the FPS Russia character always made me feel much less awkward. About Wait, your FPS Russia? Indeed. <laughs> um, like, like when uh, I remember we we took that keg that we had shot up with machine guns back mm -hmm. to the liquor store and like pretended like it was a, a faulty keg. It had just <laughs> exploded. And, like uh, we tried to tap, we tried to tap it and, and it exploded. Look at this holes everywhere. And and these ditzy like girls at the liquor store were like, really? I, I don't know about that. And like, you know, I've got a fucking cameraman with me, you know, walking <laughs> around with a stabilizer and a full like boom mic and everything. And like something about having the, the legitimate cameraman and not like a goofy GoPro on my head and mm -hmm. also being in character, like feel no shame or awkwardness whatsoever. Whereas if I just went in there, and I was like, yeah, you, you know, with a, it, if it was the if it was what I did, I, I could definitely see feeling awkward. All right, let's look at this gross toilet. I'm almost had. Ah, oh, yeah, that's pretty gross. And it's 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 on a part of the toilet where you have to have explosive diarrhea to even get it there. <laughs> like there's no, like like that's not where the shit stains would be with a normal bowel movement. They're they're on the front rim rather Does than. Does ice Poseidon eat any fiber? <laughs> oh, <laughs> purely no, fiber. Probably lactose intolerant. I mean, he like he just goes in there and he paints that bowl every <laughs> single time. <laughs> oh God, that, well, that's not as bad as I was imagining because I was picturing like a gas station. Dude, that, that's toilet. pretty bad if you have girls over. It's, like it's you well, always need to make sure your bathroom is spotless and look the, at that trash, the trash can. can is empty. Yeah, right? That trash yeah. can is disgusting. All right, let me tell everyone about Casper mattresses because they are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. You spend one-third of your life sleeping at least, so you should be comfortable. Casper combines supportive memory foams to, cre to create an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. With over 20,000 reviews and an average 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. They have free shipping and returns from the, uh, to the United States and Canada. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Uh, if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. No hassle returns. If you're not completely satisfied, delivered right to your door in a small how-they-do-that-sized box. Designed, developed, and assembled in the United States of America. Start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com PKA and using code PKA at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash PKA, promo code PKA at checkout for $50 toward any mattress purchase. Uh, I love my Casper mattress. I um, I, I really overslept today. Uh, I slept long into the day, an embarrassingly amount, uh, an embarrassing How amount long? of sleep. I, I'd rather not say. Uh, an embarrassing <laughs> amount Did you of wake sleep. up for yes. PKA? I did wake up for <laughs> um, in, in my defense, like I've been, I, my sleep schedule is just, Fucked. I went to I went to sleep at nine a.m. Are you gaming? Okay. What no. Are you doing on? Oh, okay. No. It's. It, I'm just. I'm work. What What it is is like. A, I'm getting up early. Uh. Like the. It's this weird rotating flippy schedule where like, yesterday I had to get up early to do stuff, but I had only gotten like three hours of sleep the night before because of my fucked up sl uh, sleep schedule. And so I tried to stay awake long enough that I could fix the sleep schedule. And I thought 10 p.m. would be good. So mm, 10 p.m. comes around. I've done this. And I go to bed. 
and I wake up at 3 a.m. I was going to say 3. three. At, at like five hours seems like plenty. Of, and I'm like, shit, I'm up. And in my head, I'm like, well, either I'll fall, I'll get sleepy again in a couple hours or maybe I can just wake up at three like I'm some sort of coal miner or something <laughs> like that and just, just go through it. But no, six hours later at, at 9 a.m., I'm getting really drowsy. And, and so I have a cup of coffee and that just doesn't help. And then I end up going to sleep at like 8 or 9 a.m., 10 a.m., something like that. I'm not really positive. And I slept today until 5, something like that. Just an embarrassing sleep schedule. I'm hoping to repair it tonight. But with PKA, there's just no way. There's just no way. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible to have a normal sleep schedule when you do PKA. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it, <laughs> you know, I, I, that, I am – back when Wings was on the show – he used to sleep through PKA, and his his excuse was PKA had me up till midnight a week ago, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I I didn't tolerate that excuse well because like no. you're 25 <laughs> years old you stay because we, we used were to, all and we used to do the show on Friday we were all night doing it. yeah and it's like how at 25 can staying up till midnight on a Friday night like ruin your sleep schedule for a week and wouldn't it Adjust your sleep schedule in such a way that you make PKA, not sleep yeah, too much. Right. If, if anything, that oh, go ahead, Club. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, it shows the uh, you know how how dedicated some dedicated somebody is. Um, you know, me and my friends, we record uh, three, four times a week mm-hmm. at nine a.m. Uh, uh, at, at the earliest. So even if I go partying the night before, like. The night before, I, I will be there at 9 a.m. Else I'll, I'll get roasted by these guys, which, you know, <laughs> isn't good. And on top of that, I won't have any videos because they will just record without me, which pretty much yeah. means I won't be getting paid. Yeah. I need to catch up with work and stuff like that. And then obviously sometimes, uh, uh, I, you know, somebody sleeps in for a bit too long, which is for, you know, you can forget about it because it because you have uh, like 150 recordings in a month or whatever. I, right. I, mm-hmm. I have never, I have never let a for sleep schedule or lack of sleep like put me in a situation where like my friends or comrades or whatever are going to be able to mock me relentlessly or make fun of me for not showing up. Like I remember when, I was here ten minutes before the show, like ready to go. My ad reads all assembled and everything. I was here. You were, you know, I went, true. I yeah. went and like bought all these only ten Starbucks minutes before. I was here an I was, hour before, so I was ready <laughs> to go. Get ready, but okay. like. I remember when I was going to do that stream with Filthy like uh, two years ago or something like that. I was going to get to play Filthy Robot at Civ in front of his uh, his stream. I was really excited about that. I couldn't go to sleep the night before because I'm thinking <laughs> of strategies and stuff. And I'm watching I'm watching his tutorials to try to think, how, you know, really get down how he plays and stuff because I really wanted to beat him. And like I only got maybe three hours of sleep and he starts streaming at like 9 a.m. It's like, oh. Well, I'm up. I got to get up at 8 a.m., get my shower, get my coffee in me, like pop an Adderall or something. I got to be in go mode because we ended up playing 12 hours or something like that. It was like a 12 fucking hour game straight because it was an endurance fucking race. So, like, you know, I I never bought that excuse that when and when he'd sleep through shows and stuff. And like there was that one show where we were like, yeah, um, Wings is dead. He uh, he was he was staining his desk in his garage. <laughs> he succumbed to the fumes. <laughs> and they they found him at 3 p.m. today Eastern time, and uh, I, I don't know what to say. He's gone. He's gone. 
and like the, the viewers were buying it you know the ones who don't skip ahead and it was that one guy made that video like that like, video Bamona. was amazing oh, no. oh but i don't i'm not familiar with this he Explain. basically made a video of himself mourning wing's death and uh at one in point in a sarcastic way or a real yes. way yes sarcastic. but he stays in character pretty well Do, yes. it's like three minutes do you want to find it i'm looking all right where's chiz when you need him yeah chiz the fuck man out gets pussy. <laughs> is that right i i i'm just he probably overslept yeah, uh, no he's no probably because, still napping Nah, he uh he, he sent us all of our uh, relevant information and let us know he wasn't going to be here tonight I'm, I'm sure he's up to something out there we we were we were talking about doing the the prostitute thing out in vegas and doing that trip and chiz was like you guys get all the hoes you want I'm going to get a male prostitute and make him play Magic the Gathering with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a better... I, I, I'm oh. I'm, I kind of want to do this now. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, play, like, teams, and it's, like, the three of us versus, like, uh, 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 like three Chippendales guys in, like, G-strings or whatever. Like, like no, we do. No, what we do, Kyle, is we have a two-headed giant round-robin tournament with me, you, and Chiz. And we all have to pick what we think. We'll look through the male prostitutes and find – I don't know about you. I'm going to be looking for who I think is the nerdiest looking, the most likely to have played magic. And then the we have got to the play. Clark Kent cosplay with exactly. the glasses. Yeah, it, like if he's like has suspenders um, on or something, fucking like, that's my dude. I found bring, it. Bring Ted over here. It's three minutes long. And then we long. all play. Do we want to watch yeah, it? Yeah, let's watch it. it it's kind of silly. All right. So, uh, yeah, start at zero. Oh, nice. It starts with me talking about him being dead. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ready, set, play. Um, I don't know how to do this. Uh, hey there, guys. It's Painkiller already. Episode 134. And um, we've got some bad news. It's, uh, it's Saturday morning. And uh, that we usually don't record these in the morning. But we, we just got the news. And so we thought we'd record this now. Um, Wings of Redemption passed away uh, sometime in the night last night. And I found out about Wings. I, um, I didn't know what to do. I was lost. I was lost. I was bewildered. It's just one of those guys where... Looking into the distance, sad. <laughs> He's so funny. I like his jacket. Looks kind of like yours. A little. He's got a bigger collar. I like his regime. Uh, the fumes got the best of him and he lost consciousness. And they're telling us that he just didn't wake up. Uh, he was 27 years old and uh, he's been with us every step of the way for the last three years. I, I don't know what to say. And to be honest, I still haven't fully recovered. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might just have to force myself to get over it, or at least try. I miss your wings. <laughs> the only thing that comforts me now is the beauty of nature. I like to think that there's a piece of wings. Really liking it, Jack. I remember one time when he said a famous quote. It was it's an Armani jacket. Don't put the pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can all 
learn from this. <laughs> I took it so far. I did, in fact, attempt suicide. <laughs> I was unsuccessful. Uh, he looks around bewildered, like, nope, didn't work. Not quite. But I took that as a sign. <laughs> I took that as a sign. I shouldn't have lived from that. I shouldn't have lived. And I hope <laughs> I can do things proud. Yeah. Truth is this. Holy smokes! Yeah, that was that a good, was good, good on that guy. He did a good job with that. I, 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 I like that a lot. Yeah, I hadn't seen that in years. Well, that's funny. I forgot about the Wings is Dead thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it all happened because he overslept the show. So we pretended yep. he died. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Wings is getting a lot of attention recently. Is he? Oh, stop. Uh, well, I've heard he's doing very well on Twitch. He is. Uh, yeah, that's so... That's <laughs> Wings made a video, I want to say like two weeks ago, and it was about shotgun tactics. And of course, there's a new COD that just dropped, so COD people are, are in their peak right now. And he crushed it with the video. You know, he talked about ambush, and it looked like he came with a bunch of like non-COD related research that he had done. He prepared, and, and he made a good video, and the comments on it were overwhelmingly positive. I'm not sure, but in my head, that ties into his live streams, and he's He's live streaming at times that like the real kings of COD, like Clayster or whatever, are not live streaming. So oftentimes he's the number one guy. Like he, he's the he's, you go to Call of Duty and Wings is there is the top most viewed choice, and that's like 1,100, 1,500 people, which is not like you know syndicate numbers, but it's not nothing. That's right. Yeah, you make you make a living doing that. Well, that's good for him. I'm good to hear, glad to hear it. So, uh. <laughs> But he's been having a hard time lately, too. Like, if you play pubs, especially in COD, uh, people are going to fuck with you. That's, like, the nature of playing pubs with COD. And Wings was never wired to really handle that well. And he's been going wild and breaking into... He's got really upset and the whole nine yards. What's he doing? You, you're going to sit here and pretend. You, stop it. I don't want to pretend. Yes. Yeah, no, fuck you. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and act like the, I'm the only just, guy who's seen this. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone here has, well, at least I know Kyle's seen all the videos. So yeah, I guess I you have no him. opinion since you make believe didn't see this. Where, what are well, we doing thought, with this? I thought it was better for the show if you like explained to me. No, and, and then you I put was, me out I, there I by myself. And I was sort of sitting in for the audience while you well, explained to Well, both of you explained it to me, on. because I genuinely haven't seen them. Yeah, so he's <laughs> been freaking... Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's smashing controllers and stuff, and uh, I keep getting linked videos of him smashing controllers over, you know, gameplay stuff. He's done that stuff. forever, though. Yeah, but it's... You know, he's smashing controllers, like, like four or five of... Maybe the same controller, but he smashes it multiple times. And then today, somebody linked me a clip of him... It, I think the title of it is Wings Has an Emotional Breakdown or something like that. And it's, it's, it's hard to watch. Is it a real emotional breakdown, or is it like a Twitch uh, hamming it up kind of breakdown? It. Now, there's a question that's hard to answer. 
Kyle, you think he's hamming it up? Because I, I, I thought it was hey, real. It looks real to me. Yeah. I, I think I can find it on the subreddit. It won't take too long. Some guy linked four clips, but the fourth one is the whopper of it all. I'm hunting for you. I found it already. And this was all during uh, a COD World War II stream? Yeah, so World War II is the new COD. I think probably most people know that. And if you go to that link, you'll see the four clips. Do we want to watch um, yes. all four? They're all like 30 seconds. They're only the best ones. Oh, well, they're all like 30 seconds, and the best one is the fourth. Well, the most extreme let's, one. Let's watch all of them. Okay, there we go. Um, I'm ready to start charming frozen I know tofu more cowbell anytime. Everybody wants to watch them, but everybody's scared to say it. So I don't I'll be, have... I'll be, I'll be the person. You'll be the guy. So right. you need to scroll. I, I'm just guessing here. I don't see it right away. Do I need to scroll down to nerdgasms? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was a direct yeah. link I gave you. Maybe I made a mistake. No, it, it, it links to the thread for me. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. You just don't know how to use Reddit, do you? Uh, You're I, not a well, real redditor. No, Kyle knows so many just deviant corners of Reddit. He knows <laughs> yeah, right. All right, are yeah. we gonna are we are we queued up on the, the first cowbell one, right? one? Yeah, I, I'm ready. The on cowbell now. one. Yes. Ready, set, play. Look here! Look here! Look! Listen! Appearing offline does not fucking stop it. So stop giving fucking advice you know nothing about. Oh, I haven't seen this. You haven't? Not this one in particular. I thought I'd seen them all. That's it, actually. Wow, that was anger. Yeah, dude, let's keep going. Here's the What's second real, one. Though? Yogurt giggle. Okay. All right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> can you, can you, can this you guy's please gonna fuck stop, with him. dude? Honestly, can you either. stop, Kudzo? Oh, so the guy's standing in front of Wings. Just jumping why are you down, doing shooting. this to me? Real, real yeah. talk, why? And Wings' play style is susceptible to being messed with like that, right? Like, like you oh, can't yeah. do that to Sandy Ravage because he just runs around and shoots everyone. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, Jesus. The controller took a bath. Oh, man, he's over there on the wall. I, I honestly hadn't seen this one. He's, he's over against the wall. He, he's very upset. Very upset. I used to get upset when people DDoSed me, which I Is guess I knew it led to more. He's very upset. Yeah. I don't know if he's literally crying. I guess I knew it just lead, led to me being an even more fun DDoS target, but I wasn't able to fully resist it. Number three. All right. How I can get. In... All right. Yep. Ready, set, play. How I can get in contact with these guys, I would really like to know because, like, I'm seriously considering. Um, suing them because at this point they're going to follow me around when I stream and they're affecting my business at this point honestly they're affecting my they're, they're affecting my they're affecting my ability to make money it appear offline doesn't work I'm fucking offline how I can get in contact with oh. these Maybe players. Judge Judy would have you know, something to say about it. My this. wife asked me, like, does he have a case? And he does, but what he doesn't have is damages. Like, it, I, I think that 
you can sue for damages. You know, like, like if he was a pizza store and I was standing in front of his doorway the whole time, costing him business, then you know you would have a legitimate civil suit against me. Like I think that's a thing, you, a case you could win. But I don't know what damages he can prove. Yeah, what is he gonna it's say? much harder to, he, to quantify he his damages. Well, the the the, uh, the defending party would just say clearly you're pulling great views and great attention to your brand by doing so. Uh, so there is no damages. This is more of a, a way of promoting uh, your stream, and and that's how I see it, right? Like, if I look at this, I'm like, this guy is he's either really this crazy, or he's playing it like a champ and doing this for attention, which is great, right? Because that's his that's his job. He needs to get views. Yeah, he needs you, to get, yeah. get the money. You could never you could never make this actually happen. If he were no. syndicate, if he were someone who was making tens of thousands mm -hmm. of dollars per stream or something like that, and you could show a pattern of that income coming and, in, and then suddenly there was say a DDoSer who was yeah. cutting you offline and preventing you from going yeah. from doing your stream, and say, look. I've attempted these times, like like you could show lost income, mm -hmm. and you could even pay, and at that rate of of income, you could pay a lawyer the yeah. couple hundred dollars an hour that it costs, and then maybe file a suit if you could track the person down, and 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 I don't know if it'd be a, it gets to be a state matter, so you but have then to like DDoSing is 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 like a criminal. It's a crime, anyway. crime yeah, too. right. It, so. I was gonna. I remember. I forget the details of what it was, but young Woody asked my father, like, "Could I sue over this?" And he's like, "Yeah, you could, and you could even win." But the thing is, it's gonna cost you about five to ten thousand dollars to hire an attorney to pursue this case. Best case scenario, you're breaking even on this thing. You know, yep. like it, so. You yeah. While you could sue, you, it's a waste of your time. Well, but you then on. there is a chance that this kiddo who's doing this. First of all, is a minor. Mm. Second of all, isn't even living in the U.S. Mm. Right, so you're gonna have to sue overseas, which means you expensive. most likely will have to attend court overseas, right? Because you're gonna have yeah. to testify, yada yada yada. I get a passport then. Are you guys right? ready well, for the visa? Oh. You, you need to fly there, <laughs> business class, you know. So while he's in the out. right, he's he doesn't have a good case. No. Uh, yeah. A fourth video. Well, I can. No, oh, okay. I'm ready. This video. one, I'm gonna. Try and watch it in silence because you want to hear Wings. He's the star of this video. Okay. All right. So I'm queued up at zero. Three, two, one, play. All right, guys. Um, I give up. I don't know when I'll stream again. I really need to make this fucking money. I, I really wanted to get this fucking surgery, man. I wanted it so fucking bad. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't take this shit no more, man. All I wanted to do was, like, I was fucking lonely. I wanted to just fucking stream and, and, and have a good time. Maybe have a good game. <laughs> I hate my life. So heavy. Yeah, it's really no that's pun sad. intended. Oh, <laughs> no. No. I really didn't mean that. Okay. Okay. So. Oh God! What are you... <laughs> There's so many other words you could use right there. That's the funniest thing. What do you say? <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been hitting him out of the park every week. Like a fuck, that was a grand slam. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> uh, they're throwing hats on the field. Uh, but it, it, like my, I've watched that a bunch of times now. I've watched all of these a couple of times. My emotions are all over the map. You know, like I, I dude, I'm human, right? Like I feel for him. This is a man in pain. I don't think that's fake. I, I I don't know where you guys are landing on it. I, I think that seems fake. It didn't seem fake to me, Kyle. I didn't see any tears. I didn't think, but it's it. I don't think that if he were faking a cry, it would sound like that. Mm-hmm. Web, do you think it sounds so? As a as a you know fakeness connoisseur here, um, <laughs> where's filthy when know, we need him? An expert. <laughs> I, I, I I what I think what's going on over here is that he's clearly in a tough situation. Right. Uh, looking at the first three clips, you can see he's he's angry. You know, he's 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 there. He has an issue. Right. And then at the end, he expresses what has actually been bothering bothering him this entire stream. Not the fact that somebody is like jumping in front of him or whatever, but the fact that he is, you know, not making enough money to be able to afford his real surgery. Right. And uh, I, I think. It's not as it's not the And I think it's real. It's not the surface level of someone jumping in front of him, right? He's not upset that someone disturbed his game. I think he really was lonely. And I think he was he hoping won. that he would go online and have an experience that brought him some happiness. And instead yeah. they fucked with him all night long. Or or at least part of the night. And Does that, he want that boogie surgery? I'm sorry. That's my expectation. Yeah, he didn't define the surgery, but he's been talking about different ways of getting help with his weight for a long time. So, like, sometimes, like, when you're expecting this great thing to happen, like, you know what? I'm lonely. I'm going to go. I'm going to hang out. This is my support system. And then your support system stabs you in the back. Like, that contrast is worse than going into it thinking, hey, when you live stream pubs, this is what happens. You know, like, I used to have that. People would do that to me all the time. And one of the ways I, I dealt with it is I just play against subs entirely. Like, what Wings is aspiring mm -hmm. to do is play against bad players all night, get a really high KD, and just be a star. You can't have that. That's not a thing that, like, that's not on the menu. You just don't. I don't understand why. Like, I feel like if, if he puts more effort into it, like, like I, I watch, so I watch PUBG streams, and, like, mm -hmm. when, uh, when Grimms plays to uh, prevent people from getting into his lobbies, he doesn't stream the, like, joining in portion of it so that they, they, they can't hop into his game. Like, all he's got to do is, like, press a button and like not show his gamer tag and the gamer tags he's playing against until he's in game with a full lobby and then when the game ends find a new fucking lobby it's it's right. clickety click it's like it's four extra button presses per game i don't and, think that's I, how you I do it, it i think what you do is you stream on delay right because yeah but then you, you can't really interact with the chat yeah that's right problem well right there. but so people join I, the I, game instantly right as soon yeah. as someone drops someone takes that spot and they fuck with you that's mm -hmm. how they're doing it I, I, I have a solution, though. Like, well, I've been uh, I, I streamed for quite a while. I'm kind of, kind of done now. I did it for six months, and I streamed at no delay, like 0 0.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. And I was playing PUBG, right? So first of all, what I did was I made sure my team was good. So I would play in a squad, and I would get, uh, like, you know, the best people in the, uh, in, the, in the stream on my team. Mm -hmm. So I know, okay, when I'm up against anybody... We're going to fuck this guy up, right? Um, second of all, I told these kids, you know, if you want to stream snipe me, go for it, right? But, like, 
you know, like if you want to stream snipe me, go for it. I'm up for a challenge, right? And I've had people trying to stream snipe me. And so far, I've never lost a game where I'm like, yeah, that guy 100% sure was stream sniping me, you know, where he joins the, the other team and tries to take me out. I did so that I too. Question if you're going to go ahead. So, so I, I'm guessing because I, I haven't played in a while and I don't, I don't know what the new Xbox and certainly not the PlayStation interface is like, but I'm guessing the way they're joining is like you said, they're seeing an in-game uh, user ID or PSN or, or gamer tag and then they're joining off of that person. But it seems to me that in the settings, you can change the display above enemy characters' heads to, like, almost nothing, to just the rank. And, and you could put your camera over the kill feed. Yeah, but what about the leaderboards? Because he would open it up all Well, the that's time, the right? end of the game. And don't open the leaderboard until the end, but end, until the end of the game. But that's tough. That's tough. So what I would recommend is, uh, you know, get a Discord server or tweet out that you're going to be playing. Get some people in your squad, right? Uh, you know, get a solid squad to play with and then just... But he has a harder time excelling with five good teammates. What I would suggest is let go of the excel thing. That's what I would do. I, and I, I would, mean, you I, can get I would five play, terrible teammates too. I, that doesn't help either. Uh, here's what I would do. I would just play privates with subs, right? And we'd play all night mm -hmm. long. And sometimes I led, oftentimes I didn't. You know, that was that. We'd play, we'd play hard, we'd play to win. Everyone in the game was good, but if you're any good, you'll still do fine. And sometimes we play goofy games like dodgeball or uh, bumper shields or whatever. And everyone had a great time. Everybody stream sniped, so you don't worry about stream sniping. And mm -hmm. just let go of the idea <laughs> that what you're trying to do is show off against terrible players all night. You know, he'd get pissed and, off and when people shoot down air support. Well, let that go. That's not how you play. But so even even this guy jumping in front of him and stuff, right? I, I think that wasn't too bad. What I would have done in this situation like that was I would have just gone on, you know, minded my own business, just straight up ignored the guy. Or I would have told him, oh, hey, you know, give him a little compliment and be like, oh, yeah, you, you're really good. Come and join me here in this spot, right? And then now this guy is getting the, in, the attention he clearly is looking for. And he might be like, oh. Oh shit! Like he acknowledges my existence. Maybe I should actually, you know, be. Maybe I'm his friend now, right? Instead of getting pissed off, and then they go and keep on doing the same thing to try and piss you off. Yeah. Yeah, because what people enjoy the most, like, like you see, like what gets the most rage, attention, right? Is everything we just watched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was like, if 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 he was acting this way. This would have been a great way to get attention, but then seeing the last clip, I'm like, this guy's clearly he clearly has his issues. How about this? Right? How about this? He he keeps doing everything the same way he's doing, but in the room, he needs something to take his frustrations off out on. Yeah, like, perfect. Like, like what if what if he had a mannequin back there and like every right? now and then he got up with a baseball bat and just started screaming, <laughs> beating it down? That would like be, some like yeah. Like if there was a couple of TV monitors back there or something, and he's just smashing <laughs> and, and, and TVs. Have a, have a donation. That'd be so right? awesome. Donate donate five dollars and I'll punch the mannequin. Donate ten dollars, I'll grab the baseball bat. Fifteen dollars, <laughs> I'll stab him, and twenty dollars, I'll get I'll my shoot gun. It. I'll <laughs> shoot it. He's firing live rounds <laughs> in his room. Five hundred dollar donation. You, <laughs> like, I would, I would donate your for that. Grandma across the trailer, going, like, he's yeah. penetrating, he's penetrating. <laughs> Put on your 
<laughs> I mean, if he goes for a hundred dollars, like I'd shoot him five times, I'd be like, "Here you go, it's a thousand. Good luck with that surgery." <laughs> Just scream my name when you Dude, do it. <laughs> there's a lot of ideas. I don't know if the shooting one is feasible, but these things would make him money, and people would love it. He might get banned from Twitch. No, no, but if with the baseball bat and hitting thing, you'd definitely be okay. Right, yeah. right. That, yeah. I don't know about the shooting. And, and if he puts a little disclaimer, this is not a real human being. You know, <laughs> in case people get confused, yeah. just you never know. I don't know if you guys have seen the Twitch IRL section, but that's uh, yeah. very confusing. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, am I in the wrong site? I go to Twitch IRL all the time because it's the it's an aspect oh, of yeah, Twitch yeah, that interests yeah, yeah. me. Well, the girls are always boring, super boring. Um, like I don't know why people watch them at all. I get it, right? But OT. It's well, the audience retention <laughs> I, I read online is about 15 seconds. Yeah. Really? I, I, I don't think every, anybody got that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like they come that quick. Okay. Oh, Maybe I'm old because it's several okay. minutes for me. I, no, but like I go on the, uh, I go like I go to the IRL streams and, and the girls aren't doing anything fun or interesting. They have nothing to say. They sit there kind of bored and angry and not happy, and it's like this sucks. And but what I'm really looking for is like an ice Poseidon like thing. I wanted to live stream a paramotor flight. I tried to. I spent like hours trying to get the tech sorted out. <laughs> I can't get it going. One, I don't think it'd be popular. I think that look, paramotoring is fun to do, but I don't think it's always fun to watch. And if it's not cut down, it gets even worse, you know. But uh, what about the audio? That would be really loud, wouldn't it? It's not great. Uh, I have a noise canceling microphone, and that helps somewhat. And, well, I mean, uh, with the with the thing going and the yeah. air blowing. Well, what I do f for my videos is I the turn, birds. <laughs> I turn off the prop. So. I turn off the motor, and then I talk to them, and I've got like an inch worth of like wind canceling. But uh, I was like, if I could stream this just once, it'd be kind of fun. No one else has ever streamed like flying in a butt fan mm. on Twitch. Like, yeah. you know, like as a change of pace, it might be interesting. But I don't think you can do it. Like I was like, oh, the phone's got Wi-Fi, and I can like connect, or the phone's got. LTE and then the Wi-Fi connects to the phone and I can get like yeah. that. But that like connection, you can only stream your phone, not your GoPro. It's going to take a flight around the house. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, that's what Ice, Ice can is clearly in, doing. Right? It. What the hell is Ice doing? Ice has his GoPro. I think uh, GoPro has a Wi-Fi thing. So he's streaming yeah. um, from his app. phone or, or from the GoPro to his phone. And then it goes into the app and out to, out to Twitch. Mm-hmm. I'll look again. I, think, I spent a yeah, few hours on it. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. It. Like, I tried hard. Um, uh, I wish I knew what his tech was. I know that I've got that thing where, like, to get my GoPro pointed correctly, I, I never liked the little uh, LCD screen that, like, snaps onto the back of the GoPro mm -hmm. because it seemed like just when you pull that off, you might wiggle the camera a bit. So, like, I always use the app. So I'm looking through my phone at the, where the GoPro is going, and I get it just right. And then I go from there. Oh, there's a Queb just linked to a video. There but yeah, you could totally do I that. I watched this already. And I bet you could get a, I, I don't know what your mic setup is, but a, a throat mic, you know, like is meant to go over like propellers hey. and stuff. I don't know if that's an option, but you could potentially stream while you were at full power. Yeah, and I saw this I'd watch one. That he show. carries a laptop with him, I think. You sure? Uh, Wait, he could probably. There's a laptop around? Well, I'm I know right? Ice doesn't. Okay. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll maybe in this again. video, but. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the one I saw. I saw one. He's like, here's my setup. And it involves a backpack, a laptop, and like a bunch of other mm -hmm. shit. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Yeah. I'll watch yeah. this again. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like that. And maybe like you could do something like, 
what if you were dropping water balloons onto targets? What if you had your family? What if your family were out in that field? And you were dropping water. You balloons always come on up them. with illegal ideas. Like every single illegal? one of you. Yes, you can't drop, drop things that put people or property in danger. On your water property, balloon? though, and your people. At worst, it's mild litter. No, like that's that is against the law. You always like, hey, Woody, why don't you like shoot shit from your butt family? And it, uh, like, it's illegal in Texas. What about like bow hunting from the skies? <laughs> 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 Uh, Fuck, I missed it. I'm never seeing so that arrow again. The <laughs> rule is you can't put people or property in danger, which makes shooting maybe more okay. I know that from an airplane you can't shoot. You have to have like an exemption, but from a – whatever, it's different regulations. But The um, water balloon wouldn't be cool. I know a guy who did it and got reported to the FAA for it and had to prove that he dropped them in safe places. Well, I was saying Jesus, you do it in your yard. Time. So your yard would be a safe place? You literally were trying to drop it on my family. Yeah, it's a water balloon. <laughs> no, you would set up like a target or something on the grass, not and then family. as you're doing flyovers, you would... Well, or the, like on the family, big, whatever. a big, big target. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, a big, big target. But then you'd have yeah. to like put paint in the water balloons or something so you could see it show up. That'd be neat, though. You're I right. have a paramotor topic, and I think it might sure. be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's this race called the Icarus, and um, I've mentioned it before. They go really far. Last time they went from, like, Washington to Vegas. The next one, and I'm trying to do it, goes across Africa. It goes from... Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, D.C. to Vegas or Washington State, State. like Seattle to Vegas? Uh, I think it's actually Montana or something. North Dakota. One of those. Okay. Like a, That's a big difference. D.C. to Vegas is quite a <laughs> paramotor flight. Following the Rocky Mountains down is a, is a tall ask. But um, this one... Part of Africa. Dude... Is this, is this, I, I don't know what the not scary part of Africa is. Right? I, I looked up. because the, the north and the south and the, somewhere in the east. I, I was trying to no, convince my wife no, that. No, nowhere. Her, oh, no, no. Pretty uh, much everywhere. <laughs> I was talking to my wife about it and I was like, hey, your impression of Africa is really wrong and maybe kind of racist because uh, it's not as dangerous as you think it is. And I'm looking at like pictures of Johannesburg where it starts in South mm. Africa. It turns out it's literally one of the most crime-ridden cities on the planet. Yep. Yeah. I, I looked at um I looked at like winter places to survive, uh -huh. and obviously I was thinking like south of Europe. And then somebody goes, "Yeah, you should check out like uh, South Africa because it's really cheap there." And I'm like googling stuff, and it's like, "Oh, this place comes with private security. That's great, and a big gate." And I'm like, "Let me just look up the crime numbers like in in this area." And I was I was Dude, so the flight goes from Johannesburg, South Africa, across Botswana, over Zimbabwe, and then ends in Zambia. Some of the, <laughs> you, you know, nice. there's like an they're enormous, gonna get Woody. Yeah, that, that's not a good. You know, there's like but a huge problem in South Africa of in the, air the murdering of white farmers, right? Like, I you know, that's I am not a farmer. I'm fine. <laughs> You're, but you're white running around. Like I explained to Jackie <laughs> that I was an adventurer when she met me and that flying across Africa in a lawn chair was going to happen at one point or another. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> an adventurer in what regard? Like you rode motorcycles, you played motorcycles, you know, hockey, you jumped off 10 Jumped off bridges. bridges, surfed hurricanes, you now, know. Well, the only thing right, keeping now, me granted, out of Africa was granted money. Granted, all of those things are, are above average in the, the riskiness of them. Really? But they're sort of like weekend warrior <laughs> type stuff, to, to be fair. I, I would not go to Africa and no. fly my flying machine because you are going to get kidnapped. 
They're going to kill that. you. They are going to hold you for ransom. You are going to end up in a jungle hideaway somewhere, and they First, are going yeah. to retool no. your paramotor to like just, pump water into their village. Just <laughs> take take somebody with you who carries ten thousand dollars cash at all times. So just in case you do get kidnapped, he can he can solve that straight away. So. Where is the rest of the money? But, <laughs> <laughs> you would not bring just ten thousand to Namibia. You know, it is a twenty thousand ransom at least. So oh, this is a, this is a very unfortunate day for you, Mr. Woodward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna lay it out one more time. You start in Johannesburg, South Africa. You cross into Botswana, Zimbabwe, and then you end up in Victoria Falls, Zambia. And uh, I feel like, dude, that is it's literally an adventure that makes you emotionally richer for the rest of your life. That's something. You do it. That, yeah, that's like a, like a, a circumnavigate the planet on a sailboat like kind of thing like like if you did that that's a feather in your cap that not many have done this is this is awesome this is this is something that should happen i think I'm you looking should up do less it. dangerous countries in africa yeah, let's too. see if any made the list no it's west africa uh it is ethiopia that's mm -hmm. on there burundi zimbabwe mm -hmm. zimbabwe's uh, on there Okay, yeah. well, they are number eight on this list. <laughs> uh, not let's too bad, see. right? Well, but, but why are they on there? Let's let's see. Right, uh, it might be something lame like rape, which you know, I, I uh, maybe they, they maybe be part of the adventure. Rape. They're gonna grind your white <laughs> penis down to powder to cure their AIDS. No, they'll rape him to cure their AIDS. <laughs> oh, then uh, then comes Chad. That's number seven. Then comes Nigeria. Mm -hmm. uh, then we got. I have to go to the next page. Ah, see, it's getting uh, safer. And then so, Libya, Central African Republic, uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Sudan, and Somalia. Only Man, one Somalia's of... flag is ridiculous. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> only one of the it. four countries, uh, Zimbabwe. So, uh, how long can you fly without like refueling? Two hours, or Two... call it like fifty miles. Just enough so, to rally the troops. Right. <laughs> so, so you have to like. Flying your route. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much sure go from fuel nice stop to fuel stop. Yeah. 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 And but these are not reliable aircraft. <laughs> no. And you're in a very well, you're in a notoriously unreliable continent. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing too. Like I wonder What like, if you if land the somewhere and, and they're there water. like, oh you want some, you, you you do the accents. You want some <laughs> fuel, uh, <laughs> you gotta pay for it. Yeah, oh, we need a little bit of your white blood if you are to have any of our fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Megumbe here, he has AIDS. He has raped many, many girls. It is still persist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he must suck it directly from the wrist. <laughs> so do you want the fuel or not? We are getting the blood either way. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be your fucking vlog to <laughs> as, as you know, fucking dude with a, with a rusty machete standing back there, and he's calling seven-year-old, you know, Magumbu um, uh, over here with his with his AK-47 to hold your head. Uh, I, but it's I, gonna be a cultural enriching the blast. Best Twitch IRL stream of all time when Magumbo <laughs> sucks your white blood out to cure his <laughs> HIV. And then I get banned. I, 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 very sick. <laughs> this. <laughs> but uh, all jokes aside, wouldn't this be awesome? No. no. You guys are such pussies. This is the are, coolest are, are thing in the world. Fly across Africa. Let me just say this. Next year, next year, when there's like that 10-minute YouTube video of Woody being held ca captive and holding up the the Magumbu South Africa newspaper to show that he's still alive, <laughs> like proof of life. 
they're going to be playing this segment of the show at, at first, like him calling us pussies and him coming out and saying, and then you're going to make him this? gaunt. Do you remember gone this? From, from, from living on like jungle leaves, black eye. They're over there in the background with his paramotor laughing it up, and there's like AKs pointed at him. Like, but Kyle, as it's on CNN, do you think they'll they'll be okay with the jokes and my accents? They'll they'll be fine with that, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody will nobody will raise a they raise won't a think about that. I'm sure. <laughs> Woody, isn't there a, a race across Canada? No, but that's a... <laughs> hey, you know, do you have any fuel? Oh, you got plenty. Well, there's more here if you need it, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want some flapjacks? Yeah, some maple perfect. syrup wanna... over there for you. Fly well, like uh, across Vermont or something where there's a lot of friendly people. Yeah. Online, everyone seemed to be more worried about the wildlife. They said everything wants to oh. kill you, whether it's this big or a lion or an elephant or, or a what. person. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but you got. I w look. This is my my junior safari experience. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that any animal out there would be terrified of a paramotor. Like they would. <laughs> like if you crank that thing up and room room like rev it at them, like yeah. a lion's gonna flee. Now, like, and it thing. has a range attack, right? Like, we flew, we here, flew here. drones over zebra in Texas. They acted like God had descended upon them. Mm -hmm. They they just scattered and ran for the hills. So we're all we're all afraid about you know Woody getting kidnapped and stuff, right? But what if you're flying over one of these forests, right? And all of a sudden this undiscovered tribe pops up out of the trees and sees this thing flying, <laughs> and they start going, <laughs> and they, pew 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 pew. <laughs> you're getting fucked, and you you'll be poisoned, and and it's gonna be a gruesome death. This is great, great. Then they're gonna come down. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of their you forest. You're going to come down. You're going to be the first white man they've ever seen in their lives. Like, either you're going to be a god, god. or you're going to get dinner. eaten alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're either a god or dinner. There's not. Or maybe no both. Ground. We will consume the god and take on his flying power. <laughs> like, he, is, <laughs> he flies so close to the sun, it has bleached his skin. <laughs> what is this that you wear? This is the coldest rock I have ever felt. <laughs> feeling the steel and everything. I, I wish you much luck while you fly across the most the dark continent. Step uh, one um, is to get Jackie on board. She really agrees with you guys. I don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah, <laughs> common yeah, sense. On, no, I think you should do it. It sounds like a great plan, right? I will tell her. Quibblecop approves. If you're, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it, I think you should because this would be the most interesting paramotor video. In history, One, it would be a fucking and great it video would be, anyway. Listen, like, it would be a great way to to die, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, everybody will be going on about, yeah, Woody, we did something adventurous with his life. He was an adventurer, and mm -hmm. then he was flying over the forests of Zimbabwe. I don't even know if there are forests <laughs> there, and he got attacked by this by this by this tribe, and he he fought them off, and he it, his last words were. Keep going with PKA and <laughs> and then and that's how he passed away. You got eaten alive, right? Or he got he got put on like a tree trunk trunk or whatever. I don't know what they do in these tribes. Yeah, that would be a great way, great story. It would be a great story, and it would be cool. But the cool part wouldn't be the flying footage. The cool part would be when you landed and had interactions yes. with local people. It always like, is that in the would vlogs. be the interesting Yeah. Yeah. Well, Every, I, no one gives a shit about your music overlay time lapses. Yeah, because the flying part, like, like I, I very much doubt that anyone can tell the difference between a 
a view from that high of Zimbabwe versus Zambia or Zambia, yeah. whatever country it is. Yep. So yeah, that would be cool. Like if you landed and they spoke English enough, yeah. to, like ask some questions. They could ask you some questions. You they could give you something <laughs> from their culture. You could bring stuff to give them from our culture. What would you bring if you like wanted like hamburgers if, and guns? Yeah. Well, you're gonna want to bring a gun. Well, weight matters. So, like, would they be impressed by like double bubble? <laughs> you know, the, the the like just sugar uh, bubble nah, gum. No, like, so. what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Show them my iPhone and act like they've never seen no, that? No, but they like, this is a white witchcraft. No matter how much I chew the white man's food, it does not go down. <laughs> <laughs> I, what would you bring? I don't know. Uh, uh, I like would like some dollars. Yeah, some so, some dollars. Oh, some dollars. And, yeah, uh, I was gonna I was gonna say healthcare, but jeez, <laughs> oh, it's too dark. Some condoms, oh, some they could really use some condoms. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, that could actually be like it, your sponsor. No joke. Condom you hit up Depot. like a, a Trojan or whatever, get that Trojan stuff sorted. Wing. Oh, and, what if the wing was said yeah. Trojan and they, man and on they, it? And then you Trojan fly over there. So, what, is it also legal to throw condoms down? In Africa, it's legal to fire an AK-47 into an elephant. Like, like, like I, I'm sure you're fine up there. You do what I do. Have, it's Africa. I don't know what the rules are at all for African. Yeah, oh, no, like, <laughs> yeah. Africa, like, well, it, it, it's different in each country, first of all. Okay, guys. Yeah. But the it's countries are changing continent. all the time in Africa. Yes. It'll be like, remember when there was like the Congo, and it's like, no, now it's the Democratic People's Republic of the Congo, and they swallowed up whatever the fuck was over there, <laughs> and like, oh, and then what's this now? Oh, now this is what what was one country is now four countries, or oh, now they have Liberia or whatever, and it and it shrunk up. Like, it seems like more than any other continent, Africa's lines are constantly shifting around with what the country. I think up it's because it. they're still. Developing is, most is only countries. trumped by sex scandals in America. That's man, I I hope you do this because I will watch every moment of footage there is. Dude, of I will flying, paramotoring across the dark continent. Emotionally yeah. wealthier, like I, I will finish this well, trip having like like legitimately more grown than you ever thought you could have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I like it's. It would be, I don't know how to explain, like, a growth opportunity. Like, th this is, a, flying a paramotor across the bottom of Africa, or four countries, is a really neat task. Like, that's I understand cool. what you mean, like, but, like, I think the biggest thing that you'll feel afterward, if you do it, will be, like, a sense of thankfulness, of, like, oh, my God, I am so glad that I lucked out and I was born in this country instead of, you know, uh, Zambia. Or whatever. Like it seems like that would be the biggest Could takeaway. Well, or maybe I'm be, like, baby, pack up the bags. Shop, right? <laughs> I'm the yeah, best businessman in in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Do you know they have fucking Google Fiber in Zimbabwe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, surprised but, that while you're there, you don't want to do some uh, surfing off the coast of South Africa because, like, isn't that like a great white central? Spot for Why that? Yes, it is. <laughs> no, that's where all the sharks are. Right? It is really shark ridden. Um, We're trying to get footage, Taylor. <laughs> yeah right. But who's gonna return the footage? <laughs> well, if he streams it, it's fine. <coughs> I mean, what kind of reception do you think he's gonna get in the middle of Zimbabwe? Yeah, fair enough. I've made Did videos from off the coast of Africa before. I am. Uh... I've made videos from off the coast of Africa before. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Oh, I've man. never been to Africa. If I had to list the continents I want to visit, Africa would be right above Antarctica. Maybe below. Maybe I know, below Antarctica. You know you're going to get Antarctica, laid in Antarctica. Uh, 
Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Because penguins right, so are easy? <laughs> so here's the deal with Antarctica. <laughs> I'm like, much bigger than them. You know, it's not their choice. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Well, there's no them. There are no native people to Antarctica. There's no, only the research penguins. teams who go down there, and they live in those like communities and stuff. And I was looking at like the amount of condoms that they take with them for every season, and it's like 300 condoms per person or something by capita. <laughs> like it's that's a the only thing they, they can do there. And you got to yeah, keep right? in mind that means that each woman has 300 and each man has 300. Well, and here's still, the thing. they don't lower the order of condoms every year. It's not you like they why? have extras. You know why? Because they just cut out all the bullshit. They can't go, hey, do you want to go out for dinner? Or yeah. hey, do you want to do you want to go to the movies? They just cut straight to business. They're like, so. Let's go, right? That's exactly I still have right. 299 left. You know what Tinder what is like in Antarctica? They swipe the wrong way on you. They might not see another man for a week. But what's the like, ratio? Like, Does each girl have like eight guys to pick from? That's. I, I don't know about the ratio. I, I would say that they are... I, I don't think that there's a lot of monogamy going on. I bet there's some dirty, dirty researching whores down there. Uh, it, I think that no, we can mix it up. I bet there's a up. lot of guys leaving those those places with 297 condoms, like, and they <laughs> masturbated into three of them. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I bet if if like one guy had syphilis down there, they'd have an emergency crisis on their hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, they probably. Well, yeah, I would I, I would put Antarctica above Africa because it's got to be kind of cool to walk <clears throat> out somewhere and see nothing. Like it probably feels so weird to look around. And like as far as you can see everywhere, it's just white. Ice, yeah. Just ice and white and dead. And I'm I'm honestly with you. Uh, like like I would prefer to go to Antarctica than to Africa. And I realize that Africa is an enormous continent. It's very with many ecosystems from deserts to to coastal regions to tropical regions. And, and I get it. And then Antarctica. To explain our ignorance. We're 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 bathing yeah, in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but, and yet still. I would prefer to go to Antarctica because of the what I would rather see those penguins and stuff. There's a possibility that you know that shit's gonna melt at some point anyway. I, would, I might I might be one. Well, but the, then there's land. Yeah, there's, there's land in Antarctica. There's yeah. nothing in the North Pole. There's I'd nothing like at the North it. Pole to stand no, on. No land. There's ice. Oh, just yeah, lots of ice. ice. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you for five well, more years, after oh, five be more years, forever. says Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What if what one country would you want to visit that you haven't been to before? I, I haven't been to anywhere in Europe. I haven't been to... anywhere, but I, I'd like to. I want to go to Canada first. Like that's the first one on my list because there are you know our neighbors should, to the great. You have you only been in the U.S. Summer. so far? Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to go to Canada because every everything that I know about Canada and the people I've met from there just seems like they're. They're very much like us, but a little, a little bit different. And I, I think that it would be easy to fit in there uh, and and have a good time there. It seems it seems wonderful there to me. Wouldn't Just you want the outside look? I a want little the more opposite. Different. Yeah, well, I mean, if you thing. only get one place to pick from, and then they're gonna lop your head off, then all right, maybe we go to like Greece or something and see and see like all the ancient uh, uh, structures there or something like that. That's or cool. we go to. To France, and we see World War One and World War Two battlefields. We go to Normandy Beach or something like that. You know, there's there's uh, there's many. Or Amsterdam and get wheat cookies. Yeah, <laughs> and, and whores. You guys have better there prostitution you go. than perhaps anywhere. And, in the and world. we have tulips, and windmills, and canals. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Wait, have are more you than guys that. The wooden shoes people. Yeah, and cheese, okay. strobe waffles. <laughs> we have a very racist. Do you actually wear wooden uh, shoes? Yeah, yeah, all the time. 
got some. I got plop, some. Plop, uh, plop, plop. Wood like, Jordans over here. It's some like Kyle with guns. Hoodies. Do you have wooden shoes? Yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Can you imagine what it's yeah, like and... to live on a lower apartment in the Netherlands as people are walking on hardwood with their clogs? God, honestly, I understand it's culture, but this is out of control. <laughs> it is so loud all the time. Who wears them at night? Clogging <laughs> about up there. Oh hi. No, nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares because everybody's high, right? Mm. So if I weren't so goddamn high, I'd go up there and give him a piece of my mind about these shoes. <laughs> uh, everybody in the Netherlands lives in windmills, has wooden mm. shoes, and rides cows to work. Rides cows awesome. to work. Yeah. That's an unwieldy, difficult animal to ride to work. Because it'll no, just decide I'm not going Oh, and bicycles. Anymore. Bicycles, of course. You ever ridden a cow? All the uh, time. Not, not for, like, real. Like, like I've been on top of cows. Yeah, I, I have, too. It was, it was really cool. We had, we had, like, a cow amongst the herd that was named Bacala. And Bacala was like super gentle and sweet, and you could like, you know, come here, give me, you feed her an apple or whatever. And my dad would like put me up on the cow's back, and I just kind of hang on, and it would just walk around and stuff. And it was, it, it was really fun when I was like five years old or something like that. I still remember Bacala. Oh, sure oh, she got Yeah, it, she got. She didn't. Make I think it. I would pick for the reason that Woody was just saying. I think I'd pick like China or Japan because I want to go somewhere way way different mm -hmm. and just see how it goes probably japan because like i've watched a lot of videos of china and like the street vendors and there's a lot of bug eating the it, it's very dirty delicious japan, enjoy I'm, your I'm scorpio sure great but japan seems really clean and also super super weird and different in a lot of ways so i think that might be the way that that would probably be my choice i went to japan i think uh, it would give you just what you're looking for i'd say you know, i'd go for japan too i, I say japan I, I, I'm signing on board with that too. In Japan, maybe South Korea. I know they're very close. You probably yeah. want to do both if you were in the region, right? But the things about Japan that interest me so much is one, I, I, I have this idea that there's a fetish for tall white men there, and uh, I know that they have that whole thing where there's that entire generation of Japanese men who are just staying indoors and not mm -hmm. dating and not going yeah. out with the women. So I, I have this picture of like millions of horny Japanese women of age. And I'm like a fetish piece there as like a a six one six two attractive white man yeah. with a few with a few yen in my pocket, right? And and uh, whatever not, not even that. You just have to <laughs> like whatever Japanese Tinder is. And, you just uh, have to uh, step up your karaoke game, and you're uh, all good. Oh, yeah. I am already there, my friend. <laughs> oh my god, Kyle, let's let's go wingman oh, Japan and see how it goes. I would love that. And there's also plenty of uh, Filipino whores there. Um, the, I think I, from my ignorant understanding, I believe the Filipinos are like the Mexicans of Japan, right? You know, they're, they're, they've migrated in. Yeah, uh, I think hey, Japanese funny, brothels don't let Westerners in. They will never know. It is even me. <laughs> oh, I am so horny. I have a hard day at work. I work 48 hours straight. I almost kill myself. <laughs> Just need a little bit of release. Release. Have one of those horribly offensive, like Japanese eye, like scarves. Just like you're peering through it, like a fake buck teeth, like it's a World War II propaganda poster. Yes. No. I think I'd go to India. 
Yeah, for, for the same reasons, you, I've, I've been to Japan, so that one's sort of done. But it'd be very different. It'd be a different experience. They speak English there, which I think is a big bonus. Well, most of them speak English. And uh, it would just be a, a culture that I don't experience. And I've, I'm curious about it because I've worked and known so many Indians. Worked with yeah. and known. So when you're in India, would you go just to the rich, touristy no. areas? Or would you say, I'm going to the like the poor places? The slums are like one of the things I really want to see. I want to see the pictures of that river. I want to smell it. I want to take in the sounds in the ocean. Ah. I might even ah. touch it just to say I touched it. I, ah. uh, I, I, I want to see Google images on that I, one. I, I, yeah. I wonder, uh, you know, like how they would take to a tourist being like, oh, these people live in corrugated aluminum shacks. I wondered what the other half was like. Like that's, that's yeah. the experience I want. I would not. So, so one of the requirements I have, if, you know, if I'm going somewhere is I want there to be proper toilet facilities. That's and, mm. and Japan. I feel like they have better toilets than us. So like, here's the thing. Guys, great story. Okay. So my sister went to Japan, and she sends me a message. Jordy, you're not going to believe this, but in Japan, they have these automated toilets. Okay. You press a button, it comes out, it cleans your butt, and then press another button, it, 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 it you know, blows your butt. So we were here in Toronto. You and your sister I, share a lot. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're Dutch, okay? That, that's what you do. That sounds um, about right. And, and, hmm. and, and I was in this hotel here in Toronto, and, and they had this toilet. So I go to my girlfriend. I'm like, listen, I'm going to sit on this thing, and it's going to take my anal cleaning like virginity, right? <laughs> it's going to be the first time that I'm going to be sitting on a toilet, and it's going to you know, clean my butthole. I was nervous. I was scared, excited at the same time. I didn't know what to think. And I sat down, and it's literally the best thing of your life, Okay. So I ended up buying one, and we now have one in the house, one of these toilets. And it's literally, because I, I remember one PKA you guys said, you know, you don't know what real luxury is until you have baby wipes, right? Mm. Baby wipes, like, I, I, you know, I tell my friends, like, oh, you get a Lambo, you get a nice watch. That's nothing. You know you've made it once you have baby wipes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's what I used to say, because the moment you clean yourself down there with the best thing in the world, that's when you know mm. you're good, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I had to correct that and say, you haven't made it in life until you have a toilet that cleans your butt. Okay, so just so you guys know, <laughs> I totally recommend it. Oh, um, I had one. Amazing. Is it, wait, is it, it's a... Is it a toilet that cleans your ass, or is it like you have a toilet and then a no. bidet? No, 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 no bidet. You sit on the toilet, just like any other toilet. And you, I have a little remote, but it's also on the wall. And you just, you know, you do your thing, you poop. And then you, you press flush on there, and it flushes it. Plus, it's heated and all. It's really nice. And then you press a button, and a little thing comes out, and, you, and then it starts squirting water up your butt. And it's really accurate. It's amazingly. And you can even control it. And, 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 and you can make it pulsate. Does it ever like, so like I've used start that and like hit in, you in the nutsack or anything? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's amazingly always accurate. right on the butt. Dory, yeah. I, I've used that in Japan, and I like mm -hmm. it. And I won't doubt that it's a great experience. But I feel like the separate bidet is the classier experience. I feel like that, like, what would it's the Queen of fashion, England have? Would what would it's the old, Queen of England have? It's old fashioned. Right? She okay. can't even Queen of England would have more. Uh, she'd have an Indian slave man who would no. come out and like lick her asshole clean. I bet she literally like, has the top a separate of the bidet. What is, when you have yeah. another human being come along and do it for what you. What is Prince William? Mahmoud. I don't even know the prince's <laughs> name. There's a William, right? 
yeah, I bet he has a bidet. I bet I bet their bathrooms and like like old money. I bet has a separate bidet. <laughs> That's my my thinking don't, on don't, it. You know, the the, the sumo wrestlers. The sumo wrestlers have yeah, like it's a probably better. Just not. I don't know. I, I feel like the other just, one is. Yeah, but you're just on your phone. You press or you're reading a book. You press the button. It goes up your butt and then you're like oh let me just dry that shit too and then you know it one, one more does butt. it dry your butt yeah yeah well if you get the good ones guys yeah. come on <laughs> right so and then and it, it it blows warm air and it just dries your butt and then i do one more baby wipe for good measures I so we only have a right? day in one of the bathrooms i wonder what this costs see i'm not buying onto this because i still say that the best Thing that first of all, what I do is I, I I poop in the morning and then I take a shower because there's no way I'm gonna get cleaner oh, than, of course, than like of course, than, of than like doing but that. This is, I, this is I that never, close to the shower. I almost never poop and then wipe and then go about my day like some sort of savage. Like there needs to be a shower what after if you're out pooping. And about? That just doesn't happen. My my poops are very regular. I know when they're coming. Yeah, they happen in the morning. Happen, and it's though. how can that be possible given your diet? I, <laughs> Because everything builds up until the morning, and then there is an enormous shit that happens every morning. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I okay. can vouch for that, yes. So, so but, like, showering... but at the top of the line, let, let me just, the okay. top of the line is to have a slave who does these things for you. From my understanding of Japanese culture, these sumo wrestlers, because they are so large, cannot wipe their own butts sometimes. Jesus. And so they have the equivalent of, you know, a medieval knight might have a squire. So the, the equivalent squire for the sumo wrestler, part of his job is to, to wipe the, the, the sumo wrestler's ass. When you have another person doing this for you, nothing beats that. Nothing no, beats that. I don't that. want you can have, person wiping What are those little ass. robots that run it's around and clean your floor? What are those called? A Roomba. Roomba is great until you have an actual human being slave who goes around and just vacuums up for you. Oh, you know what else Roomba isn't great? Is when uh, there's uh, your cat shits on the floor and then Roomba <laughs> spends all day spreading around oh, that no. thick, fatty cat shit everywhere. <laughs> that happened to a friend of mine who like his cat shit on the floor and his Roomba got it caught up while he was at work and he came back <laughs> to just uh, uh, basically one of those like string and thumbtack mazes that detectives use of cat shit all over his apartment. That's disgusting. I bet it smelled awful. It looks like a oh, super yeah. toilet is between one and two grand, which, yeah. yeah. That's a, that, you, you know what? Buy, I put these toilets you in one of those. spend your money wisely, guys. Okay, you slaves. spend your money wisely. If you no, go to, I'm not buying to the North whole Africa, slave slaves are $400. So beat that. You could get five slaves for the cost of one of these super toilets. How many, how often a day do you have to feed a super toilet? Never. Zero. Only as okay. often as you poop, right? <laughs> like that, that's fine, but with the, you have five slaves, Kyle. Now you've got overhead on yeah. your on your butt wiping brigade. They're gonna feed themselves. You make them get day jobs in your in your in your restaurant or whatever, and you know you whip them oh, with you, the belt. Your first thought was put them in a restaurant when they're not wiping your ass. <laughs> well, I, I only need one of them to wipe my ass, right? The other old time get... barbecue, new flavor every <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, you know what I treat these toilets the same way I treat first class. I'm going to put off experiencing it mm. for as long as possible so that I don't have to like, like if I went to Queb's house for a vacation and I spent a week enjoying that luxury and I came back home, it would just feel sad. I'd just be like, oh, oh, this shitty yeah. now normal toilet where you just wipe like some savage. Like, I, like I, some once in my life flew, I once in my life flew private, um, which I didn't pay for. It was paid for. It was a, a sponsorship two hours which was crazy and then since then it's like every flight 
it's been two years. Every flight I've been like, this is just this is terrible. Horrible. I have to go through security. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like literally, you don't have to go through security if you go private. That's you the biggest just part. Walk in and they're like, yeah, whatever. And then meanwhile, you sit down and they don't care about your seat belt. They don't care if you smoke on the plane, right? Um, hmm. You, you just, can smoke on the plane. Well, well, I mean, I flew with a few Dutch people. I don't know what they were smoking, but yeah, those other people out of there. You know, uh, give, given an option to smoke like a cigarette on a plane, like Don Draper, I'd do it for sure. That'd be cool. A It'd cigarette, feel like you, you were say. In the 60s. I have a feeling yeah. there were no cigarettes on this plane. No, Don Draper smoked cigarettes. He did. He wouldn't have. Uh, he yeah. wouldn't have messed around with the devil's lettuce. Mm-mm. You know, and I won't either. So. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I don't, I'm tempted to. You know, I'm, I think you should push. I'm Jackie like reverse this this Richard cool. Ryan. You know, like he comes on the show and he always ends up buying something. Queb comes on the show and now I'm buying something. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but really, really, here's the thing, right? How often do you poop? I poop once a day. Once okay, or twice sometimes a day. twice yeah. a day. Right? It's definitely a daily thing. And isn't it just? It's like also the most disgusting thing you do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. except for sex. Sometimes I would say. It's the most disgusting thing you do, and it's your body, right? But you know, you could you could take a shit and then take a shower. But do you really want to in the middle Dry of a work day? That's the thing. I don't want my shower schedule to be at all correlated with my poop schedule. Right. I would like right. to poop and be like, oh yeah, a shower is a less effective way of now, dealing here's with this the thing. than the bidet. You know, right now a poop for you is like, oh, gotta go poop again, or uh, you know, I'll have five minutes on Twitter. But now, when you have this automated toilet, your poop, you're looking forward to it. You're going, oh, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to poop, and it's going to be good and relaxing. It's like a massage down there. I have there. a question. And <laughs> now, the, on the bidet, like my old school, like mm-hmm. what I think of as the classic bidet, it, you have to run it for a little bit before you hit your butt so that it right warms away, up. It's warm. How is it warm right away? Because it has like this thing which just keeps, keeps it has keeps its it own warm. hot water heater built into yeah, it. Yeah, or or I'm pretty sure if you get the really fancy ones, the moment you sit down, it feels you're sitting down or a sensor. Mm. Oh, here's the thing: I walk up to my toilet, it goes like this. It just opens up for me, dude. It's funny, <laughs> isn't that? I'm such amazing? an asshole because that here's my first cool. thought: <laughs> no, the, wait, the toilet that we want to upgrade asshole. most is the downstairs guest bath. That's the one everyone would see. It would be like a show. Yeah, it would and until somebody that, fucks it up and there's a bunch of water and poop and wet toilet <laughs> yeah, paper all over. It's the like place. it's like in my living room, the toilet now, right? <laughs> you know, it's like I'm doing this house tour, and uh, uh, you know, I open the door and the toilet seat just lifts up, and I'm like, "There's the toilet, close it." And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. show it again, show it again, do that again." And then you, it's it's great. Hmm. It's gonna be the best purchase of your life. Okay, you're gonna be using it every day. It's one of those purchases you don't regret, okay? You might buy a nice car and go, ah, they, they didn't really need this car, right? And and now you don't need toilet paper anymore. No, not much. That's not anyways, true, right? As a guy. You wipe first, right? No, you wipe after. Unless yeah. you, I don't know what yeah, kind of... Yeah, you dry off after. I, I, well, I, I always know, handled kind of 90% period. of it with the toilet paper and then just get fresh and so clean if you get, afterwards if you get a good one you sit down it cleans it does all the dirty work for you and you just grab one uh, uh you know toilet toilet <clears throat> sheet 
wipe it, and it's all good. I might be overdoing but it. I thought that it blew your ass dry. Yeah, yeah, but you would just, like, just in case, right? How long does that take? So, like, once you finish it, <laughs> and once you get that, you just sit there and it goes, <laughs> Depends if it's a You're like, are, are you leaning on, certain, on, on the other side, you know, making sure you get the right spread, you know, to make sure the whole, yeah, the whole area Yeah, is. you're like, well, but you can move it, so you can be like, uh, I want the beam a little bit more on the left, a little bit more on the right. The beam, <laughs> so I tell. Yeah, the beam of water and then the, the the drying one, right? And you can change the temperature, so if you're like, oh, I really want to have a cold, like, beam up my butt, you just, doo -doo -doo -doo, and it goes cold. Is that something that you do often? That sounds very unpleasant. I like it warm. I like yeah. it warm and just relaxing. Nothing wrong with it. Just, you know, nice warm beam up there. And I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed to share this. It's clean down there, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because I like I take care of myself. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Everybody should be clean down there. But the best we have right now is the best I have right now are are one wipe Charlie's. So that actually is just as clean. It's just not just that, as cool. That, it, yeah, yes. exactly. I'm not as cool, but I'm exactly. just as clean. Mm -hmm. And I smell like peppermint, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strong point. Yeah. Now you tell everything. Oh, sorry. What will happen if you shit on the table? Would you then also use one wipe Charlie or whatever they're called? No, I just bring a, a hose and a leaf blower. Spray away and dry <laughs> it off. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> table bidet by Taylor. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah, I'm going to tell everyone a bit about Omaha Steaks, brand new sponsor. They sent me a lovely oh. gift basket. Uh, the holidays are fast approaching. Order gifts for everyone on your list with the click of a mouse. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how for only $49.99 you can get your family gift pack. When you go to omahasteaks.com and enter offer code PAINKILLER in the search bar, that's 75% off. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners here. Uh, listen to everything you get for less than $50. You get two filet mignons, two top sirloin steaks, Two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes a gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, which was actually one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. It made the steaks taste really nice. And uh, plus, you get four additional kielbasa sausages for free for a total of eight. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter offer code PAINKILLER in the search bar, and you can get your 75% savings. It's, a, it's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. I really, really liked that stuff. You know, I've, I've been talking about cooking steaks uh, for a while and how I really enjoy doing it in my cast iron pan. I liked those steaks a lot. Uh, the uh, the potatoes de gratin are like these uh, these tiny ones that are like individual portions, and they were really, really tasty. And uh, nobody else wanted the apple tartlets, so I ate all four of them, and I really, really liked those i've still got the pork chops i haven't cooked those up yet but everything else was just delicious i uh and it was just so much food it, you know it, it almost fills the freezer it was, it was a ton of stuff so definitely check them out that's a good deal i envy that that sounds cool i've been getting some yeah. pka swag too as a matter of fact when we get to whistle i got those um but the steak sounds legit i'd like that yeah they were tasty i, I really i really enjoyed those <sighs> Glad Cheese has been sweat, spreading out the, the swag a little bit. Getting yeah. jealous for a while. <laughs> but I got a... I, don't have, I won't show it now. I'll wait till it's, it's a thing. I got did a, you get I got the whistle too? I did get a whistle, but I, I got another thing uh, like yesterday or the day before, and, and I don't know the name of it. But Is it a it bag? Was a bunch, yeah, yeah, it is a bag. I got that. 
Yeah, did you get the whiskey glasses and everything? I got the whiskey glasses. Yeah, it's a, it's a ton of it's a ton of stuff. It, it, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. I know. Uh, it was some interesting stuff. Um, yeah, that's good shit. Do you want to do Man. one more? Or? Yeah, I guess I could till Taylor gets back and tell it tell everyone about a whistle. Uh, makes sense. You ever lose your pet? Sure, you have. You're a busy guy. Can't keep your eye on Fido twenty four seven. Sometimes things just happen. This no is the greatest copy. <laughs> No one's to blame. No one. Well, Whistle is here to bail you out of those terrible situations. Whistle is a device that attaches to your pet's collar and allows you to track their location and activity from an app on your phone. You can set activity uh, goals based on your pet's age, breed, and weight uh, to help you monitor their daily activity and rest. Whistle is a super lightweight, less than an ounce, waterproof, and it has a rechargeable battery that lasts for 10 days. Whistle uses GPS and AT&T cellular network to monitor your pet 24-7 anywhere in the United States. Using Wi-Fi, you can set up places where your pet spends most of their time, you know, like a yard or your house, and you get notified if they ever leave that area and when they return to the safe place, if they come back on their own. When your pet is beyond Wi-Fi range, the device, of course, uses cellular and GPS technology to enable tracking anywhere in the U.S. using AT&T. Whistle brings peace of mind to pet owners across the nation. For a limited time, our listeners here can get $25 off a Whistle device when you use our code Painkiller, easy to remember. So go to whistle.com right now and use code painkiller at checkout. Visit whistle.com today. Look down below. Whistle, the smarter way to care for your best friend. Whistle. Also, great for your kids. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think no, of that. No, absolutely not. Oh, I, it's probably against the law to track human oh, beings. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, is, uh, it, right. is it against the rules to mention it in the copy? <laughs> it, it has been it, with similar products ah. that were not for pets uh, in the past. Uh, they, 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 that was yeah, a big no-no. I remember so that. Don't ever do that. No. Um, but, but for your pet. If you love your, your pet, pets, get Whistle. If you don't, then yeah. uh, well, that says something about you. I I would have loved to have had that on Dak on the times when he disappeared. Would you really? <laughs> yeah, because like every time he disappeared for a few days, he came back more feral and more <laughs> angry at me. Like mm -hmm. he would run off and he, he like, like let's just say our emotional bank account was at like an eight, like 10 being he loves me dear, dearly and one being he's, he attacks me on sight. And he disappeared for a few days and he'd come back like a six. <laughs> like, oh, shit, he, he's a little skittish now. And then he disappeared for a few more days and he comes back and he's like a four. And these days he hovers right. Oh, well, he's at a one because last time he was on the loose, he attacked me and bit me. So. <laughs> oh shit! So I guess he is it. He he just is at a one. So so yeah. You know the Whistle. conversation Don't I had attack. with my neighbor totally worked. I haven't seen their dog since I talked to them. Wonderful. Uh, or maybe they listened. What in did you tell them? Plotting. So to... <laughs> uh, in fast forward for for Quib, uh, our neighbor has a German Shepherd, and that German Shepherd keeps coming at us. And all but attacking us, you know, one foot wrapped, like lunging and barking aggressively, super oh, wow. aggressively. And uh, I'm kind of nervous. I tried to alpha the dog and like tell it to quiet. That didn't, it's <laughs> not the right, it didn't have any uh, effect that I was hoping. Uh, yeah. And, you know, at one point he even chased me away. I was in the golf cart. I'm like, oh, fuck, how fast can he run? And uh, <laughs> faster than a golf cart is the answer to that. <laughs> but um, uh, I talked to him and I was like, look, like, Every time I get my trash or take it out, your dog comes at me. And it's been at our kitchen door. And it's pretty far. Like, we have a big yard. And um, so for him to be all the way at our kitchen door, he's way into my zone. And I talked to him about it. And I haven't seen the dog since. I know that they sent it off for training. But I think that was mm -hmm. planned, talk or not. Um, so at first, I was like, well, I guess maybe the dog's just at training. And now I think maybe they're just 
more um i don't know compassionate maybe they uh, like uh, responsible they're they're not letting their dog roam all over our, our property anymore that's, that's an african bat woody those are flying around in your <laughs> potential airspace just saying does this one have a head that's way too big or are they yes all like yes oh, well that i think all of this kind of bat are are all this big that is sure that's not a dog photoshopped on that as is typical sure i am an alpha predator i am going to hop in my paramotor and hunt down african dog bats it is the african (laughs) butikofer how big is it it is too big to fight let me let me look at the comments how do you know Uh, like i need a banana on it for scale there's no way it's that big it, it I, no, it's for... just a little. It's like it could be this uh, big. No. Let me uh, let me do a be. search on the name and I, and I'll see. Its its name is almost impossible to pronounce. It's it's African butticofer, b u t t i k o f e r, epochulated bat. So let's see. It's a buttfucker bat. Uh, butticofer. All right. No, you are mispronounced. It is a buttfucker bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to their website. I wonder how big it is. It's, one it's bite hideous. of these AIDS is oh. no more. <laughs> <laughs> they really have a problem with those AIDS. So how big is it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time coming up with it. It's, like, it's, a it's little. It does not look small. Yeah. <laughs> But to cover bat? I'm not getting any results. Is this a made up kind of bat, Kyle? It, it probably is made, made up. up bat. Uh, I would I would I'm voting for this is a fake picture. It's made up. It's trying to fool us. It's a fruit bat. I've never searched something on Google and had them tell me nothing is right? available. There you go. I, t- I typed in like this. But I the typed in bat. Bats <laughs> with dog <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> I could link you to the Reddit thing so you so you're sure to get the spelling correct because it it it, it is a bizarre spelling. But a fucker. So I found it on Wikipedia, but it doesn't mention how big it is. Enormous. Well, bullshit. Uh, bullshit Wikipedia. I carry away small child. <laughs> Granted, it must be a very very small child. Sometimes I, I mean, they team up, work in teams of four to five. <laughs> that, that would be horrifying. Like, I'm glad we don't have any creatures like that. That is I, how I lost my seventh wife. <laughs> <laughs> I like one of my favorite, like, n- not I don't know, Discovery Channel type programs is when they talk about animals that are now extinct, but not when they go back to 60 million years ago. I kind of lose interest because it's like Jesus, that's an incomprehensible amount of time. It's it's so fucking long ago and so far removed from us as people. But the animals that, that have only been gone for like 10,000 years and like the last big ice age, like we, and by we I mean like human beings just like us with our same brains and same st- skeletal structure and, e- structure and everything, same level of intelligence, coexisted with like those saber-toothed cats and those enormous, you know, bison and, and, and mammoths and stuff. And like that stuff is scary. Like, like they talk about the, uh, I think they're called thunderbirds. I don't think that's the like scientific name or anything. But they were gigantic eagles with like a 17-foot wingspan or something. They could have totally carried a child away. Like, imagine if your kid got carried away by a, by a gigantic eagle one day. That would be, that'd be pretty sad. <laughs> Unless it was and like, thank God, we only had enough food for nine of them. They, they... <laughs> 
And you just yeah. know it's going to carry your kid back away to the nest and all the other eagles are going to peck him to death or whatever. Yeah, you know that's going to happen. All right, on the yeah. high end, they're 180 millimeters. What is that? About dick size. 180 millimeters? Seven inches. This? Yeah. Yeah, which... Uh, seven oh, that's not a very big bat at all. Half dick size. <laughs> this is... I'm not impressed by this bat On anymore. a cold day. <laughs> I, uh, if we're off of bat talk, I found something interesting that I thought particularly Woody would dislike. Apparently there is an epidemic now of teens anonymously bullying themselves online oh my god attention what? so it what? says uh, about six percent of kids from the age of 12 through 17 have bullied themselves digitally according to research conducted by samir hunja a professor of criminology at florida atlantic university uh she says it's a new phenomenon and this is definitely happening uh we have a tendency to demonize the aggressor but in some cases maybe one out of 20 the aggressor and the target the are the same shows a dangerous trend um, for teenagers online called where does that work? They have here, like, it, and and the reason for this is because we have a culture that makes victimhood into currency, and so the more of a victim you are, the more likely your opinion is to be taken seriously, regardless of how, you know, verifiable or true it is. And so, if you can turn yourself into a victim by bullying yourself, suddenly you have a little more power, a little more authority. Hey, you you weren't bullied. You can't you can't talk about this. Or same vein as like you're white. You can't talk about this. You're male. You can't talk about this. But oh no, I've made myself into a victim. I'm now into the fold. I'm I'm you know I'm the thing. So what yeah, a change of is, pace this has been. Being a victim used to not be cool. Exactly. Huh. It used to be like like if you didn't want to get get bullied, you kind of wanted to be the one who was more likely to bully than the one who was to get bullied. Like, you wanted to be the one that was in charge more. I feel like God should not have given you puberty at age 10. <laughs> I wasn't a bully, mostly. You've said you were. <laughs> <laughs> not a physical bully, just jokes. <laughs> what about when you wound that little girl that was up it. in a I didn't swing. mean to, and that was, I was a very young kid. I hadn't hit puberty there. I was just a large Yes, boy. you had, because that's why <laughs> no. you were especially qualified to spin the, the tire. Oh, that was I was too young for that. But no, that, that wasn't <laughs> so bullying. Was also, she? that was that true, fair. But I didn't mean for her to hit her head on the side of the tire swing. I th thought oh. it was it, it was, was outside was Taylor's to, customary behavior. Trying to impress people with how fast I could spin it, because that's that what was, was like. Yeah, this is what counts. This is what counts. Like <laughs> in your head at the time. But uh, yeah, six percent of teens out there are bullying themselves. That is a small number. Uh, it's it's a higher rate among gay teens, they're more likely to bully themselves online. Mm. Uh, let's see. The trans kids are getting all the good bullies. They're getting all the, all the high-quality bullies. Giving yeah. them... Man, uh, picking on me. It says that 8% of children ages 7 to 16 have engaged in physical self-harm. And so that's an interesting correlation. Not really a, kind of a correlation there, I guess, of like self-harm physically versus... You know, perceived harm in a social setting. You know, I trying knew a to get kid the points. Self-harmed in high school. And I think we all did. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't very common when I was in high school. I'd never heard of it before. He scratched himself a lot, and he would like write words in his forum and stuff. And uh, like what? what words? I'm sorry. Uh, Loser. <laughs> don't forget homework. <laughs> no, no, no. Band practice at six. It was like. I guess you could call it edgy, but it, it or just sad, you know, like like maybe shame. I think he wrote. I think he wrote like stop in his forum. Like in hindsight, he was crying out for help. Like like he was writing like negative connotation words on his forum, and 
but I was an idiot. All I saw was a guy with a very impressive pain tolerance. It was like, wow, like he's so edgy and cool. He can like, he just cuts himself as a hobby. Like I had never heard of this. He's the only person like in high school now, apparently one in 10 people are, are hurting themselves. That'd be like 30 kids. There was one in my class and, and I don't know that that was my reaction to it. Like, Holy smokes. Like this, like, I think I would get halfway through the first letter and be like, this really hurts. (laughs) I'm not interested. I'll just see the counselor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that. Like I, 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 I wouldn't, I don't think I could cut myself. I, 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 First of all, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be scarred. And second, I'm too vain to, to, to self-harm, right? Like, I, there was a girl that Definitely. I went to school with who pulled her own hair out, like, in this nervous sort of situation. And she would she had all these bald patches on her head from just, like, pulling the hair out. And it was really gross. And uh, there was another girl. I have this strong memory of this. I guess it's semi... I didn't witness it, but I was told of it. And it was like... So it, there's a there's a possibility that this is from a movie or a TV show, but I'm almost positive this happened in my in my high school class that a girl was having like a breakup with a guy, and she went to the bathroom and cut her wrist with scissors and then came back into the classroom like look what you made me do like oh, bleeding shit. everywhere wow. like I have a strong memory of that being a thing I, I hope I'm not remembering yeah but like, she went across the street not down the road so she did go tension. across. Absolutely, absolutely. Better she just didn't know what she was doing. Wow, you know, I, there was a girl in my class who also pulled her hair, and she couldn't stop. She just always pulled her hair, and I don't remember her going bald from it or anything. But she always had hair that was like its own style, you know, coming out of this part. And she was really pretty. And I, you know, like I, I don't know, I would have dated her. Like she's she's hot. Throw a wig on her, and she's all good. <laughs> she put a tack on my chair. And, like, I had hardly any interaction with this girl, other than the fact that we sat, like, a couple seats away from each other. And I think I went up on, you know, maybe answered a question, wrote on the board or something, then sat down. And uh, I remember, for whatever reason, I sat down on the side of my leg, you know, like like you might. And, yeah. Uh, and then the tack went into my calf. And it ow. was like, ow. And I pull it out. And she's there, like, giggling and pretty much claiming responsibility for it. And it yeah. was just like... like I. How, how many times bitch. did you hit her? <laughs> I, I didn't hit her at all. <laughs> but uh, like, it really what it did is it hurt my feelings. Like, 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 why would you do that to me? You know. And she's yeah. laughing about it. And it's kind of probably because she liked you. Wait, how old were you? Sophomore in high school, something like that. Oh, then maybe not. Yeah, I, I think she bullied <laughs> me. That, that's my takeaway from it. And when I, I was in kindergarten, I put a bunch of glue on a kid's seat. See, you were a bully. <laughs> You're like, oh, I have a similar story. I fucked with a guy. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's the opposite of my story, Taylor. You I, fucking I, I 10-year-old I puberty did. cherry chest I did the tack thing, too. I did the tack thing. In, uh, I think it may be, maybe in fourth grade because I, we I read a book. I, was, I remember it so well. Sitting at my desk. I even remember like, the way I was pointing, like, like, like you know, the way I was oriented in the classroom. I remember reading... Some Laura Ingalls Wilder book, like one of those Little House in the Prairie books or yep. something like that. And there was a part where someone put a, a tack in someone else's chair. And I was like, ha, what an idea. Never even <laughs> considered that, you know. And I was like looking for tacks, you know, all of a sudden. And they, oh, there's a fucking cork board right there. And I, I got the tack. And I'm, now I'm just looking for a victim. And, <laughs> I, and I just, you know, I, I tacked somebody just because I'd read that book and I and. and it was funny. Well, but was... you have to put it on a piece of double stick tape. So what do you think that person thought? 
when you tacked them? Like, what do you think their they they never knew it was me? I would never take credit for it. No, what you do, Taylor, because these are no, but that's not. It doesn't. They still have a feeling about being bullied. Pain, pain. Do you think it was just that? You think it was just physical? Oh, well, yeah, I think I, it was definitely some bullying pain. I agree with Woody on that. Maybe I, I don't fucking know. I don't even remember which kid I I, I tacked. It may, but but the way I did it, I took masking tape because it's sort of that Manila color, sort of a light yellow. And then the desks were that exact same color. So you put the tack on the desk and you just push the tape over the spike and stick it to the desk. That way, when you sit down, your butt doesn't slide the tack away out of the the danger zone. You get them right the way you want you, to. You know what else you can do at school is take condiment packets from the kitchen or the cafeteria, and then when you're going to the bathroom in between classes or during class or whatever, you put a packet under all of the like the standing points yeah. between the the lid and the toilet, so that when somebody sits down, it's just boom, just a ton of ketchup goes all over oh. the place, or a bunch of mayonnaise or mustard or something. Yeah, yeah. I would take stink bombs. Uh, and I not like regularly, but there was a time when I took uh, stink bombs, little glass vials, and I lifted the, the leg of the desk. You know, those desks were very heavy, so you had to be careful. And I placed it under the leg of the desk, and I was like, uh, like backing away from it like Indiana Jones. And uh, of course, when the person sits down, it crushes the glass vial, releases rotten eggs, stink all over them. Not on them, but like it, it's shooting from, their, from the, under their desk. I got I got in a good bit of trouble for that. I think they suspended me for two days for my yeah, stink bombs. Yeah, Kyle, mean spirited. I, I had stink bombs. They were funny. <laughs> I, I was fucking sixteen or something. Uh, I know someone who had uh, um, that liquid ass stuff you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and it's in a spray can. If you guys don't know what I think that's the name of it, liquid ass. Something like it like is that. concentrated, <laughs> the worst smell imaginable. And I know someone who sprayed it in the sophomore hallway when we were juniors and cleared the whole fucking thing out. Like, people had trouble was going back. Oh, it was that bad. Like, it smelled like a dead animal had been rotting in someone's... Like, just a, just a fucking roadkill carcass had been souring in somebody's locker. And it was, like, it was... There was, like, a PA announcement about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anyone knows anything about the smell in the sophomore hallway, please report to the principal's office. And it was like, oh, I don't. And if I did, I wouldn't. You know? <laughs> I remember someone put some sort of stink bomb. What they, they did it clever. They put it in the stairs and then left. And it was in a glass vial. So somebody would step on it sometime in the future. And it, was, yep. it really disassociated the placer from the, from the problem. With you. Anyway, yeah. uh, Everyone was trying to do like, I think it smells like rotten eggs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, kind of. Other people are like, I think it smells like sulfur. What am I, fucking a scientist? I don't know what sulfur smells like, like at yeah, the time. It's the same smell. Rotten <laughs> eggs smell is sulfur. Uh, yeah. yeah, but high school me was like, you know, hoity-doy. You oh, know. Well, la-dee-da, Mr. <laughs> yeah, sulfur Man. Pinky's up in this hallway. Eventually, the person who did it, I remember his name was Scott something. I won't rat him out. But I never did rat him out. I knew that it was him, and uh, and he got busted later on. And, um, what would they do when someone had perpetrated something like that and they wanted to find out? Because at my school, they put out a bounty on the guy, a reward for information. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. No, they, they would yeah. discuss, they would call us in individually and like cross reference stuff. So they'd be like, So we heard that there was a party on Friday night and there was a bunch of drinking there. Who, uh, who brought the alcohol? It's like, I, I don't know. I, 
I didn't drink, <laughs> but but you saw a lot of people drinking. It's like maybe it could have been. You know, I'm just a kid. I'm not familiar with all that stuff. You know, and then they call somebody else in, and then eventually someone will say something, and they'll go down that path. You know, like that's the way they did it with our school. Is like they'd call you in and do like the the good cop bad cop. I, I, I was always great at talking myself out of out of trouble. Really? So I would I would get into fights or whatever, and then I would just talk my way out and be like, yeah, I don't know, just talk this guy's head off and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry, you know, you know what? Because me and the guy who got in a fight, we know if we become friends again in that room, most likely we're not going to get suspended. They'll just send yep. us back. So the moment we got busted, right, and, you know, but the fights got like a little bit of punches, two punches, three punches each, um, no blood or anything. And then the teacher's there, right? And then you go to the principal's office or whatever you guys call it. And then you sit down and both of you know you're in, you're in, in trouble, right? And you just wait for – you're either going to wait for him to say sorry or you're going to say sorry. And both will be like, yeah, we're good now. We're good. We're friends now. Yeah. And then afterwards, after school, you just beat each other up again. Yeah. But, <laughs> the uh, teacher it's, it's misunderstood. Great, great we were just roughhousing, you know? Yeah. Like, right? Horse be like, oh, no, no, no. I just dropped something and he just I accidentally, uh, this is just a mistake. We Don't were worry. wrestling, but we always wrestle. And then I once almost got suspended uh, for something ridiculous. This guy who clearly had issues, uh, he, um, he got mad at me. And just randomly kicked me straight up in the junk, right? And uh, you know, if you've ever had uh, like a foot pierce your 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 ball sack, you know, like it hurts a lot. Mm -hmm. So I went to the toilet and I just sat on the toilet because I was like, you know, dying over there. And the teacher comes over and goes, "Yeah, you, you know, you you've been on the toilet for too long. You need to get get off the toilet." And I'm like, "Not right now. Not right now." And then the teacher goes, "Okay, if you don't come off, uh, come off the toilet, you're you're suspended." So I opened the door and I just shouted at her and I went, I said something like, "I just got kicked in the fucking balls," and then yeah. I shut the door again. <laughs> and then because I, I believe she was she was a new teacher or whatever, so um, she she didn't she didn't really know how to handle the situation and she just walked off. <laughs> that happened to me. A guy came up to me. Excuse again. <laughs> He put his hands on my two shoulders, which like mm -hmm. had all my attention. And, and then with it, that, he kneed me in the balls. And he was my friend, right? We were friends. Like like we went yeah. we went skiing and like little vacations together and stuff. I think he just didn't know what he was doing to me. So I told oh, the story on PKA and I gave his first and last name. <laughs> and then all the fans oh, fucked with him on Facebook like relentlessly. And it made me feel better about the whole thing. Yeah, it's like that. Well, he know 30 years after the fact. Uh, the he would be trolled online. Come. Yes, I, I, I'm the ultimate winner. Ever play the game or have played the game where you go, what's the capital of Thailand? And they go, Bangkok. 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 And then just hit each other in the ball. You know yep. what my response to that gay. question is? Is I give two fingers right to the lower part of their throat. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the capital of Thailand? Fuck! <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the capital of Thailand? You fucking asshole! Like, no, I wouldn't do that. That's assault. I'm not an assault. We uh, we knew a couple guys who uh, who play a dick slapping game. It's two brothers. It's Mo uh, for for oh, Woody, you know, yeah, from New yeah. York. Mo, Mo and his Wait, brother. Wait, dick slapping games. Which brother? Yeah. So, they have very so long dicks and. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the game is that you can hit the other person in the balls for. Yeah, well, with no retribution at any time, as long as it's on camera. 
So what you have to do is get a hidden camera or someone to sneakily start recording, and then it's no holds barred, you know, fists and kicks and like, like, Mm. you know, bats and whatever to the balls because it's, you know, then you can compile all the videos together and, and, and they enjoy like watching the montage of all the balls, ball whacking at the end of the year. This is the last, their last generation. Yeah. (laughs) These are are 50 year old men. (laughs) men, That's, that's so fucking weird. What's interesting. Like I just, I I would only guess at the figures, but they're very rich. They could buy me and not notice the money out of their checking account. And this is the games they play. Yeah, these are the games. Go for it, right? Yeah. Do you guys have any other good, like, ridiculous high school memories, or like, uh, I, you know, those like moments in high school where, like, totally you watch as somebody's path is made for them, like, where like early in high school, it's like somebody does something stupid, and it's like, oh, you're now you're the guy who peed his pants forever, like no matter what, like until you go to college. Sorry, bud, you're cashed out. People don't forget. There was a dude. I guess I was a sophomore. He was a freshman, and. it was during lunch, and it was like kind of the winding down part of lunch, and we were in the big cafeteria area. And so we were all like standing up, getting our backpacks and everything, like kind of waiting out the last 10, 15 minutes of the, the lunch period. And this kid, very, very overweight. And this was like, I don't know, 2005, 2006, or 2006, I don't know, around there. And so it was before like the full neck beard meme was fully about. And this guy personified it. You know, he wore a full black trench coat. He wore all black clothes. He, he wore like in the Matrix, black clearly. combat pants, wore black combat army boots. And he stood out there like in like to the side of the lunch period and just did like fake karate moves and stuff for a while. Like he was fucking weird, this guy. <laughs> and, like, and he was clearly trying to like look hardcore and stuff like who, who. And it's like dude, we, we just ate like cheap Tyson chicken sandwiches. So I'm like, it's. <laughs> Not a big deal. And so like like a group gathered around like watching this guy. I'm like, what the fuck is is he doing? As he's got like eyebrows furrowed, like intensely looking, like not at you, through you. Like, oh, oh, that kind of stuff. And then my my good buddy at the time, Josh, uh, who was more of a, had more of a southern talk guy, goes like he was like and he was known to be an actual bully. Uh, and he was like, What the hell are you doing? It's like Practicing. It's like, fuck you practicing. You the karate kid? It's like, <laughs> he's like, no, this is Taekwondo. He goes, nah, I think you're the karate kid. Everybody agrees he's the karate kid. Everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, he's the karate kid. And so for the next four years of this kid's life, oh, I was no. there for three because I was in high school. But like, I'd be walking by and I'm like, oh, oh karate kid. And like, <laughs> like that. Or like, hey, hey, karate kid. And like, and he would still dress the same. And it was clear that he hated that. But he made his bet and he has to sleep in it. <laughs> there was a dude in my high school. Um, in eighth grade, he was always known as kind of tough, but he was short. He was small. Like he, but he, he did practice some sort of martial art. I forget which. And no one fucked with him because even though he was small, he was tough. So he goes into high school, and the, the, the other kids don't know this, right? So he's a freshman. That's the, this four years, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. And he's the, the youngest. I think a junior, someone two years older, like started messing with them. Like sometimes there'd be a crowd and they push on your backpack, which is like pushing you into the person in front. And they wonder why you're so weird, but it's not your fault or whatever. Fucking Chris Bastizzi or something like close to that 
turns around and decks the guy in the fucking jaw, right? He doesn't care that he's outweighed by like 65 pounds. It's just like, we're going to deal with this right here, right now. He lays the guy out. He doesn't like get knocked out or anything, but the guy like doesn't like, he has no interest in fighting this fucking uh, Tasmanian devil in front of him. <laughs> and everyone was like, fuck. Like, like it was like prison rules or something. Like, like he just, he d- immediately th- th- hit the biggest guy and they're like, well, d- don't push Chris Pastizzi's backpack because he hits you <laughs> in the face. And it was, and it was I, really yeah, I bet awesome. he didn't get fucked with anymore, right? Yeah. It was it, like, just normally, like everyone tells you like, oh yeah, what you do is you just hit your bully right in the nose. Horseshit. That is bullshit as it is. If any bully that ever bullied me, clearly I pose no risk to him. That's why this arrangement was created in the first place. Yeah. And I have hit a bully in the nose before and it did not work out splendidly. Uh, Like it, it, I was outclassed. That's why it started in the first place. But, uh, it worked for Chris somehow. Magic. Was there a kid that you went to school with that shit his pants? Can't think uh, of one. No, we, did, no. we didn't have any. I'll never shows. forget. I remember this guy's first and last name. I know what he does for a living today. He's a doctor. Mm. But I'll never forget Kyle. <laughs> his name was Kyle, too. I won't say his last name because there were six Kyles in my grade. Mm. You shit your pants in second grade in Miss Thurman's class, and your mama had to bring you some new pants. Never forget. Because oh. in, in second grade, the bathroom wasn't, you didn't leave the room. There was a bathroom at the back of the classroom. And it was sort of like two classrooms shared a bathroom. So, like, you'd walk into the bathroom, and, and there was a door opposite that door that opened to, this, to another classroom. So both of those classrooms were sharing this one bathroom, and there was a boy's room and a girl's room. And there was just one toilet in there, right, for, for like, the second graders. Because, you know, second grade, you walk down the hallway. You might get fucking lost or something, I guess. So, mm-hmm. like, he's back there, and he shit his pants, and he's been in there forever. And so it's clear to all of his classmates who were feet away that something has gone down. And it becomes, most, it becomes so embarrassing. There's no like, it's not like Miss Thurman goes down the hallway and he's like, yeah, I put my pants. It's like, she's like knocking on the door. Come out, Kyle, come out. And he's just like, eh. and she's like, why? And he's like, eh, I need my mom. <laughs> you know why, Miss Thurman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uber humiliation. Uh, I've a got kid, uh, one vomited in the doorway uh, of our second grade class during uh, like, you know how they'll have kids do like stupid fucking projects and then like parents will come in sometimes for like, like and, and show it around and like, you know, a big poster board presentation or whatever. And every grade had to do that. And I guess I was in second or third grade. And of course, we're set up in our second or third grade classroom. This one kid who was sitting down doing his presentation on fucking stegosauruses or whatever, like next to his poster board, he just was looking kind of sour all night because I was positioned across from him. So if like the doorway is here, I am on the far side looking towards the entrance of the door. He is sitting near the door facing away from it towards me. And so I was looking across the room at him the whole night like, God, God, fucking Teddy looks rough tonight like uh, he does not look okay and uh just throughout the night like it was like only a couple hours long but at one point like he just looked so miserable and horrible he got up and like took like a couple lumbering steps towards and he got right into the door jam right in between 
like where you enter the room, the only entrance, and just goes, Aah! and it was one of the most violent, loud vomits I've heard ever in my life. I've been to a lot of college parties, too. And so, and so I've heard vomiting, and this was a, I am sick, and this is going to smell bad vomit. And it filled the entire doorway to the point that the principal had to get bags of sawdust yeah. and come fill it in before more people oh. felt comfortable like walking on it into the room. And that guy, we were in like second or third grade, so that kind of stuff dies much, mm. much sooner. Yeah. So thank God it wasn't you know freshman year for him or something. But I have oh. a poop secret. Like I, so it was Halloween, and it wasn't me. It was a classmate. But the deal was. Uh, we came in, we wore regular clothes, we switched into our Halloween costumes, we walked in a parade like around the elementary school, and then we changed back into our regular clothes. Well, this person pooped their Halloween costume, and only like he, him, me, and, and maybe the teacher knew about it, and I have kept that secret to the grave for that poor <laughs> to guy. To this day. Yeah, he, like, there was no parents call. He just, you know, he cleaned up, switched back into his normal clothes. I don't know what they did with the Halloween costume, but it was the perfect day to have this problem. Man, that that's respect to you for keeping that under wraps. Uh, I, uh, I, this doesn't have to do with pooping or anything, but it has to do with peeing. My first <laughs> day of kindergarten, literally my first day, I remember being like, you know, Miss Smith, or whatever the fuck her name was, can I go to the bathroom? She's like, yeah, Taylor, do you know where it is? I'm like, yeah, I know where it is. And so <laughs> I leave, I go to the bathroom, that's of course very close, and I go into one of the stalls uh, instead of the urinal, and I just remember the thought process in my head was, big boys do whatever they want. Because I, I was in school and I was a big boy now, because that's what they said, like you're going to school, you're a big boy. And so I took my dick out and I, I peed all over the, the walls of this stall, all over the place where they've all over with a flusher. That's good. You go to a new place, seat, you mark your all, territory like all a dog. Over the back. And the whole time, I just remember the thought in my, my five-year-old kindergarten head, big boys, do what they want. Pissing <laughs> 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 all over the place. And, and then, like, they didn't fully sink in until, like, years later. I'm like, that was fucking weird. Why'd you do that? <laughs> I also got yeah. in trouble the first day of kindergarten for saying penis. She took me out into the hallway and said, that's a no-no word, Taylor. You don't say that. You say your front area. All right, whatever. Can I go pee again? <laughs> I, have a, I have a great uh, puking story. Uh, oh, I'd love to hear it. I was about 16, and back when I was 16, you know, there was a legal drinking age in the Netherlands, and there was this whole controversy about, like, everybody in the <laughs> class is 16 now. We're going to Poland on, like, a school holiday, school trip. Um, like, are the, are the kids allowed to drink? Because everybody was older than 16. Now, some parents said no. Some parents said yes. Pretty much the teacher said, hey, listen, you know, you're not allowed to drink, but if we don't see it, we don't know it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we're in Poland, and, uh, you know, the first few days, these kids are all drinking and drinking and drinking, and I was like, I'm here to enjoy the, the, the Polish culture and stuff, and, you know, we're waking up early. I, I wasn't a big drinker back then. So this one day, we, um, this is like the day number two, day number three in this Polish trip, we end up going to Auschwitz, right? which is the, the, the biggest concentration camp, uh, yeah. ex-concentration camp in the world for, for the people that didn't know. Um, but here's the thing. We're going in this crazy little van with this Polish driver on these horrible roads, and he's driving like this, right? And I'm carsick. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty severely carsick. Meanwhile, we're on in, like, a dirt, this dirt road going like this, and this driver is probably doesn't even have his driver's license driving like this 
And we drive all the way to Auschwitz, which was half an hour to an hour. And uh, I jump out of the car and start puking behind a tree, right? And all the teachers look away. And I'm like, either they thought I was like super nervous about Auschwitz, or they were just like, yeah, Jordy went really hard (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) We're just going to look away and pretend that it never happened, right? (laughs) And I was there like, guys, I'm just car sick. And they were like, "Mm mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> how was uh, how was the trip to Auschwitz? Okay. It was it's it's definitely uh, like I would recommend you do it, uh, and especially if you got kids, uh, it's extremely educational and it is surreal. It's do they have a, um, how do much they have of it's still shop? there? Sorry, sorry, one question at a time. Gift shop? <laughs> they have a gift shop? Do you get like cups and mugs? No. <laughs> is it like a? It, is it heavy? Sorry. Like did, did were you just oh, like? Yeah. How do they so, manage to make it heavy? I mean, it's 60, 70 years ago. Like it. Okay, so here's the thing. You arrive at the place, yeah, mm-hmm. and you well, you, you go with the tour guide, and then you see how big this thing is, right? So until the, like, from where you are till the horizons, it's filled with the camp, right? And then they start telling these stories about, okay, well, you walk into one of these sheds, and they go, you know, this would be your bed at home. But here, nine people would sleep Side to side, right? And then, and then they go, but uh, somebody will go in the classroom and go, but where's the toilet, right? I don't see a toilet. They go, there's no toilet. On top of that, you, nine people sleep above you and nine people sleep above you. So everybody there is shitting their beds, nine people at a time, which is dripping down, shitting on nine more people, which is dripping down. Now, here's the thing. Everybody wants to sleep at the bottom because that's where it's the warmest. Right? Wow. Yeah, but now you're laughing, right? That is beyond fucked up. But when you're there, and especially as a kid, and and even as an adult still, and you're in this atmosphere, right, where you walk into this room, and there's just an entire room filled with glasses. And they go, these were all the glasses they took from all the prisoners, right? There's a room with just shoes, clothes whatever and they go this this is what they took from these people right it, they they really really sell the story and they say they do it so it'll never ever happen again but it's it's definitely an experience and you know i would i would recommend it if you're interested but it's very heavy so if you're if you're you know if you can't deal with those heavy things you shouldn't really do it what kind of yeah. uh what, how much of it is still there or i guess how much of it were you able to explore like did you get to so, see gas chambers and get, yes, you so obviously you got go, to see the bunks so you can go to the gas chambers, but they blew them up, right? Because they were trying to hide the evidence back in the war. I believe that's uh-huh. what they said. Um, and then most of the, uh, the, the the sheds or whatever they slept in uh, have been burned down, but a few are still standing there. So uh, and then you have the fences, and then you have the uh, you know the guard towers or whatever. It's it's quite a lot of stuff which is still there. And I they're like three. Be on the top bunk. I, I'm getting on that top bunk. I because my rationale is heat rises, right? So so like the the it's it's you know you want to be on the top rack of the, of the of that people oven. I mean the people like there would have known, right? I, I I don't know. I I I'd want that top bunk for for two reasons, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not getting pissed on, not getting shot on, but also because. I, I would think the top bunk would be the warmest because, you know, the heat rising from 18 people below Yeah, but there's no you. ice. Not, no, no. You know, there's no... Like, the roof is missing in some of these places, I'd assume, right? I so would, you're just I getting don't, well, snowed on. 
I don't know. I wasn't we're, there. We're talking, you know, we're talking and, and now I recognize this is a horrible situation, but is anyone getting laid in these bunks? Because I, I mean, oh, yeah. front to back, oh, front no, to back. You no, think... they split them by the men in some area and yeah. the women in another area. They didn't yeah, let them yeah. come I mean, in. And on top of that, there's is anyone no getting laid get in this situation? <laughs> I don't think so. There's no way you're going to get your schlong up if you haven't had dinner for a week and you've been working every day, right? And you're covered in shit. And, and you're literally everybody mm. you know is dying around you, and every morning the they're getting lined up, and people are being executed. This is so, the only so thing this situation is missing is a glass coffee oh, table. Fuck, same joke. Sylvester <laughs> <laughs> uh, wants to be on that bottom bunk. He's, he's, just, he's like that guy at the football game, remember, who's like stroking it in his pants like nobody would see on the sidelines. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 18 people above me, huh? All taking a <laughs> dump. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's it's definitely, if, you, if you're ever in, in, in Europe or, you know, in Poland, I'd say definitely go go there. But obviously understand, like, if you're bringing kids or if you're bringing a, a, a girlfriend, like, that shit's heavy. Well, I know it's not Disney World or anything. No, although, yeah, no. although probably aren't any rides. Don't take any selfies. At both places, right? You know, Walt Disney... Probably would have enjoyed his trip there. Well, he did. Walt he was, was extremely a notorious anti-Semite. Justin yeah, Bieber yeah. went there, I think, and he said Anne Frank would have been a believer. And no, everyone... no, that was, I believe, that was uh, when she, when he went to the Anne Frank Museum in Amsterdam. Oh, yes. Okay, my mistake. In Amsterdam. Oh, and, <laughs> everyone gave he... him a hard time for it, and then he explained himself, and he's like, "Well, they said that she was into pop culture." And I assumed if she was into pop culture like now, she might have been into Justin Bieber. And I thought about it, and it was like, you know, that just sounds about right. You know, like just keep it. That's like a joke you would keep private. Okay, it's not in good taste. You wouldn't tweet that to your 10 million followers. Be like, yo, this is funny, dude. I remember (laughs) I was talking to Chiz about we were we were looking at Amsterdam for a possible trip, and I was showing all the things that you can do there. And rather than like focus on like the drugs and prostitution, I was looking for like historical stuff. And, yeah, and, well, like, I can recommend you a few. I can give you. I, and, and, I, I, I'm sure. I, I was looking at like I don't know. A lot of the architecture there is just beautiful. It's yeah. it's like nothing that we have. Come here. check out one so of my old. houses. Uh, I'll show you. Mm. Oh, okay. And <laughs> yeah, what you did there. And uh, I was like, oh, and the Anne Frank Museum. I would like to go to that. And he was like, ah. What a downer. And I'm like, well, come on. We'll go there. We'll get all depressed. And then we'll go to one of those places you want to go and get get our, get happy again, right? Like, like I, I want to see that red light district where there are just, like, women in the windows, like like mannequins just beckoning you in with their nudity. I, 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 don't, I, wanna, wanna... I don't want the Anne Frank Museum and the red light district to be on the same day of the trip. No. I feel like that. Because if I were at the red light district first, Depends I'd be how thinking high like, oh man, like this is, <laughs> I have to go to the Anne Frank Museum after this, that's going to be a downer. And if I did it afterward, I'd be like, who are you to just fuck this hot, you know, European chick when Anne Frank house is so sad? Well, here's you know, the thing. At least what, make what, it one Friday, one Saturday. During the day, you do the, do the museums. And then, you know, you eat some of the mushrooms or smoke some of the good stuff, and then you do the rest. Can you take mushrooms legally in? No, but you can take truffles, yeah. You can buy truffles. What's a, What's a truffle? What does a truffle do? Like, almost the same as a mushroom, but you're less likely to jump off, like, out of roots or something What's like that. Wait, I think like, is that just like a weed candy? Like a weed um, truffle? Or a yeah, no, 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 no. Psychedelic oh, yeah. hallucinogenic guys, Yeah, experience. I was just going to say, you guys are not familiar with this. Okay, so it it's like... 
very psychedelic, like, I don't know. Uh, if you Most can people are very that. bad at describing their high. So when I find someone who's good at it, I latch onto it and just keep repeating the same thing about joy in every raindrop. Okay, okay. I can, I, I, like, I've only done weed. Theoretically, fair, fair right? Uh-huh. Right? Theoretically. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Dutch. I'm an adult. I can say that, right? Um, <laughs> but I, I haven't done any other drugs, right? So hypothetically, if you ate, you know, an eighth of mushrooms, all the colors would seem much more bright and vibrant, like like when you turn your television uh, saturation uh, uh, you saturation up, up to saturation. an to an uncomfortably high level, so that, that greens in particular seem like they're all like green fire to some extent. Uh, depth perception becomes skewed, so that things that are at arm length seem much closer. Um, uh, but you can still you, you, you can still grab them and stuff. It just seems seems. Th- Things seem magnified in a way that's difficult to describe. You'd be a little bit tipsy, almost like you've had a few beers and you know maybe your equilibrium's off. Um, and uh, you get a little giggly. Everything seems not so important and, uh, and fun. And, uh, but in particular, uh, things are beautiful, all things, especially if you're out on a hike or something, like seeing like a beautiful mountain range in nature and that sort of thing. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. And if you were to eat, say, a quarter ounce of mushrooms, you might start seeing some things. You might start seeing some streamers that look like uh, if you've got a sparkler and a little bit comes off of it, except it doesn't just die right away. It's sort of at the peripheral of your vision, kind of going off and doing stuff. But they won't be just bright yellow. They m- they'll be the colors of the things you're looking at, perhaps. So you might see some yellows and blues in the sky and some greens and and browns if you're looking at the ground um it could hypothetically be a a bizarre frightening experience though as well (laughs) okay hypothetically you could hypothetically you could you could really have a nightmare that 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 seems inescapable for several hours in which after it's over you're just thankful to be alive again again hypothetically because for a while hypothetically you thought you were going to die hypothetically W- yeah. so, would this so be would he... following the joyous part? Like that was the hypothetically well, it, it, the down or like things, another time things, didn't work out? Things might not be joyous is, is what I'm saying. Like some people have like a scary type reaction uh, and, uh, and, it, and things just go really poorly for them. Like oftentimes when people take it, they will get a, a person who's going to be sober the whole time to sort of babysit them mm. and, to like, and to like look after them and be the one to like bring them warm milk and be like, it's okay everything's all right and meanwhile their eyeballs are popping out of their head and floating away like balloons while they're explaining it okay know. okay i just posted a a video because hoodie asked a question you know like i don't know about these drug experiences and when i hear a good story i i just latch on to it right and here's the thing hoodie um woody fuck i keep messing it up sorry have a one cookie. of my employees is called hoodie so ah, okay <laughs> here's the thing woody um you, you you know you're an adult, but there are many kids out there who are wondering what the uh, uh, what it's like to take these drugs, right? Mm-hmm. So what the Dutch government did is they made a YouTube channel and they funded this YouTube channel and actually actually know the people who uh, who host it to take drugs, okay, and to film their experience and share it, okay. Plus, give tips for when you're using it and everything else. Okay, so here's the YouTube channel. It's called Drugs Lab. Very interesting. And if you're ever wondering any type of drug, what it's like 
to be high on it or what it's like for someone else to be high on it, go watch one of these videos. This one, I just linked this magic mushrooms, which can tie into this hypothetical story uh, we're talking about right now. But they, they have the mushrooms, they have subtitles and everything, by the way. And they talk about, uh, you know, how much to take and uh, what it's like while taking it. They even have a little, like, beat, a heartbeat monitor up there and, and stuff like that. It's That's very fascinating. Interesting. Like, America would not do that. America would yeah, say, no, ah, no. mushrooms will kill you if you so much as look at them wrong. And the drug dealer probably has a gun, and he'll kill you too. He probably doesn't even have real mushrooms. He probably just wants to shoot you. And, and like this is the approach that American government takes and just say, you know, this thing is this class A drug. You'll likely get locked up in jail. Like nothing good happens if you even consider taking this. Yeah, so what the Dutch do, which I think is great, and I definitely think many more countries should do it, first of all, they say buying any type of drug is legal. You can go up to somebody and go, hey, do you have any cocaine, or I'm here to buy cocaine, or follow up on, on a Craigslist uh, ad and go and buy cocaine or, or, or magic mushrooms or whatever you want to buy, right? And by doing so... It's a lot more of a, a you know good experience actually going to a drug dealer and buying something. You're not going to be imprisoned for it, right? Mm -hmm. And then second of all, uh, they make selling the drugs illegal, of course. So the drug dealer is 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 wrong here. The the person buying the drugs, it's going to happen anyways. They say, right? Doesn't matter how hard you fight it, people are going to buy drugs. People are going to use drugs. So now the, then the second thing is. They say uh, you cannot be arrested for being on drugs in your own uh, place or, uh, you know, in private property. So uh, that is that is really good in my eyes, because let's say you're at a party and some people are doing cocaine and they're overdosing. Now, what you see most of the time is they would dump him on the street and then call an ambulance and be like, yo, pick up this guy over there. He's, he's overdosing. Or they wouldn't even do that because they're scared that they're going to figure out he did drugs and then he's going to get arrested, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in the Netherlands, if somebody ODs on coke, you call the police, police comes over or, or ambulance comes over. They don't care what kind of drugs he, he took, right? They're going to try to save his life. And afterwards, they might, you know, give him a little flyer saying, yo, next time, don't take too much cocaine. Right? Or they'll, <laughs> send, really or they'll cool send him this video. Way to do it. <laughs> Make yeah. him watch the video. All right, all right. You have an 11 yeah. minute sentence. <laughs> you yeah. just sent through the whole thing. Right? There you go. Uh, oh, man. Is that better? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great way to handle the drugs. I think that's way better than us. I, I just yeah. need to process it. I, I, I'm not saying it's worse. I, I'm just like, huh? Because you do want people not to take a lot of drugs, right? Like that is a thing. As a society, if everyone. Ideally. Yeah. Too many yeah. people aren't Coke or mushrooms or whatever. It's probably bad for the nation, right? Um, and, and maybe, I, look, I'm not coming from position knowledge here, but I might think that the more people who try mushrooms and cocaine, the more people who do too much mushrooms and, and cocaine, right? You know, every addict started off with the first hit. Mm -hmm. So this seems like it really opens the door to but the first hit. But it's, it's a lot more, uh, you know, first of all, it's a lot more of a pleasant experience, right? You're not, you know, you're, when you're going to buy your pouch of cocaine you're not going to get shot right mm -hmm. because you know that experience 
like you're there to just give your money and, and, and they know what they're doing is illegal, but you know what you're doing is not illegal, I don't, right? They, they could still get you shot because they know that you're coming with cash, right? They know that this is a person of who course, has cash. But because it's so easily accessible because everybody's buying it everywhere, it lowers the prices. So now you, you go and buy a, you know a little pack of cocaine for 10 bucks. Like you're not going to mm. get shot for 10 bucks, right? Instead of, I don't know what it is anywhere else, 200 bucks. Um, plus, it's it's a lot more uh, you know open for a, a conversation. If it's all fine to use cocaine, and it's all like you can go to parties and talk to people about their drug experiences. And I have friends who openly go, "Yo, listen, I just took some of the craziest shit." You know what I mean? And then you learn from that, and you see their behavior instead of making it very secretive. And oh, have you heard? Have you ever done cocaine? No, I've never met anybody who's done it. Let's go and buy it. And then you've never seen a video of anybody on cocaine. You don't know the risks. You're not educated about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, versus where literally half of your friends have done it and they can share their experience with you. Plus, they might know a good dealer uh, if you really want to check it out. Plus, you know that if it goes wrong, um, you know, because you can Google all about it, how much it takes and stuff, that if it goes wrong, you can just call an ambulance and say, hey, listen, I'm overdosing on drugs or whatever. Yeah, with, with heroin in particular, there's a drug to counteract an overdose that's so effective that it's at, at counteracting the overdose that it's like magic. Like, it's, it's absurd, like, and, and that's a problem. I, I keep hearing in the U.S. how it's becoming more and more prevalent that they're getting them out into ambulances and stuff So because it, apparently like someone can do a lethal dose of heroin and they can just pop them with this and it's like it's like epinephrine for a uh, for a bee sting uh, allergic mm -hmm. reaction you know where if you didn't intervene the person's dead but that little intervention instantly like makes all the, the yeah stuff just like aside. nullifies all the heroin yeah, all the yeah. opiates Taylor did you take your rhino dick pills by any chance no no, I know, I know you took one. How I thought that I got some benefits from the rhino dick pill. I really do think I did. Mm. I, I absolutely okay, did. Okay, what is it? And can for you, people that you... don't know, he was suspicious. He thought that it was not going to work. Wait, wait. What is a rhino dick work. pill? Could somebody... so, Kyle, yeah, Kyle Quickly. and I ordered uh, these bootleg fucking ridiculous dick pills off of Amazon. They misspell the word, ejac the word ejaculate <laughs> on the back, which isn't great. But uh, I mean, It looks cool. It does look cool. And Kyle, I haven't taken one yet. Kyle has. It's what? supposed to be like a Viagra style thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be like over the counter, I guess, Viagra or Cialis. I felt like I was more easily aroused. Mm. I felt that uh, I, I, uh, I had a, a stronger, harder erection. And I, I felt like, uh, you know, the, the second and third events were, uh, were, were, were uh, easier. Easier and, uh, and more powerful. And uh, and I, I don't know. I, I felt like I got some benefits, and and maybe as a placebo effect, it's possible. But I have four more, so we'll continue to find out. Um, Are there any side effects? No. Yeah, any, did you get a no. headache being extremely horny? No, I, and I wasn't extremely horny. Uh, it, it's uh, it. I, there, there were no side effects that I noticed. Certainly not any other than like you know my you know the the ones I wanted. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, and these are and these were uh, were fairly cheap. Taylor found the, these on Amazon. It's called Rhino 50K. Um, I Four think for I fifteen dollars, right? Five for sixteen, maybe. You guys got a referral 16. fee or something? No, referral we need. Oh, we should totally have a referral code when we do stuff like this, right? Get like, Kitty I mean, in talks with know. the Rhino 50K dick pill people. <laughs> the, the Chinese company that can't spell ejaculate. 
<laughs> no, it's going to be like one be guy honest, it's a with a mortar word. and pestle mushing up stuff from his backyard. A little bit of coke. Most likely they just put Viagra in there and rebranded it. It's 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 possible. There could be anything in there. You know, I, I keep hearing them say, so the newest theory on John Jones testing positive for those steroids, and they say this for a couple reasons, one of them being like, he would have to be a fool to take the steroid that he that he tested positive for, uh, and then get busted for it because it's it's known to everyone that if he taken it um, that close to the fight that he was just gonna test positive. They say that they use creatine to uh, cut cocaine, and that sometimes creatine is tainted with this steroid because they use the same like machinery to mix the creatine as they do to mix uh, those steroids. And so, and they've found creatine t contaminated with those steroids before. So, the the theory is that he snorted he snorted some cocaine at his birthday party like ten or twelve days before the fight that had been cut with creatine that was contaminated with steroids. And that's not John Jones people. That's like someone close to Joe Rogan telling him that that's what they believe. I think he probably just took substances. My money's to. on him taking steroids. Yeah, and you I know, I, Occam's razor. And, and <laughs> yeah, I like the way Chael Sonnen put it. Chael Sonnen is like, you know, he's like, I'm an expert in steroids. Like, I, I, I've been, I, I was caught with six things in my system, still the record. And he, he says that he can look at a guy on weigh-in and tell you which drugs he took. He's like, but I don't say anything until they get caught. That's the code. And I'm just out fighters for taking steroids. TJ Dillashaw. And uh, he's like, what John Jones does is he takes a picture of himself at the start of training camp looking fat and out of shape. He doesn't even look like an athlete, let alone a professional athlete. And then 12 weeks later, he looks like John Jones, the world champion at 205. And he says, to me, he just outed himself. He just yeah. outed himself. He just demonstrated to the world that he is on steroids. You're a you could work out for 12 weeks. You will not go from that to that without steroids. You won't. And I, I hear Chell Sonnen say this, and I eat up every word of it. I mean, it's... You can work out for twelve weeks, and and like you got to see where John Jones starts and ends. It's outrageous. He goes yeah. way out of shape between training training camps. He and like I said, he doesn't even look athletic. Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that portion. That that he really makes an incredible uh, uh, progression throughout his training camp. Yeah, and he's been busted twice for different steroids now. You know, like it. it is he really just taking that much wild shit from all over the place? Like, oh, yeah, gas station dick pills here, uh, creatine-based cocaine over there and something. Like, dude, what are you putting in your body? You get tested all the time. Yeah, yeah it seems, like, stupid to do that. Like, you, it's not a surprise. They always test you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I think uh, Occam's razor, like you said. W what is Occam's razor exactly like the most obvious uh, answer? The, the simplest solution is often the, the most correct likely. one. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that there, uh, there, there's rumors about Tyron fighting um, Diaz? Yes. Uh, Who do you pick in that fight? Woodley by anything he wants. Nate Diaz is not an elite fighter. Um, Nate Diaz is big and he fought a guy coming out of 145. Uh, heck, I th oh, he was scheduled for 155. Then they fight at 170, and there's Correct. he just has some attributes that made him particularly well suited to Conor McGregor. So he beat him one out of two times. Yep, I think when he fights at like 170 against Tyron Woodley, good lord, like that is a yeah. mismatch. Tyron's a big boy, um, but Nate is a lot more aggressive fighter than Tyron is. 
and uh, I don't know. Is. I could, I could, <laughs> everybody is, yeah. and I could, I could see him catching him. But uh, I think if they fight that fight ten times, Tyron probably wins seven of them or maybe eight. Um, it, it's uh, it, it'll be an inch. I hope they put that fight together. I'd like to see it. Did you see Connor jumping into the ring at Bellator and uh, just? It was a huge controversy. Can I lay out what like, happened, or do you want oh, to? If you know how, because it's complicated. So Did here's you what see happened. So Connor has a uh, friend in the fight, uh, but he's not in his corner or anything. I think he's in the audience, but like front row. And his friend seemingly knocks out the other guy, but it's at the very end of the round, right? So uh, he's he's they call it like shark in the water, right? The other guy is wobbling and he's going out, and Connor's friend is just finishing him the ref because the crowd is going wild for this can't hear the bell but 10 seconds before the bell they do this slapping thing and he knew that the bell was about to go well the ref thinks he missed the bell so he jumps in there to break up the fight thinking that the bell must have gone off without me hearing it it turns out the ref broke up the fight just like a second or two early right so while the fighter in the ref's head was saved by the bell, to everyone else, it looks like the ref broke it up before the bell rang, because he did. And, and that's what you would do if you were uh, ending the fight and saving the fighter. So Connor, inappropriately, jumps over the cage and starts, I think he jumps on his own, his like friend, teammate guy, like sort of a, like a hug a girl would give, like hugs with their arms and legs at the same time. And, mm -hmm. uh, and he's very excited and he's screaming and the ref is like, Connor, you got to go. This fight's not over. You know, I was signaling end of round, not end of fight. You don't belong in here. And Connor is flipping out. Now, Connor's side of the story is, um, this fight was clearly over a different fighter friend of Connor's was in a fight like last year, 18 months ago, something like that. That guy killed his opponent, right? So Connor is like, you cannot like get this guy who's like still, I think, sitting back in this fight. But the ref is like, ah, but, but this fight ends when I say it is. And then he, he did say it was uh, like once he evaluated the, the losing fighter a little better, he, um, you know, he said this fight's over. But Connor is cursing out the ref. He has some, I forget the details of it, but he has a previous uh, problem, like frustration with the ref. So Connor, like, sees it. He's like, it's you? It's fucking you? Yo, you're going to, like, you know, like, Connor's very upset with the Connor's ref. Connor's all coked up, by the way. Okay. I, I, I don't know this. <laughs> very aggressive. Yeah, well, he was very aggressive, and, and I think he even threatened the ref physically. I know he threatened the ref physically. Checks out like with the cocaine 15 theory. minutes yeah. later, he did. Like, that, I think, is on camera. But, um, yeah, so Connor jumped in when he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't in the corner. He wasn't anything. The fight wasn't even over yet. The ref was still making his decision on that. And then when the ref, like addressed Connor and told him to go away and stuff. I think Connor pushed the ref hard and threatened to kick his ass and did so again later. And Connor just looked really out of control. Connor was wrong and uh and they he, took him off the December fight card. He came off as entitled to me too. Like, you know, I don't know. It's something to do with fighting. I can jump in any ring. I can do here. I'm 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 the man is uh what I thought I saw. And, I think Connor deserves special treatment because if uh, I, I I heard they took him off a, a, a December card that he was going to be on. December who was 19th, he rumored maybe? to fight? Do you remember? No Connor clue. versus no clue. Uh, I don't think yeah. that was even out there yet. But but okay. it was they were going to find him an opponent. Who? Oh oh Ferguson maybe. 
Could have um, been. Yeah, so but, every Dece- like uh, they do like a New Year's Eve card, but it's not usually literally New Year's Eve. It's before or after, yeah. like for a Saturday. And that's usually one of those Super Bowl UFC cards. There's two or three a year that really stand Bodies out. Up. Yeah. yeah. So I think they need to be careful, Connor. They need to like... Remember when Ronda came back for to after to fight um, uh, Amanda Nunez, and they they're like they didn't make her do the press, and they let her be in seclusion and whatever she needed to be to be concentrated. Mm-hmm. They need to treat Connor disproportionately well to everyone else, or he's going to go off and fight Oscar De La Hoya and make another you know ten or twenty million dollars. You might be right. Yeah, you, you saw Oscar calling him out, being like, "I'm ready to go." Get you know, out, I'm in really? training. Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya is like, like I can take Connor in two rounds. How um, old is I know Oscar? if I, he's old. I he, he said I know that if I got in the cage with me, he'd destroy me. But in the ring, I can take him out in two rounds. I'm training now. I can be ready to go. Let's do this. And and you know it'd be 44. another it, it, 44. Yeah. So you know Connor could go fight Oscar De La Hoya. And, and and not get elbowed in the fucking head and beaten to the ground potentially, which is what might happen if he fights a Tony Ferguson or a Khabib Nurmagomedov or any of those guys. Who knows? Anything can happen in that cage. He can go take a nice little light tapping with those big fucking gloves on. I mean, it's a beating, but it's not MMA. I, I it's he might know, win, and it's I don't it's know. a forty four. He might win. You know why he, he might win me. at forty four? Because they don't drug test like the UFC does. So he'll have the testosterone levels of an 18-year-old going into that thing. He's young. He's older than me, actually. He's 15 days older. So, I mean, that's pretty significant, I think. <laughs> it's pretty significant. <laughs> and, and my honest opinion about the, the Mayweather fight was that if Connor had had, let's call it, four more months to train, I think he could have won. I, I feel like his cardio is just, he needs, he needs he's better cardio. And I feel like maybe he could have gotten it if, if he'd had more months and months to train. He just ran out of gas, and it it was clear to me, like especially in retrospect, I guess now it's clear to me that like those first five rounds or whatever that I think Connor won like three of, that he wasn't putting all the mustard he could on those punches. He was pacing himself. It seemed like even that uppercut Mayweather that, he, was. that uh, Connor. Well, I'm yeah. both of them. I, I have like the opposite opinion. Yeah, my, my I, I mean, I could be wrong, but the way I saw it was this one. I don't think Connor gets a bigger gas tank in a couple of months. I think that Connor's an elite athlete and he came in there in amazing shape with all he had. What he didn't do right in that fight was pace himself. And if you hear him like credit Mayweather afterwards, he's like, he was very crafty. You know, he saved his energy. He waited. He let Connor punch himself out. And while Mayweather sort of didn't expel as much energy. And then somewhere around round three or four, they changed it. Uh, it you know, boxing ring is a terrible place to be exhausted. And uh, Mayweather made him pay for it. That that's how I, I see I didn't, it. I didn't feel like Connor was ever hitting hard throughout the entire fight. I never. I didn't, I didn't feel like he ever threw a really hard punch uh, the, at all. To me, um, he blew his water early, and he was wasting energy. Like he, he took Mayweather's back. I don't even know seven times during that fight. That doesn't yeah. help you in boxing. You know, like he they'd lock yeah. up and he'd get around to the back and he'd hold it, and then the refs would immediately break it up. And I was like, Connor, what are you doing? Like, There's a lot of wasted energy. Yeah, there's so many things I didn't like about that fight. Like, like I, I, I wanted, I hated that the way that Mayweather would just turn away and bend over. Like, I, I don't know if you saw that uh, that Reddit gif a while back, but it was titled like "When Boxing Gets a Little Gay," and uh, both <laughs> fighters took each other's backs and like fir- the first oh, guy did humps see the that. other one. <laughs> it he, wasn't like, the counter the other fight. One yeah. And, uh, yeah, completely different fighters. Um, but but one guy kind of takes the other guy's back. They're they're standing, and he like gives him a, a a thrust, like he's fucking him in the butt. 
yeah. like so hard that it forces the guy forward and the crowd's like, whoa! And then like the opposite happens where I think it was a Mexican fighter. The Mexican fighter takes the other guy's back and he gives him a thrust. And it's like, that's not how you get even when somebody gives you a little fuck fuck. Like, have you like, considered like, punching him? Have, you know, maybe punch him in the back of the head. Like if we're if we're fighting dirty, uh, let's fight dirty, right? Like like. But I, I'm not gonna give him a a, a a retaliatory butt thrust. That's not. <laughs> that's totally what it was. Oh, you gonna make me look gay? I'll make you look gay. Ah, see, I'm the I'm the, I'm the dominant. One. I'm the top. I'm just establishing my dominance. That's what this is about right now. It's like Taylor in <laughs> elementary uh, school. <laughs> Uh, do you think maybe the reason that Connor was taking his back so often was just like maybe like a public show for from him being like, if I wanted to, I could beat the shit out of him right now. Like just make almost like a little passive way of him showing like, like, you know, even though he's going to he can beat me in boxing. Like if this were a street fight, if they suddenly said no more rules, fight like I would. I'd beat him. Like, do you think there's any? Because he seems like an arrogant enough guy that he would do that just to like show. In, it felt like instinct from like years of training that style. It felt like it was just like he sees he he's just wrapping him up, you know. And, and you know, when they get in the clinch, they sort of wrap each other up anyway. And the thing was, Mayweather's turning his back to Connor to get away from from the inside work. I, that annoyed me the way Mayweather, Mayweather turned was away. He? That. I need to see it again. In my head, yeah. Connor was taking the back. It wasn't so much Mayweather giving it, but I. Oh, uh, Mayweather kept. Even the the uh, the announcer was like, he can't keep doing this because Mayweather would just turn around, put put his butt to Connor, and bend over. He's like, he can't keep doing that. He's got to stop that. And hmm. uh, I, I hated that part about the fight, and I really hated that ref. That that opening speech from the ref where where he's like looking at Connor. He's like, you can't do this, and don't be doing that, and don't be doing this. And it just felt like. It was a two-on-one from the yeah. start, you know. Yeah. That was annoying. Mm. Yeah, so it looks like that incident where he went in the cage and misbehaved is getting him off of the card. So I guess he's not going to fight in MMA in 2017. I wonder how much that'll hurt him. I mean, he's got plenty of money, so not... Oh, you mean like his capacity to fight in the future yeah i, I do don't know. yeah yeah i'm not worried about his finances he seems okay yeah. <laughs> although i do wonder a little like people worry about mayweather's finances mayweather made more money off that fight mayweather's had a career of tons and tons of money but i keep using the same line this motherfucker books a separate private jet for his luggage when he goes <laughs> places right like it's one thing to like not fly first class and again go private jet it's another to have another jet for your luggage yeah that's beyond frivolous like there's, uh, you you don't even wear a shirt when you're doing your job. Like <laughs> so, yeah. Like Dana White looks at him and says, "This guy wastes a lot of money." And Dana White has a racetrack at his house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and crazy cars. Dana White cars. has a real racetrack as, at his house. He does. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That wouldn't be my big blowout choice. Like I would build an actual functional ice hockey rink, NHL size, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah. But a huge. That'd be way fucking cheaper than a racetrack, though. Oh, I don't like, know. I, I, I bet maintenance fees on a racetrack are pretty low. Oh, yeah. Maintenance on the ice rink would be would I mean, be a bitch. Well, I'd move to, like, fucking Minnesota or something where the cold folks are, and then now, it wouldn't be as expensive. Do outdoor ice rinks have... I guess they do have Zambonis, but every time I've ever skated outdoors, the ice was, like, land of a thousand tiny bumps. Oh, like choppy and just yeah. shit. It's not uh, like an indoor... Then it wasn't natural ice. <laughs> it wasn't natural ice. In the That's Netherlands. Not... <laughs> Go on. got it all smooth. 
it's smooth than it, I think maybe it melts a lot then or something. I don't know. Well, are a lot of people skating around playing hockey on their on your perfect ice? Nobody plays hockey. That's so weird. It's, it's cold it's enough just, there that you could play. They, they just go ice skating, like in laps and stuff. So you guys got halfway there to the fun <laughs> part of ice skating, and then you're like, no, no frankly, there's a lot of hitting, and those so, Canadians okay. are pretty violent. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're talking about the ice skates, which are like as big as your feet. I'm talking about the big, oh, the speed long, skating, right? Yeah. Speed skating, exactly. That's great. Yes. Uh, well, it's fun to watch, but it ice. sounds exhausting. Oh. Have Have you done that before, no. Web? Have you done? Yeah, speed yeah, yeah. I've yeah, never tried. Do you it's like? It's like it? pretty big. Yeah, it's great. Um, well, we we just call it ice skating, right? Um, but like a, like I was saying, I, we would go to these places where it like the big nature places where all the water would freeze up like a big lake or whatever and then everybody's just going on crazy big laps or you're adventurous and you go out in like a little 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 side river and then all of a sudden the ice starts cracking under you and it's it's all black uh like super transparent right it's pretty cool pretty scary too we were usually yeah. pretty careful to make sure that the ice was okay before we played pond hockey. Yeah, yeah, but you're like, you're like, okay, well, there's there's five, uh, five centimeter, five inches of uh, of ice on this side, right, or whatever, uh, and then you know the rest should be fine too. But you 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 don't really know. So what you do is you carry like one of these these picks with you, just in case you fall on the ice, and then you can pull yourself out. Because your friends are not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to go. <laughs> yeah. I would help, but I am so high. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drink chocolate milk afterwards or something. That's hey, pretty Laura, fun. I, so I was thinking about our inevitable uh, Las Vegas trip, uh, or Nevada trip, I think, because I want to be outside the city limits for obvious reasons. I think it would be fun to stream uh, some sort of event where we have these ladies of the night and uh, uh, I joked on Reddit that it'd be fun. I, I would like, no, we, we'd stream it from Twitch, my favorite porn site. But inevitably, they kick you off Twitch when things got a little bit too raunchy. Mm. But we could, we could st totally stream it on like chatterbait. A, an adult chatterbait. And I was thinking, have you ever seen, I know you have because you've seen It's Always Sunny, but when, he, when they have the Asian lady who's covered in, the, who she's naked on the table and covered in sushi. Yeah, I have seen that. I would want to do that. And and in some way, like the audience would get pieces of her taken off, and and I was thinking of like ways to make it silly and funny by getting like a real big fat chick and covering her with like fried chicken. <laughs> ah, well, but we're still going to be eating these things, Kyle. Off Someone will thing. be eating them. It would be easy to get a couple of PKA fans to come to this ridiculous event, and and they would eat the chicken. Make oh oh how about this? You know how they have like pie eating contests. Like each contestant would have a fat woman covered in fried chicken, and they would have to, as quickly as possible, get the chicken off of her and eat it. And we would see which one could get Hands the woman. Hands tied behind their back. Yep. <laughs> and then you, place, you just place your, your finished bones in the convenient disposal <laughs> slot. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, eating chicken, uh, one of my good friends, uh, he just did a uh, you know brand deal sponsorship with uh, KFC. Hmm. Um, oh, nice. which is great, obviously, and you get paid for that, which is nice. But on top of that, on top of his pay, uh, he also got a KFC black card. Ooh. So he can go to any KFC, as far as I know, and just get as much as he, as much chicken as he wants. Now, Does here's the joke. Oh, no, no, sick. no. Lifetime. Now, here's the joke. He's vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> no. 
Why? Juan does, is, okay, well then give that to someone who cares. Is it transferable? Like, he, could he sell it? So, so I was talking to him about it, and, and no, you cannot sell it because then they'll block it. But I'm like, well, if you're out with some friends and stuff, you're always going to be the cool guy getting chicken for everybody, right? Yeah. And then you can get your vegetarian <laughs> burger. Mashed potato. I didn't know yeah, there was a KFC black card. Like, it, I, do, do all KFC employees Domino's know about or this? Pizza Hut. Well, they um, swipe it in the machine, and I'm sure it says $0. Yeah, I'm sure probably. That's what do. Yeah. And then they just get reimbursement from whatever corporate office issued it. That's amazing. Yeah, because I know about the Burger King ones because I know Robert Downey Jr. has one and a number of celebrities have this Burger King black cards. I wouldn't want one for Burger King. I don't yeah. like Burger King. That I, don't I, would rather I just want a black card for anything. I would rather have Burger King <laughs> than KFC. Any. Toilet, toilet paper black card. I, I, I won't degrade KFC in any ways and, or anything, but. I would prefer Burger King to KFC. That flame oh, you're broiled crazy. whopper. That flame broiled whopper is. Where delicious. do you want your black is, card? Okay, okay Kyle. First hey, how about this? Churches uh, versus uh, versus your your Burger churches, King. Churches. Okay, I take that's churches over, over Burger King. Um, I would if it has to be a fast food black card. I would probably go. Like I don't know if Chick Fil A counts. I would certainly prefer Chick Fil A. That'd be my number one. Um, I think McDonald's has some good food now. I used to say I would, that I would just go with McDonald's. Food, yeah. But McDonald's then, has good stuff. The signature sandwiches, like I, I always, <laughs> oh I always joke about. That makes me laugh when you call them signature That's sandwiches. That's what they call them. They I legitimately know. are very good sandwiches. They're better than anything you've ever had at McDonald's. And their buttermilk chicken tenders are excellent. It, and their French mm. fries, of course, as everyone knows, are very, very good. So I, I would go McDonald's. I haven't given you know, McDonald's Mc a chance in a long, long time. I sometimes have like an egg McMuffin if because they're open super early in the day. Like it, every mm -hmm. once in a while, I'll do like a paramotor thing and I'll be up at 5 a.m. And that's a nice way to have, start. Have you had the McGriddle? No. All right, I don't, so I don't go really, off menu very much. Let me. Really <laughs> it's on the menu. It's on the menu. It's it's a combo. I think maybe it's the number three. But it's so it's the, on the fancy side of the menu, Kyle. I, I, let I, me tell if, you. If it hasn't been around for twenty two years, <laughs> you know, then I, don't know. I like Woody. Stick to the bottom right corner. <laughs> <laughs> I pick from the cheap things and like amalgamate my own meal. You know. So there are two kinds of McGriddles. There's the bacon, egg, and cheese, and the sausage, egg, and cheese. I get one of each because I'm not a I'm not a chooser. I want them both. Mm. The bun, if you will, for the McGriddle are two miniature pancakes somewhat soaked in maple syrup. They're not sticky. This is a ridiculous meal already. I'm not getting this. Two pancakes about the size of a biscuit, but they, they taste and smell delicious like maple syrup. An egg McMuffin and is already wildly yeah. cheating. I'm not going to replace the fucking muffin with maple syrup soaked pancakes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So good. I don't even like the maple syrup smoked pancakes. Like, I would prefer to have the regular kind of biscuit, like the uh -huh. crumbly, dry, mm. buttery, not really super sweet. The sweetness of the McGriddle, it's like they, they, the way they came up with that sandwich is they surveyed a fucking bunch of second graders. And they're like, oh, this is great. Is there enough sugar in it? I love it. It gives me energy. Like, uh, like, I'm a big boy now. I'm going to go pee all over the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, that's why it's my there. choice. But it you're right my... about the black card for McDonald's because just think about the location aspect of it mm -hmm. it's no matter everywhere. where you are yeah. no matter what time it is you get, you the, get the food you get the breakfast you get the dinner menus and and you get like they have some pretty good stuff too uh, um we're talking not not just the burgers but like drinks think drinks right you have these machines you can get any type of, of pop or soda whatever you want you can coffees. get some orange juice coffees right teas 
They have like the McCafe line now where they have like uh, macchiatos and cappuccinos and stuff, like all kinds of fancy coffee. Yeah, you get all the ice cream you want. I want to change my answer to Subway because they have just as many locations as McDonald's and you could rationalize you could rationalize eating there more often because like nothing like watching a McDonald's and you're going to be like, I feel like a piece of shit. But Subway, you could at least get like a six inch turkey sandwich. Fuck that. I don't want to watch some minimum wage employee prepare my sandwich through a sneeze guard. I, 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 every time I go into Subway, I'm a little grossed out by the end of the sandwich making process. Subway attracts such a white trash crowd. There is an entire category of YouTube montages called Subway Freakouts, where people lose their fucking shit in Subways. There's hmm. not one for McDonald's or Taco Bell. There might be one oh, for Walmart. <laughs> and Kmart. <laughs> Walmart, Kmart, Target, Target. All those places, but specifically Subway. I watched the other day. People like lose their shit. Like you touch my sandwich without gloves. You should be wearing gloves. Did you put salt on my sandwich? Like people just losing their shit. Like a I grandpa know. arguing over the cost of cookies. I lose my <laughs> shit. Like or not lose my shit, but I. Nothing makes me more upset than being in line. It, it's a uh, Subway in Chipotle or Kidoba or whatever where this happens most. Where you some mongoloid philistine jackass idiot. Someone who should be in a circle of hell, not the deepest, but like one of the middling ones. Yeah, like yeah. where they they can't just point through the glass and say, or just use their words. I don't point at things that I want at Subway because I'm 26 and I say I'd like lettuce on my. I'd like tomatoes. <laughs> I'd like jalapenos, and they do it. It's crazy how that works. The yeah. people who go like this and they reach over and they point down at the actual food. You know, yeah, like the sneeze guard is here. And they That's like ridiculous. look over like, yeah, I want I want lettuce and I want tomatoes and I want or if they're at Chipotle, like oh, I want I want beef. And no, not that beef, not that beef. I don't want that. I want this sauce, this one. And it's like the, I just want to be like, who the fuck raised you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you think this is okay? Do you notice how nobody before you put their hands over the glass and pointed at the food directly? You fucking idiot. Like, your little skin flakes are now all over the broiled chicken because you <laughs> don't think the person making your burrito is smart enough to go, oh, chicken, do I go into the one chicken container? You, you prefer to only eat the skin you're flakes clearly of the sandwich here all artist. The time. You're going to yes. have to tone down with the Mexican supplements because you're getting roid rage at, at Kidoba. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Just tell the nice woman what you'd like! <laughs> She'll do it! You, know? you start crying uncontrollably. <laughs> I think I'd go with the Pizza Hut black card. Yeah, I don't eat at many of these places very much, but I ate at Pizza Hut when I broke my leg because I couldn't like travel or anything. And I was in a hotel in Reno or something. And yeah, that whole fucking like cheese injected crust technology is amazing. <laughs> Ama- Have you had the sausage I'm blown in the away crust? By how much no. you're impressed by the stuffed crust? Because, because I remember, I remember being uh, 12. When this came out and like sitting at a sleepover, like seeing a commercial for like new Domino stuffed crust pizza. And I was just like, oh, Mrs. Stevens, Mrs. Stevens, can we get Domino stuffed crust pizza? She's like, I guess so, boys. And then we did that. And we played N64 all night. And it was <laughs> it was great. But like you bring it up a couple weeks ago. I'm like, man, what? You yeah. didn't know about stuffed crust pizza. It is for, really, oh, really good. It, came out it like takes pizza to a new level, though. It's, it's really... like someone talking about how cool text messaging is. I don't have to call <laughs> them. I just, I, I just type and just send it, and it's done. I, I don't end up on some long, boring phone call. Can, do you guys text anyone? They were still <laughs> running the post news of, like, 9-11. 
like that was that was real like that was recent news when stuffed crust pizza you know came uh, on board I'm it is a very huge good though. fan yeah i i like, I, I, I feel it, when i tell people how good stuffed crust pizza is in my heart, it's a public service announcement. <laughs> like people need to know about this. <laughs> it's really good. Now, it's news to me that everyone else knew all this time. And, and where were your public service announcements, huh? You guys could have hooked me up with this knowledge. Well, Pizza Hut did it themselves with their ad campaign. I don't see ads, <laughs> and still continues. Well, you did back in the late nineties. I probably when the pizza did in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's weird how little people like. I don't know what movies are out. I like. I, I don't like. I'm. You almost need advertisements to learn a little bit about popular culture. Otherwise, things like stuffed crust pizza come and go, and you had no idea. Uh, I, I, like, I rarely go to movie. I haven't been to a movie in probably a year, like to mm -hmm. a theater. And you're right. Like I have, and I don't watch commercials on TV. I just use Roku. And so at any point, I have no idea what movies are coming out or what's in theaters unless I see it on Twitter or unless I actively seek it out. I'm My on son the, knows. Uh, the movie subreddit a lot, so I, I, mm -hmm. I'm always yeah, kind of up to date on that. I really enjoy the movie I subreddit. was going to go to Justice League today, but we had PKA, so I had to cancel. Oh. I'm not going to Justice League because it's Rotten Tomatoes... It's not certified fresh. Yeah, well, no, they I, delayed their, uh, their review yeah. with some sort of backdoor secret handshaking faggotry, right? Mm. Like, they just... Like somebody That's paid the term. off yeah. Yeah, it's like 10 PKs in a row. He said that he dropped the F. It's out now, though. It's out now. 36. Nobody minds faggotry. That's okay. That, oh. Is it the R Y at the end That's that make it okay? No it's yeah. like egg and nigga. It's, so, it's a it's totally same, different the same word. rhetorical trick. So, it's like you thing. added two E's as well. I found Me? Wonder Woman. I don't know. Guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad guy in Walking Dead. <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> Get over okay. here, Mike. Oh, I'm glad you brought Walking Dead. Let, let's do Walking Dead after we look at this Rotten Tomatoes thing. Quebec. I was yeah, just going to say, Wonder Woman was great. Love the movie. I thought it was really, really good. Um, Six and a half. But then Batman versus Superman, horrible. And I went to the premiere. I was there, like red carpet with the actors and stuff. And it was like I was, I was hoping. Because I was reading some reviews, I was hoping that that experience would be like, oh yeah, this movie is crazy, right? Yeah. But it was not good at I all. I wish that you guys would join my so far one man superhero movie boycott, where I no, am not I going to the I'm movies again until they start making something fucking else. But Thor, go watch Thor. That's great. No, he's a super superhero. Yeah, he's great. And he's not even one of the good ones. Or as no, far as I, he is. He is in the. In, he is. He's, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just so fucking tired of superhero movies. So yeah. well, it, it's been years, and that's all that they pump out. It feels like. I think the good superhero movies are great, right? But then you have Zack Schneider or whatever his name is. He does Batman v Superman, which is just dog shit. And then and then somebody else does Wonder Woman, and you're like, oh, finally, somebody with a brain is making these movies, and then they bring out Justice League, and then you hear you're back at 36%. Yeah, like, I, it's it's not I like going the, anywhere. I like the Batman movies. Those were good. Oh, uh, well, the trilogy, the, you, you're yeah, talking the about the... The uh, Bane and the Joker. Yeah, that those were great. Amazing. No, they're terrible. They're terrible. No, they're Go, great. Look, those ones are you, terrible? Those are the only third, superhero movies I like. The I like third them. Nolan Batman movie is such horse shit. Go to the end of that movie, the climax of the mm. Batman Nolan trilogy. Is that trilogy. the Bane one? The third? Yes. 
Yeah. It's so absurdly cringeworthy when Batman and his group of club-wielding citizens take on Bane and his group of thugs with fisticuffs in the streets of New York and nobody's got a handgun and Batman doesn't even beat Bane. Fucking Catwoman or whatever flies in with a motorcycle and penetrates him from the rear. It was awful. That tell, was so tell me more. dumb. The second Batman movie with, with Heath Ledger is the winner. It's very of good. Of course. I think everybody yeah. agrees on that. The though. first I, one is just okay. It's just okay. I, I think they're better than you think they are. I need to see the third one again and see if it like looks Ooh, ridiculous. The, the third one, yeah, it is ridiculous. The third one had like a Gangs of New York feel in that final battle, except the Gangs of New York feel was really, really cool. And the final battle there was like, it, it's so unrealistic. It's like, Unless New York gun control laws really are working, you know, like <laughs> what I, I remember, think so. I think a couple of them would have a piece. I wish I could remember the details of it, but I felt like there was a giant plot hole. Like Batman didn't have to semi kill himself to solve this problem. Like there was a better way to dispose of the bomb or something. Isn't that what he does? He flies away well, with he, the bomb. Autopilot. Well, autopilot. well, he escapes because he wants to leave, you know, his superhero life behind. So he yeah. flies the bomb out in the ocean, detonates it. And then he goes to France to live with his girlfriend. Mm, yeah, I. Okay. Like a coward. Look, all right. So, The Walking Dead <laughs> is utter shit. It is yeah, one of the worst gift, shows. It's there's the click that gif and watch the one of the recent scenes from the, from this week's Walking Dead. Walking Dead is so infuriatingly stupid yeah, stopped, and and low budget. None of the characters' actions make sense. They're dragging through the storyline slow as fuck. And the gun effects. First of all, the guns don't. This cycle. is CGI. The These aren't even squibs. Absolutely. And if you look closely, the bolt on that M14 isn't even moving. Okay? Like, it's, he's just, he's not really shooting it. He's just pointing it, and they're inserting, and, and like waving left to right, and they're inserting muzzle flash, which is outrageously yeah. overblown and fake looking, and they're inserting sparkles on that truck, because the truck's, of course, not getting struck with anything, let alone the point that that's a 7.62 by 51 millimeter round that would go right through both ends of mm -hmm. that truck. Through Carol, By the way, and then hit the wall behind her. Probably wouldn't sparkle when it does it. Wouldn't sparkle a bit. <laughs> wouldn't sparkle even a little. I've machine gunned many a fucking car, and mm. I've never seen a spark yet. Ever. Once. Not never. Ever have I seen a spark. Ever. It doesn't fucking I'm happen. glad you're here, because you truly are an expert on this subject. And there's not that many you of them. <laughs> yeah. And also, also, why is he shooting like this? Like... You can clearly see under the car from his position. If You'd be like, knee, oh, he's at the, the tire. And the, the crazy thing is, he was shooting all the time, didn't pop a single tire. Or a window. Didn't break or, a window. Well, a window, like halfway through. This at the end was or not the most unrealistic scene mm -hmm. in, the, in that episode, however, because 20 minutes later, Rick and Daryl are chasing after <sighs> a Humvee with a Browning M2... 50 caliber belt fed machine gun in the back mounted on a on a tripod facing to the rear and the guy operating it fails to hit daryl he sprays the ground at daryl's feet which would mean he, he's shooting under him and then when daryl crashes his motorcycle because i guess he got scared didn't even make sense he just yeah, crashes he gets, it because he, he never got hit um he starts shooting at rick who's in like a, a shitty jeep, jeep yeah. like with a glass windshield no roof, maybe. The bullets, no roof. The bullets bounce off of the windshield and the radiator 50 cal. and make little sparkles. Yeah, 50 cal, 700 grain, 
high-velocity rounds that will penetrate through so much shit, it's absurd. They'll shoot through an entire house, okay? I, I mean, like, you got a 3,000-square-foot house with half a dozen walls in it. They're going through all of them and out the other side and killing four people. Like, they're absurd. Quad! The way they Sorry. <laughs> and he's not, he doesn't have a rifle. He doesn't have a rifle. It's a machine gun firing them at, like, 600 rounds per minute. Bup, 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 bup. He misses them both. All, but every don't shot. worry, because Daryl has his 410 uh, shotgun pistol. I don't remember which one he had. I don't think it's the judge. He, he had the other one. And he Those pulls it out. Shot. He pulls it out and with one shot kills the man operating the machine gun who could not hit him with said machine gun, even though he's on, taking a knee in the back of a truck stabilized with a machine gun. And Daryl pulls out the, the pistol while riding the bike, shoots him with one shot and kills him. Rick pulls up alongside the, the, the military Humvee that's being driven by this gentleman and like something from a soap opera, jumps from his vehicle into that guy's vehicle, stabs him in the belly and takes the wheel, then crashes the thing, careening into a ravine. But don't worry, because Rick just hopped out, I guess, and fell into some soft grass. Yeah, he was wearing a seatbelt. It was so unbelievably but, stupid. Okay. It's frustrating so everything, me at how dumb this is, and you're just describing it to me. I haven't even seen it. Everything Kyle said is, ex I couldn't agree more, but there, I've got something to add to it. Last season, we had 16 episodes worth of building towards the action. So we went a whole year with no action, just bullshit, whiny drama, we're so beaten, we're sad, whatever. This year... It appears that we're going to have 16 episodes of unrealistic combat. Because that's what the first, are we at four? I think we're at four episodes that have just been all unrealistic combat wall to wall. So it's like they responded to our, hey, we don't have enough action with, oh, well, now you're getting 16 episodes of action, but the action is stupid. And it. Now let's talk about the tiger. Shiva the tiger, the at <laughs> least. 600-pound Bengal tiger. Good CGI, though, I think. Passable CGI, better than that deer they had about <laughs> three seasons ago. Remember the deer? Yeah, oh, the oh, deer I'll never awful. forget the deer. We, we, the, the deer I, was one of the worst. Episode 561. I could have mocked up <laughs> a better deer it, with 30 minutes at Michael's. There are YouTube videos with much better CGI. Freddie W. would have laughed at that deer. It was yeah. that deer... That deer costs less than $5,000 to CGI up. Uh, that, that's a $1,500 deer. But it made no fucking sense. It was so repugnantly awful. The tiger's okay, especially in some scenes. Depending on how the tiger's shot, it, mm. there was one point at the, where it's sitting in the back of a truck, and I was like, that's good CGI. Anyway, the tiger gets... I know what happens in the comics, before anybody corrects me. I, I know that in the comics it gets taken down by, by walkers, but it's a lot of walk. In the show, I'm not exaggerating when I say 10 walkers. And, and these aren't your regular zombies. These had been soaked in a creek that's contaminated with corrosive liquid. Their flesh is falling off of their bones. They kill this tiger with their bare hands. They, put, they tear it to shreds, and it goes from a live fighting tiger to a dead tiger in less than 10 seconds. It's, I agree with you. And as I was How watching many? that scene, I was recalling many, many PKA conversations we had. And I'm like, here's one where I think the tiger takes out the humanoids. 
Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? they definitely would. Or they yeah. just, the tiger could just run away, right? Ten people moving danger. slowly with no brains against one tiger? I'm on, I'm on Team Tiger. Ten regular people doing fisticuffs with a 600-pound tiger? That tiger is going to beat all ten of them. Most likely, yeah. Half of them yeah. are going to run away. The other, Unless you start giving stay. them weapons. You know, like this, is even time, this is time-stamped. This is time-stamped for the death of the tiger. Um, it is awful. It is so stupid, and this isn't the. This is the deer we're looking at. I, I, I no, no, no. I linked the deer. I linked the deer. Yeah, it, below the deer should be the tiger. Oh, my, my Skype doesn't automatically scroll. Um. So I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm gonna keep watching because I'm invested and I want to see where this is going. But the moment they do something that I don't like, like if Rick dies, fucking turning this shit off forever. It's just. Such fucking horseshit. I'm only watching now to see Rick finally kill Negan with this hatchet. That's coming. It's gotta happen. If Rick doesn't kill that motherfucker with his hatchet, then then it's just a real sad world. And also, the king. I, I, I'm waiting on the king to get his head chopped off and put on a pike because they they could not have pref have like uh, suggested that more heavily, right? There's a scene where they have the most over the top mustache twid twiddling villain of all time in the show a ridiculous blonde character with large glasses captures the king and he's like i'm going to take you to negan you're a pathetic king and for some reason this guy has like a psychological psychological uh, psychologist level insight into the king's uh mental uh, situation at the time it's like he's been the king's therapist over mm -hmm. the last two seasons he's like you're not a real king at all are you you just pretend look at them they're still following you even though they're dead <laughs> and and just he's like oh well i was gonna uh take you back to negan but i guess your head will look good on a pike and he raises the sword i like it when like, they yeah. do that so i i can think of another instance too when um Negan was punishing. What is our gang called? Rick's Club, whatever the good guys. Rick's Club, the terrorists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when Negan was punishing the stars of the shows, and you didn't know what he was going to do, who he was going to kill, what's what, they take a sharpie and they draw it across his hand. Now in the comics, Rick lost his hand a long time ago, so you always wonder like if that's going to catch up or because you know, sometimes things sync up after the fact and. Uh, He's there ready to chop off Rick's hand. I was like, oh, this is a little, cool back, a little call back to the comics. You don't know how this is going to go down. And like Kyle pointed out, the king, he gets his head chopped off and put on a pike. Not by Negan, by the, the next group of bad guys, the Whispers or something. And uh, so you're like, oh, he's going to chop his head off and put it on a pike. That's kind of a, that happens in the comics, not in this order, but it makes it more reasonable, you know? Yes. Sometimes they follow the comics, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I, I could go on about like various scenes. Just in this most recent episode, they were absurd. Like, of course, there's the part where Carol is in a confrontation with those two remaining bad guys, and instead of shooting uh, under the vehicle, she she makes some sort of deal with them. There's the scene where Carol teleports into a ceiling somehow, mm -hmm. and then like I don't know if you've ever been in a ceiling, like one of those panel ceilings, or even like looked up there. There's nowhere to fucking stand. But she's able to accurately fire this arc of AK-47 fire that takes out, I want to say, four, maybe five individuals from a blind blind shooting through what is to her a ceiling, but it's to them a ceiling tiles. Those bullshit ceiling tiles that you could, like, break like Karate Kid. Yeah. You know, like, like, like they're absurdly Even the thing thin. that holds the ceiling is on, like, safety wire these, or something, these right? These bands. Yeah, they're, they're, it can't like, support a human. 
yeah, I, I've tr- I've been up there. Like 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 I have that type of drop ceiling in, in my building, and I, I was over there yesterday because a couple of the ceiling tiles needed replacing, and I was like, yep, no way to get up there. Like <laughs> it's just yeah, bullshit. We had that kind of ceiling in our kitchen in Apex, like a drop, like an office type style ceiling. And yeah, just like if I were to try to do a pull up on it, it would just break and crumble. Like it's not even a close call. It's just yeah. And if you were able to like somehow balance your weight on those beams. There'd be like a big sag that everybody be, and there'd be noise and stuff and and of course like she got up there lickety split off camera like in a way that like mm. I'm okay with Carol being like a guerrilla warfare badass I I, I can buy into that I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with it I really am this isn't some anti girl power rant it's it's that she got up there like she was John Wick no John Wick wouldn't have been so unrealistic <laughs> with this he'd have just walked in there and like taken everybody out like it, what what did you think of John Wick. Have you seen the movie? John, uh, so is it so Gun Coney, sir? Yeah, I'm okay with John Wick. So, so the reason I, I, I like John Wick for a lot of reasons. The uh, the hand to hand combat is great. They're u- utilizing jujitsu, wrestling, uh, judo throws, like legitimate striking. That's you know boxing type striking, just re- just regular old Muay Thai striking and stuff like that. Like legitimate hand to hand stuff that you'd see in real life in a mixed martial arts type environment. Because if you watch the behind the scenes, he's getting that type of training yeah. from professionals. Yeah. And then the gunplay. All right, it's over the top. It's 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 a little bit ridiculous occasionally, but it's so accurate most of the time that I'm perfectly okay with it. Like it's certainly not like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando, where he's taking yeah. down swaths of enemies, like he's like he's mowing the lawn. He's he's moving quickly. He's moving correctly. He's positioning his body right. He's reloading, and he's always going for headshots when he can. So he's actually turning these people mm-hmm. off like a light switch. I, I, I love I like John Wick a lot. I have a gun movie question. I, I I don't know the name of it. That's the first thing I need help with. It might have dead in the title, like Dead Eye or something. There's a black guy. He's a cowboy. They seem to be from different dimensions, and he never misses a shot. Dark Tower, written by Stephen King. Is no, that it? Uh, no, that's it. He has a the, he uses a revolver oh, yeah, yeah. and no, he can reload yeah, it yeah. like in it's, the air. It's right. Iris. It's right. Iris Elba's playing that guy, and Matthew McConaughey plays the victim. I haven't seen it, oh. but I, I I'm on the movie subreddit. Is it is it yeah. out? I, I had in my head it came out like it's last out, year. It's out for rental now because it did very poorly in theaters. Yep. Matthew McConaughey is apparently a laughable victim, uh, villain who seems a bit like a transsexual, not in his acting, but just from his appearance. <laughs> and uh, Idris Elba does this pretty cool reload on his revolver, where he it's uh you know it's a it's the type where the the cylinder pops out to the side, mm-hmm. and he spins the sil- the cylinder, and then he rapidly drops the bullets in as it spins. And uh, that's the coolest part of the of what I've seen of I that. Thought movie. I thought I saw in the trailer he threw the six bullets in the air and hooked it with his gun. Yeah, that happens at one point too. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I I think that's neat, but of course, you know, not real. I think he's supposed to be like a trans-dimensional being who's like the greatest gun. You know, he's superhuman, so I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. See, see, it's not that I I want everything to be realistic. Mm-hmm. 100% realistic, like a cowboy could do it, like a like a cop could do it, like like some sort of professional shooter could do it. Like, well, you never see that in the Olympics. Those aren't the rules we're playing by. But you have to. The play universe by the has rules. rules, even fictional ones. That's so what I'm I, saying. I, like Lord of the Rings has yeah. rules. Uh, Walking Dead Thrones. has rules. Game of Thrones has. Yeah, rules. Walking Dead clearly doesn't have rules. Yeah, <laughs> they're breaking the rules. Why did, why did why did the tiger die? Like literally, the tiger's being swarmed. That's like the perfect time for these humans to strike with their swords and chop down all these uh, you know these walkers or whatever yeah like it's a little bait and then they, you just go for it but that's why i stopped watching i, I just 
Yeah, I, I, I'm over there arguing with people on the uh, the Walking Dead subreddit. They're mm-hmm. like, they're like, oh, so you want uh, realism from a show about zombies? And it's like, no, I want you to stick to the rules of your fictional universe. Yeah, you're right. Like, like that, you are the right one in this argument. You are oh, totally right. Yeah, it's like like <laughs> you said. You know that this Walking Dead universe has rules and they need to follow them. Carol is not superhuman. None of these characters are able to dodge bullets. The King is not supposed to heal from a Browning shot, so that he goes from completely incapacitated to kind of limping in three hours. Yeah, I, I took that injury to his foot to be. So, so that could be a lot of things. That could be a bullet that passed through a lot of people. Bullets peel apart, you know. But oh, they, the, the, they, the they, severity they of the injury sometimes. dropped a ton. If it was a direct hit, the severity of the injury too. changed. Sort of, that's my issue. I'm not saying that. Uh, yeah, he was as crippled <laughs> or mobile as as. As as the script required him to be at any given time. Yeah, yeah. That so, uh, that tiger clip is beyond ridiculous. I watched it, and I do not. I'm not. I don't know if I want to come back to this show now. Frankly, I liked the tiger, and I liked the tiger owner, whatever his name is. The king. The king. That's his name. Just Ezekiel. Oh, is Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was really stupid. Um. This is a show that I'm kind of invested in. Are we in season eight? Have I been watching eight. this for eight years? Yeah, motherfucker, me too. Me too. Me too. I'm in up to here. Yeah. I've been watching for one year. They've been talking about how this could go on forever. Like, well, like they they will they will make you go on forever, yeah. No, they won't because the ratings are dropping. As long they, as they continue money. to drop, uh. and it, here's the the one saving grace: they got a two million dollar per episode budget, a laughably small budget that has not increased. It, it, ep, season one, it was higher. I don't know, three point six million an episode or something like that, roughly. They they dropped to like two point two, two point four in season two, and it's been there ever since. I it's think Friends laughing. had a higher budget. And, and and yeah, Friends had a higher budget, and it's fucking Friends, right? It's filmed in a studio or like just like, there's no. Which is already made. Right? Yeah, and uh, um, and that doesn't even translate for inflation. Jesus Christ, Joey Tribbiani was getting paid. They all were. They didn't need. They pay. all were. They negotiated Every, together. They, they, so, they negotiated they, as a group. I, that's I a read good show. on um, I like it. On Reddit, I, I read that say. they're still being paid like millions a year of twenty million uh, a year, uh, right? Wow. Just of royalties or Each. whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, for doing That's absolutely outrageous. nothing. Anymore. I wonder how long that lasts, right? For a while, uh, as long as the show's going on, like as it's long as it's not going on anymore. No, no, no. I mean, like, as long as they're running it. And that's sort yeah. of where I was headed with this. Like, I, when I was a little, little kid, Happy Days had a run, like, long beyond when it was off air. I think it's Seinfeld's... Still playing. It's still playing, man. But Seinfeld's I doubt Ron Howard's making a lot of Happy Days money. I bet those if, checks are if, shrinking. If he had a, a royalty uh, deal that was in perpetuity, TV Land's still forking out that dough because it still gets decent ratings. Old people love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Well, maybe that's not the best example, but yeah, and eventually Kyle, Friends will become less popular than it is now. Yeah, I think Kyle, it was one you, of the. Go you ahead. Hold your eyes at Friends. I thought I would think it was stupid too. I really like this show. I watched I Friends when it like, came out. Um, so, I'd never seen an episode until like a month ago. So here's I, I, I'm frustrated with Friends. Uh, you know, everyone's a, a dirty whore, but no one ever brings that point up. At least in like Seinfeld, they all are. How many dudes did fucking Rachel bang? How many dudes did Monica yeah, the, bank? Yeah, they, it's they dozens are really, and dozens really and dozens. But it's because all it's a, a show that goes ten seasons. They can't be like, all right, another two seasons have passed. We don't well, want her to come off a, a bit of a whore, so we'll throw another guy in there. A whore. 
Like, I need to watch it again. I didn't have that in my head. Dirty, probably like, stupid uh, Woody thought they just kissed. But it's the same <laughs> thing as like all the other shows where like even like Ross. She didn't like, even yeah, date him for four months. They're probably not fellas. fucking. <laughs> he's really smooching a lot. Well, she didn't even have to pay for Pretty Woman, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I like it. It's like a good background, like kind of pay attention. Don't really need to. It's not like you're going to miss anything kind of Rachel, show. Rachel's such a dirty whore. And, she's uh, so hot. She's always cucking Ross. Ross is always in the background. Like his excuse that of we were on a break was a legitimate fucking excuse. This guy's a it nerdy is. paleontologist. He cannot be turning down pussy. He's got to be getting after it whenever he can. You you get on a break with Ross and somebody's throwing themselves at him. Don't be surprised if he's smooching some other gal. That's the point like of a break. That's the thing. The yeah. Point of the break. They, you're like, look, you want a break from this guy? That's the risk you're taking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Going on Rachel. a break is like right before you're guaranteed to break up for real. Mm-hmm. Because it's like neither of you can commit to the real thing. And then you have, you know, have you, I've never done a break with a girlfriend before, but I've had friends who go on breaks with their girlfriends. And I've never known anyone to actually get back together and be the way they were. I've, like it's just, I've been if they do offered get back together, a break. They break up soon. It, when, when I was young, I was offered a break. Like, yeah, hey, I think we should take a break. And I said, it's over. You want a break? Then we're done. Nice. Beat, beat your feet. Save that was the correct rapidly. answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Joey, of course, is the biggest whore of them all. Like, there's, a, there's an episode no, he's, where... No, uh, men can't be whores. Uh, he is a man whore. There's an episode where I think Chandler needs some condoms, and Joey's just like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> he's got like a hundred pack of condoms or something on him at the time. It's just ridiculous. It, it, um, it is annoying how it goes through the same formulaic thing that sometimes Seinfeld does, and like all those kinds of shows do, where like the conflict has to be entirely contingent on a conversation going weird, and then instead of the person going, what? No, I didn't mean it like that. They just go, huh, and they, just, you know, they walk away, and then the other person misconstrues it and it contrives misunderstandings for yeah. plot development. Yeah, it, it's yep. it's infuriating and it, it gets old so quickly. I, I just don't like Friends. I, I felt like the writing was just average. You know, there weren't these like hilarious. Seinfeld's great. Like I, I go back. Oh, and it doesn't that. even compare to George Seinfeld. likes that spicy chicken. Yeah. And then like like George liking spicy chicken is, is see now here's the op here's a completely different way to move the plot forward in a comical way. George likes spicy chicken. He gets a little in his eye. So now when his boss is asking him about a coworker, he's winking a little at him. So the 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 boss takes it to believe that the coworker is uh, has an alcohol or drug problem. So now that guy doesn't get the promotion. It causes this whole kerfuffle, right? And, and meanwhile, uh, on on Friends, it would have been just a, a a language barrier almost between two characters who speak perfect English, and that would be how they contrive the whole uh, uh, controversy that that moves the plot forward. You know what I haven't seen yep. that I want to Community. Like I, I, it's I great. You should watch I, it. It gets Love a it. lot of. Tra- I'm, I spend time on Reddit. It gets a lot of traction on Reddit. It's like a common gift. The black character. I don't like the young black character. He's um, he's a rapper now. Childish Gambino. Oh, is, I, I didn't realize they were him. the same person. I do know the name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it, he's hilarious in the gifts. I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I should check this show out. It it's uh, like it's re- it's really good. It's really good. It takes a few episodes to warm up. And then after that, it's like every season gets better, get better, and then one gets like really bad. And then I think the last one was great. Uh, yeah. Yep. I uh, um I, I don't have anything to watch right now. I know you're 
I, I, I think I'm really hyped for the Lord of the Rings series. We talked about a bit on the on PKN, and I, I think we we all feel the same way. We we want it to be Tolkien. We want them to take as and stick as closely to uh, what's written, and you know the Cimmerillion and uh, and and, and uh, the uh, there's 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 all I didn't realize, but I've been watching that YouTube channel, and there's all of these other um, like the Forgotten Tales or something. There's like ten or twelve volumes of them, yeah. right? And like I was I was watching this thing about Galadriel last night, like the whole history of Galadriel and where she came from and what she's up to, and and how her cousin wanted to get. Uh, a lock of her hair, and he asked for it three different times, but she denied him every time because his heart wasn't pure. So then when Gimli asked for a spread of your hair, a single piece, she gives him three instead. And, and they talk about how like powerful it was and what Gimli was going to do with them and have them put into a crystal so they would last forever and they would be a symbol of the, the relationship between elves and dwarves. And it, like, like I love that shit. I love all that yeah. crazy nitty-gritty background stuff. It's really interesting. Um, like, all I'm, the valor. I'm not nearly as uh, as anti it as I was when I first heard about it because I know it's going to be a little in the past. Although not very much in the past because apparently Aragorn's still going to be a child. Uh, and so they, I, I was hoping that they'd go far enough in the past that it'd be a different age, like a More different God. era, where the only people around that were still there would be Galadriel, Elrond, Gandalf, Treebeard. Sour, Saruman, Sauron, Shilob. Uh, Shilob, like all of them. And I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to be positive about it because if it's even like a, a six out of 10, I will enjoy it because I just like the fantasy. I just don't want any forced diversity where just for the fuck of it, they're like, you know what? How about Gandalf be Samoan in this one? And it's like, what? That's confusing. No, like just don't try and shoehorn. Don't add characters. Don't be like, you know what? It's kind of a sausage fest. Let's make I up a, a female elf and I do that. I am a hobbit from the far west. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want any of that. Here's one thing I really hope they do. I really hope they do, since you've told me kind of, you've really established the timeline as being about 90 years prior yeah. to the, the, the trilogy. Yeah, that's 70 years. I really hope there are flashbacks. Like if Galadriel is, is talking about... 72 uh, years. Yes. <laughs> six months. If, depends, on, depends on what part of the trilogy I'm referring to. I mean, in the Two Towers, Aragorn clearly says he's 87 years old. This is when he's a child, so about maybe 80, 70 to 80 years. Fair enough. So what I'm hoping is that like Galadriel's sitting there having a conversation with Gandalf, and she's like, "Do you remember in the first age when blah 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 happened?" And like, I want to see Morgoth. I want to see a gigantic fucking Valor Titan character that's as big as a fuck i don't know you know 10 i don't know how big he was in all the illustrations i see yeah, he appears sick. to be a hundred feet tall like mm -hmm. he appears to be a colossal being of unbelievable size like in the what? illustrations i've seen no no, no i was if I was he's 87 years text. old then why would his childhood only last like seven years like he could be a kid for 25 years uh, that's not how it works i don't think that's how it works this what? is magic land Do you think that he just immediately goes to adulthood and then his aging stops he doesn't just yes. have a slowed aging Absolutely. process that's because it it's a because it's a magic land and that's yep. the way it works well yeah, like, we like, like other 20 characters to, to 70 those like ages probably are really slowed because yep. he's supposed to live to be like 150 or something like yep. 140 why does he live that long again i thought he was he's uh, part dunedain which is uh like that's a, a race that's what they're blessed with the long life because they're descendants of the original king yeah, yeah, hmm. and so he is like one of the last remaining I, people. I need to know this. I, 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 
maybe somebody knows even more about Lord of the Rings than, than Taylor. But I, I just want confirmation that childhood goes quickly because that seems weird to me. Yeah. There's, there's all kind of, I, was, I watched a thing about the elves last night, and they explained that uh, they were created by one of the Valor in particular to last forever and never age, but Morgoth coming to, to Middle-earth contaminated the soil, and the elves are made of the soil, and so they each have a certain amount of the contamination of Morgoth, which makes them age very slowly and diminish. They, they use the word diminish, Tolkien does, and he goes in this long thing explaining that like the mm. ones who live by the sea and ate fish because Morgoth's contamination was lesser in the sea, aged even more slowly than the ones who lived, uh, you know, in the in the inland areas or whatever. And then, of course, the ones that are from the Undying Lands, from the from Valinor or whatever, like, yeah. like Galadriel was originally from there, and she immigrated over. And there was this whole kerfuffle where one group of uh, elves fought another and stole their ships and sailed across. And they were like, Galadriel, we'll be right back for you. But they get to the other side, and then they burn the fucking ships down, and Galadriel's like, ah, shit. So they have to, like, go to the north and cross through, like, the Antarctic land bridge, the North Pole land bridge, and a bunch of them freeze to death. That all sounds like great stuff to be part of the show, but that's, like, thousands I'd of like years I'd like to before. see that. I'm still, I'm just going to be glass half full guy for Lord of the Rings. Like, I'd yeah. like for it to be good. I really hope it is, but I'm not expecting that much, so I won't be too disappointed. They're trying to compete with Game of Thrones. That's like the thing. Mm-hmm. It has a big. What is it? The episode is the budget was two hundred fifty million. I think for the just first to, season. No, that's just for the IP. Yeah, that's before anything happens. Just so that we oh. can make a show about about this universe, we're gonna. They gave them two hundred and fifty million dollars. They're saying the show is gonna cost upwards of a billion dollars all, all told because they're doing oh, five wow. seasons. Jesus that be Christ! Good. Yeah, that should be. I, good. I need to try and get a role in that show. Oh my yeah, God. I'll mm. be I'll be one of the trees. You've passed a sacred land. <laughs> you're hired. You know what? You're you're a shoe win for the part. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They won't even have to put a wig or anything on you. The hair's yeah, perfect. right. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Just painted painted green here. Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> I have high hopes. I hope they do a good job too. Uh, I, I, and, and you know, there's as far as competing with Game of Thrones, I'll watch both. Right? Like, like yes. I, mm-hmm. like, uh, has Game of Thrones know. been announced the last season? Like the release date? No. No, I, I think no I news think, on it yet. I think they're filming it now. I'm gonna Google it just to see if people what it says. I typed in Google. I'm I'm pretty sure they they yeah they started filming again. Yeah. So uh, so that'll be interesting. And of course, you know, they're gonna make another. They're gonna make. Game of Thrones spinoffs and prequels and such. So, uh, Game of Thrones will live on. It, it, 10, 15 years from now, there's going to be a Game of Thrones type show on. It won't be long. So, how's the weather, guys? July Hold 2018. It. July 2018. <laughs> it's not official, but they. Um, they looked at the gap between filming and release for all the other seasons, and that's what they're calling. Uh, well, I, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. yeah, the weather here, too windy. I rode my motorcycle a bunch today. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I hadn't ridden that in too long, so it broke the seal. That's good. You want to call it a wrap there? Yeah. yeah. I got a post-roll here. Just want to remind everything that support for today's show comes from War Dragons, a mobile real-time strategy game. 
where players directly control dragons to attack enemy bases. With over 150 different dragons to collect, players can join guilds to launch co-op attacks and co-op defense. Best of all, there's a new endgame feature called Atlas, which is a 3D persistent world where players can forge alliances with other teams and build up dragon-led armies, fight for new land, and secure lucrative rewards. Just go to wardragons.com slash painkiller via your phone or tablet device to download the game. Remember, phone or tablet, not your desktop computer. Also, big thanks to Redbox, Casper Mattresses, Omaha Steaks, and uh, Whistle.com. Links below. And, of course, check out Quibble Cop. Yeah, uh, yeah. YouTube.com slash uh, uh, Woody's Game Return. <laughs> <laughs> Please Definitely subscribe. go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check that place out. It's uh, great. PKA, episode 361.